can really cook, can he? Uh, yeah. Although for grilled cheese, I might have used a little setting. That's what I told him. Really? What, what did he use? Rayon. Silk would have been too soggy. Cotton would have... Would have burned it. Fortunately, he consulted me before giving it steam. I was four square against it. <laughs> and welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that's going to be, they're going to be the pod that gets there next to you. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. And I'm Megan. Yeah, I didn't really know where I was going when I started that. <laughs> that was he funny, knows. that was great. <laughs> you sounded like me. But whether you're walking 500 miles or walking 500 more, we, look at the runtime. You're probably good. Miles and I would walk 500 more. Just to be that man who walks a thousand miles to fall down at your door. All right, we should we should confess that one of us has had some some significant amounts of gin it makes the ever two of us are just blame your mom it's easter sunday easter sunday mum's on a sunday and you always have your podcast on a sunday so what am i gonna do sunday sunday i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying yeah as opposed to last week which was all about the sunday family Last week was how Sunday we Bloody think, Sunday. How we didn't think of Sunday Bloody Sunday. <laughs> I, I was at the same last week. With all the songs, I'm I like, know. I was listening to the car going, oh, we've missed a trick here. Because I said the same thing Did later you? on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're here today to do episode number 169, A Less Bloody Affair, yes. Betty and June. Aww. Yeah. Betty. Betty and June. <laughs> all right, I'm going to do the promo stuff. Last week, we did There Will Be Blood with Hermes from yes. BFF of the BFE. Thanks a lot for bringing us a a gritty, blokey film. That was a gritty, blokey film. Yep. It was. Um, it was Friday past. I had a, a, a friend of the podcast, the Yeetmeister, on, and we talked about Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst <gasps> Thieves. I still think, does anyone remember the cartoon of the Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons ride? Yes, yeah, of course. when they're on the roller coaster. Yeah, roller coaster. <laughs> the roller coaster. Uh, is there a goat? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. I was trying to explain this to you the other day, and I was like, is there a roller coaster and a goat? And you were like, no. And a dungeon master. Yes, that's what I remember yes, no, of no. Dungeons and Dragons, is the cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, it's not like that. Much like how in a, the Super Mario movie from 93, oh. it's not oh. the same as the Super Mario movie in... That's almost unreal. 2023. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> I don't mind oh. that. I don't want to watch that one. What, the new one? No. That'd give it well, go. I'm going to be recording the Cedar Skip it, I think, with Yeet again later oh. on. So it should be out early next week. So there we go. I do have a Maybe someone else. Oh, trust me. I'm like recording it like tonight. Oh, after yeah, you guys yeah, leave. Yeah, no, no, I no. like playing Mario, but I don't need to see a film about it. I don't Mario! Think. Mario! Oh, I play Mario, you be Luigi. No, I'll be princess. I'm Luigi. You can't be princess. She doesn't do anything in the main Mario. Well, what do I do on this podcast? Well, you need, no, you need the Mario world. What, We're the, sorry, the Ian, but our Liam's in another players. castle. <laughs> Jeez. It's really hard, the oh, castle okay. I'll tell you what's really hard. It's getting through the intro part of this podcast <laughs> of you in the situation. I want to thank our Patreon backers, our friends of the podcast, for keeping the lights on, and I promise not the gin flowing here at the studio of <laughs> yeah, awesomeness. Thank you. I want to thank Julene, Hermes, James DeGuzman, yeah. 
Lena Oberholzer, right. Anthony and Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall Silver, right. Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith, the Yeet Meister, Reverend Bruce, Hell yeah. Nate the Great, Hell yeah. <laughs> Heaven yeah for Reverend Bruce, I think. Heaven yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Andy Dixon, Woo. happy birthday to you on Saturday, buddy. Yeah, Hope it was a blast. Birthday, dude. Holly Callen, Hell yeah. Cheesy. With a fish on a bike. Richard and the cool cat himself. Ryan Kukets. Oh, yeah. I was going to throw this sheet away. I still need like a bunch of stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, don't throw that away. Uh, a side note, uh, as Hermes was on our podcast last week, I was on Hermes podcast as well last week. So oh, go fantastic. check that out. The Scuttlebutt podcast. We've tweeted several things out about it. So if you just go to our Twitter account, that's at best film at her pod. Where the pod stands for podcast. Uh, <laughs> that was great. Check that out. Scuttle reminds me of the Little Mermaid because I'm sure the seagull is called Scuttle. It is Scuttle, yes. Yes. Is there that anything to do with it? No, Scuttlebutt's like what do you hear over the radio kind oh. of stuff. Scuttlebutt's just like random chatter. Okay, fair What's enough. What's the chatter? It's, it's a, he's, an, he's a military man, either current or ex, I don't know. He keeps it very clandestine. Ooh. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, there we are. So go check that out. I'm on there talking about the pod in general, but specifically, I guess, for moments about Little Miss Sunshine. So go check that one out. Uh, I said happy birthday to Andy Dixon. Birthday, birthday. Woo, woo, woo. Happy birthday. Um, we charted this week in the following locations for what it's worth all around the world. We had to spread the word. Uh, Great Britain. <laughs> cool. Canada. Canada. Australia. G'day. South Korea. Ooh. The Netherlands. Switzerland, Ooh. Poland, Ooh. Nigeria, nice. Egypt. <laughs> I don't that like Egypt me. anymore because I never got to go. Ghana. <laughs> Ghana, one of so my favorites. Ethan's probably da- doing a dance like he said last time. And Uganda. <laughs> Woo! So wherever you are in the world, whether you're part of the chart or somewhere else, we know we have people who listen to us all over this globe. Thank you we so much. We see the chart very well over there, don't we? Like Ghana and stuff like, like that. Like West Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That Don't surprises know. me. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. Uh, we're on the list this week, but we, yeah, we've had Nigeria in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's been uh, it's been quite something. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, we make it all the time. I forget the thing about three people, but we thought it would be three people probably in a location that we knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yet to hear you've got people in various locations all over the globe who are like, yeah, I dig what you do. That's flattering. Still blows my mind. Indeed. Let's do some reflections. And corrections. I think we went correction-free this week. Ooh. It's not too often I can say that. No. Ah, does no? that mean you were right? Yeah. Me, yeah. <laughs> acknowledge me. There we us. go. Acknowledge oh, us. Oh, acknowledge no, us. Like <laughs> oh, no, no. We like that, yes. Um, so let's start with uh, Andy Dixon, who said seven and a half minutes off of four hours. I can tell Hermes was on this week. <laughs> But he's a great Ooh. as always. Oh, it was you. even longer before you edited it. Hermes jumped in. Ian must have cut an hour off. I did edit somewhere around 12 to 15 minutes out of the podcast. We had a very random chat in the middle. We had that we? random chat in the middle. And when I was like, I got to get this under four hours. Like, I say we're king size, but when you push north of four hours, there better, oh, no, be, there better be a bloody good reason why you're north of <laughs> yeah, four yeah, yeah, hours. Yeah. I'm sure we were talking about the murderous Winnie the Pooh, though, for some reason. Yeah, we talked about I'm things. Sure that we, we, did, that we did talk course. about yeah. um, yes, public uh, domain and copyright law. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. copyright, wasn't cool. it? Yeah. I still have the footage. Maybe I'll drop it. It's like a bonus one of these weeks. <laughs> bonus, yeah. so that's bonus ending. I still have all the singing we never released. Oh, the singing. Cool. The singing from all of last year. I usually do it in the uh, the besties and the resties, and we didn't have enough time. Uh, no, it was no. already, I was like, I got, I got like 16 oh, montages. So one of these weeks, I'm just going to throw it at the end. Oh, that's just cool. randomly, it'll be beep, and you'll get like 24 minutes of us just singing. <laughs> 
Like, you know, each thing will be like eight seconds at a time. There'll be 24 minutes of eight seconds at a time, various songs. Oh, the musical episode. Yes. Um, you're right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> then we've got uh, Step Taylor, who said, oh, sorry, Hermes, who went, what an episode. Always an honor to sit in on this amazing show. Cheers, as always, to the BFE. Hey, Hermes, cheers to you, buddy. Thanks for yeah. bringing us another one that caused a lot of uh, debate. Uh, do I want to talk about it now? I'll talk about it now. I'll tell you what. After everybody was gone, I went up and started looking up a bunch of stuff. Yep. And going, because I had my read. People had their reads. And I'm like, where were you? I'm very alone out there as far as people and their reading of uh, of of Eli. Oh, really? And was Eli, did, did Eli, my, my argument is that Eli has a crisis of faith versus did Eli ever have faith? Because in order to be a false prophet, you, you have to not have faith yeah, and yeah. purposely mislead people. Mm-hmm. That's what a false prophet is. Someone who acts like they believe in God, but don't believe in God, but yep. takes advantage of it. And the number of people who are like, oh, no, no, clearly this is a, this is a uh, story about how uh, Eli never was um, never was a man of God, and, and in, in a strange way, uh, Daniel is the hero of the story. And I was going, what? And I was going, well, hang, hang on, on though. Hang the on. hero Daniel just told hero. his like adopted child, "You're a bastard in a basket," and yelled at him as he walked away. That's, yes. that's the hero. No way. No, no way. He, so I think it's more nuanced than I. Yeah, I think the the, the son is the only true hero of the story. But that's last week. I think my no thing, true hero, really. I, I think my thing was. I obviously grew up in the church back home, and so mm-hmm. I saw that and went, I "Okay, never had that. I know people who." Who, like, I've seen people who are like, there's very famous like faith healers, and I'm using finger quotations because yeah. it was always a bit weird where it was like, I was always asking, why don't we send the blind people to this person? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it was a little bit of that, and it's really, and, it, and it's very, oh, they become very famous, and it, it's just really hard. It's really hard to sit there and go, because the minute that you associate yourself with something like the church, and then, some, and then all of a sudden, to people who don't go to church. Yep. Anybody they see anywhere on any platform who go, I go to church, <laughs> they go, oh, so you're like him. That's true. And I'm like, no, 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 he's not one of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just, like, it's like if we went to a hockey game, just because someone wears a jersey doesn't make them actually a fan or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. But in this case, you go, oh, he's like you. And it's like, okay, so you look at him going, okay, is this guy legit? And it's hard to get to look at everybody and go, is this guy legit or is this guy... Is there a bit of a bit of pantomime theater going on here, Charlatan? No, I think I think people that go to church, it's more about the values and the you know the the good values. As opposed to as opposed to the bad values. Well, that's what I like to believe. <laughs> I think church is a different role in I don't society go to in myself, but if Britain I did, than it does in the it in North America though as well. Yeah. So that sort of evangelical, um, go out there and grow your church. Mm-hmm. Like something I I found myself trying to say, and I got off topic for a minute. And we never came back to it was the idea of that's a very normal thing back home, yeah. like growing your church. Go tell someone, you know, yeah. you want to come to my church. Churches yeah. here seem very cold places yes. where it's not very, I hate to say it, but entertaining. Yeah. So unless you're in that family where you're in a routine of going and I do get the values and I appreciate those values of, you know, being a good person on the honesty and, you know, those I, I, I do get that, but it's never been something that I've done personally. Yeah, so, yeah but you know, in our schools growing yes. up, it's um, weird because we you're, those... you're, you're way more indoctrinated in the schools here than we are back home. Really? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah, division yeah. of church and state. Yeah, yeah. 
And so yeah. I teach at a primary school, so we take our children to um, Harvest Festival and Christingle. Yeah, 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 you so couldn't do that back home. Oh, could See, you now that's you, the traditions I have growing up. Like when I was growing up, you could have, you could still have a Christmas concert where generally okay. generally you sang non church related Christmas songs. Okay, mm-hmm. but you can't even do that now because that celebrates the Christian faith over because oh, no, the idea can, of Christmas itself. We can still do those. Oh, I know. Yeah, so it's it's, it's so one but of the, in Norfolk we're we we're not as um culturally challenged if i might say if you know what i mean in our primary schools anyway if we you know if we did have some other faiths then maybe oh no one's by by that you mean no one's challenging these decisions that are being made okay yeah i I don't know what it is but something i like a lot about when i moved to england was the idea that, that it's christmas day is sort of Back home, it's happy holidays, and that's kind of what you say in the mainstream. That's happened during my, my lifetime. Yep. And over here, we say, happy Christmas, Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the vibe, and I really like this, is the idea that here we go. We, here we celebrate Christmas. And if you want to celebrate anything else, that's cool. That's cool. It's, Absolutely. It's a tradition. If, you don't, yeah. if you're not celebrating Christianity, it is just yeah. a tradition, and, isn't it? And we'd love it if you, want, if you want to celebrate Christmas with us. That's cool. And if you yeah. don't, hey, no hard feelings. No, no exactly. But, but we're going to celebrate like. Christmas because yeah. we celebrate Christmas here. Mm-hmm. And Easter. Easter is a big deal right now. Yeah. Lots of people post them. But Easter, Easter very bunnies. few of the people I know are doing it with, with religious intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but again, we go, this is England, and we celebrate Easter here. And if you don't, that's cool. We'd invite, if you want to join in, that's cool, too. And I, yeah. I, I love all the traditions. I mean, I still go to midnight mass and stuff at Christmas, you know? Are you Catholic? Or is your family Catholic in some capacity? Because uh, midnight so. mass is a very Catholic thing. Oh, is thing. it? Yeah. Oh, I just like the traditions of the it. The only... I like the singing the hymns I've been to two Catholic services in my life, I think. Yes, two. One was with my aunt. It was a Christmas uh, Christmas Eve midnight mass. Yeah. Which I thought was the stupidest thing. <laughs> You know what we should do before Santa shows up? Let's go to church till midnight. <laughs> midnight, yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the part where you go to sleep and then you wake up and then Santa's brought gifts. Don't come after, it's fine. Yeah, that's what we were told, but I'm just yeah. like, yeah, because where you want to be is like a cold church in Canada, that's Christmas <laughs> Eve. <laughs> that's what I don't Jeez. like. I don't like Snowed being in. cold. So, yeah. like, an old-fashioned church. Oh, there's something about an old-fashioned really church. An old-fashioned cold church. and... I, I just the, don't like being cold. I used to sing in like a boys' choir in oh. Barry St. Edmunds in one of those whole, old. Oh yeah, yeah the whole the whole getup. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. My, my dad's yeah. Do you have a picture well. of this? I've got somewhere. Yeah, I'll find it. <gasps> oh I'll find goodness, it. We need to find this. I look. I look adorable. Yeah, I'll say that much. I do, I do look adorable. I've got some certificate that when when I earned my they called it a rough. I think this white thing yeah, that's on yeah, top yeah, of yeah. it. A certificate that's like they had like a whole like achievement. Basically, it's like achievements on your PlayStation, but for for like. For like the yeah. the pat, but even that they had like a little pageantry, and it was like you get these medals, and the ribbons meant different things, and it was a sort of a way to keep you. I love I all guess, that sort of stuff on the straight and narrow. I guess, yeah. yeah, it was all right. And then you you got paid half your money, and then half the money they kept in a in a reserve for you. And when you left, they gave you that half. Wow, wow, what did you? What did you do with yours? Well, I was I left England when I was like nine, so I didn't have oh, a whole lot. So, yeah, so I probably okay. bought a pack of Haribos or something like that. Haribos? It's probably like twenty quid. I got. Do you know what I had? Oh. In my, I, was, I was at work today, and um, hey. somebody gave me a five p, which I thought was a five p, and I put it in my till. And then a few transactions later, I pick up this look like a five p, and it's a Canadian coin. What would that be? <gasps> a dime. It's a small one, right? Why yeah, did they yeah, do a dime, that? ten cents. 
I mean, oh. I've nearly done that when I've been on ho- holiday to Europe and I've accidentally got some different coins, but that's still a bit sneaky. When I, I lived, thought that was quite cool, but that was very small. When I lived in Phoenix, the because uh, our nick, like all the shapes of our coins are the same as the Americans and the yeah, same yeah, denominations, yeah. but our money wasn't worth as much as theirs. Yeah, yeah. So I took like, a bunch of Canadian change when I was home at Christmas and brought it back with me to Phoenix. <laughs> And then I would use the Canadian money. Nice. <laughs> so I was saving like 40% on all my snacks. Nice. <laughs> Until they must have cottoned on. Oh, and nice. they found a way to trigger it so it wouldn't oh. take my Canadian quarters anymore. What was the best record you sold today? I went at my, my record shop today. Oh. Um, Easter, come on. Yeah. No, no, I was at, I was at the uh, well-known supermarket in, oh, okay. in Great Britain. I was Britain. thinking you sold a really cool record. I have sold some cool records. Uh, I, do you know what, what I did What was the sell? last cool record you sold? Um, I'd have to say Sex Pistols. Ooh. Yeah. Megs, can you name me a single Sex Pistols song? Probably not off the top of my head. But um, if you <laughs> I, sang I you them one. to me. <laughs> God Save you... the Queen. Okay, how does that go? God Save the Queen. <laughs> she ain't no human being. I mean it, man. Okay, I'm, I'm sure I can imagine You're that. so pretty, you're so pretty. Vacant. Pretty vacant, there's that one. Oh, vacant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it sounded like Jeez, something, it sounded like something different very Why different. They sung it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to pivot. Uh, <laughs> Let's change the subject Back to reflections and corrections. Uh, Step Taylor punk, says... Punk, that's punk. That's all good. <laughs> Step Taylor says, Amp to drink this milkshake up. There'll be blood is easily the best film you lot have covered in 2023. It was oh. a good milkshake. Sorry, Spice World. You'll have to settle for the silver medal. Oh, Talking of Spice I did World. Spice God, World. We're still on page one. Well, Sorry. talking of Spice, spice World. <laughs> I had a customer come into my record shop. Did they ask for Spice World? They asked for Spice Girls. Oh, my goodness. Right? I sold all my Spice Girls, everything. Everything? Everything I had. What, what did you they, have? They took, I had scarves, I had uh, yo-yos. Did you have chubba chubs? I you had, had something off to the side. I'm trying to think what yeah, it was now. Uh, a ruler, VHS or something like that? VHS. Yeah. Ruler. Everything I had, he took. Did you okay. take a tin? Everything. A VHS tin? I did have one of them, but I'd <gasps> sold that many, oh many, many. You know, when we went to see them, yeah. it was around that time that yeah, I, we, I sold it. But, yeah. <gasps> but everything okay. else I had. Took it all this week. Oh my goodness. Isn't that amazing? That's kind amazing. of like Daniel took all of the oil <laughs> in his milkshake because of drainage. Back to that. Shy Burger Freund. Your milkshake, Liam. Shy Burger Freund says, Thank you for reviewing this movie. Dwayne Smith says, Liam is on fire. Bloody hilarious standard. <laughs> loving, loving this week, won't you be? Uh, <laughs> General shout-outs, Sci-Fi Remnant for the Love, Kev from the podcast that wouldn't die for the love, Russell the Posty thinks he's figured out with the help of an AI app what Felix looks like, so I tweeted it out. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Just, just saying it's out there if people want to have a look at that, yeah. Dwayne said he thought Felix would be less smiley than that, but yeah. You got you to follow. Megan's holding her hand up. You got to follow the BFE Dude, Twitter page. Dude, he's not that smarty. Well, if I ever see him. You've never seen him. You said this last week. Yeah. Gotta, we cat. have to keep our internal story no, straight. No, but I've seen photos of him. My oh, cat's in Felix food. <laughs> so I just imagine someone called Felix as like cat food. He's I'm surprised he still haven't fired me off the show yet. Well, you know. Being the, you know, the yeah, producer and all. He hasn't heard this week's openings bit yet. <laughs> Jeez. Um, He's going to cut all of this. I can imagine it now. No, I won't. I'm, 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 I'm way too lazy to do that. Yeah, what, but you won't. Felix might. Uh, Felix doesn't do a lot of editing. He just does like the, 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 the other stuff. He just producing. Okay. Um, Russell the Posty says, I went back and listened to Silence of the Lambs from your back catalog. Wow, wow that was a while film. ago. So we we took a look. So I took a look Hannibal and went, because there will be blood. 
because there will be blood. <laughs> uh, scored an eight point five eight out of ten uh, as our highest film of, of the year. So I went back and went, what did what did uh, Sons of the Lambs look like? Hmm. Only seven point eight eight. Yeah. So I went. On whose fault is that? See, if I They're was here mine. back then, I would have scored Silence of the Lambs higher. So part of it was Ellie, oh, okay. who only saw one film, not the other. Yep, yep. Uh, we didn't have the Patreon, who way lifted up There Will Be Blood. Yep. Um, but then we've got some other people. So three people did do both of the films. Yep, me. You? Yep. Me? Yep. Ethan? Yep. So I'll read the numbers out. I'm going to be quite low with these. Ethan. Silence of Lambs, seven and a half. Oh, okay. And, of course, he went nine and a half. Yeah. On There Will Be Blood. Okay. Liam. I'll do your There Will Be Blood score first. There Will Be Blood, seven and a half. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs, eight. Oh, okay. I'd put that higher. I would put that higher. Yeah, that was higher. Yeah, the question would be, would you have ranked it? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's okay. Ian. Oh, what did you do? are you in trouble? You I sa- reckon you're going to have Silence Lambs higher than There Will Be Blood. I hope so. There Will Be Blood, eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs, nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's yeah, fine. Yeah, because I'm a reasonable human being. Because I'm, I'm able to sit there and go. I'm able to sit there and go, I know what good cinema looks like. I know what great cinema looks like. And uh, Silence of the Lambs is great I'm cinema. not being funny, but if you put Daniel Day-Lewis as Daniel on a poster in front of 100 people, and you put a poster of Hannibal Lecter in front of them, 99% of them would go Hannibal Lecter, but not everyone would go Daniel out of Daniel. Did anyone ever ben see there of, was like a, a Hannibal series? Was it called Hannibal? Yes. I can't remember. That was a very good series, but it got cancelled quite early. I really enjoyed that. Oh, I don't do. Back when it was on. I don't really do horror. Was it called Hannibal? It's called Hannibal. It was, it was it called was. Hannibal. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. So I used to have a nice little poll sound effect when the results were in, but I didn't put a poll up today, just, just for fun, and said, what is the better film? Just two options. Silence of the Lambs, there will be blood. No hashtags used, just threw it out there. If it's not Silence of the Lambs, there will be blood. <laughs> yes. The results are in. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And uh, from, by a 68 to 32% margin. Yeah. Sounds of Lambs. Yeah, of course. Woo-hoo! Of course it is. Course. So, so I do love a horror movie, I do though. judge. Is it really horror? I don't think it's horror. Well, it's a kind of thriller. It's a psychological thriller. Yeah, 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 yeah. kind of. I like those part of our, films. It was part of our winter of discontent. You'd have liked that. We did Fargo. Mm. Oh, we did, I, I love Fargo. Well, yeah, Fargo. That's good. We did uh, Sounds of the Lambs, and we did Train Spotting, all in very ah, short succession. Okay. Yeah, don't mention Train Spotting. Around, <laughs> around Georgia, anyway. <laughs> no, That's got Ian McGregor in it. It does have Ian McGregor in it. I love Ian McGregor. Georgia gave it a two out of ten. Oh, <gasps> did you really? I originally tried to give it a zero out of ten. <gasps> yeah, she was oh, talked okay. up to that. We we oh we either turn the mics off and have a have a bit of a therapy session in the it's moment. Hugh McGregor though, I, I agree. He's, he's and John Obi Wan Kenobi, and he's in Moulin Rouge, which is my favourite film of all time. And it's got uh, Robert Carla. Robert Carla, yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of some of the movies we do, but I still give it a technically what I think is still. She checked out the minute that dog got shot with the BB. Yeah. She shut down she on it. She likes dogs. She shut down on it. Yeah. So they didn't really, they didn't really shoot it. But they did something to the dog. And fair enough. But it was, uh, since then, she will admit that she's kind of gone on a bit of a mm. bit of a journey, as as we all have to Everyone certain degrees. And with the baby taste, scene, wasn't there in oh the baby scene, yeah. yeah, yeah so there was a lot bits. where she was yeah. just like, I can't deal with this film. Yeah, uh, and that's when we introduced that's the enough. that's when we introduced the Georgia rule, which was if you don't want to finish the film, you don't got to finish the film. You just don't submit a score. Yeah, just. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. That so, seems fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, so at that point, she felt like uh, she was forced to finish this film she hated and therefore brought that <laughs> less than positive energy with her into the plot. <laughs> It was, it was tough going. It was, it was a learning experience. We've all had learning experiences. We all have on this podcast. Yeah. Right? What do you do though if you're a professional film critic and you have to finish the film because that's your job? Nothing that comes out for a. Um, I'm trying to think of movies that I would say like I just couldn't have finished for whatever reason. I almost couldn't finish The Pianist. Yeah. Oh, I love that film. Yeah, great film. Yeah, um, it is a great no, film. No, but it was a hard watch. It I agree with you. The first half the first half's yeah. a hard watch. If it wasn't for the ending, I, I would never, ever, ever, ever Well, the second half, film. it pivots and turns yeah, into, into, into a survival film, which yeah, is a much yeah, more yeah. interesting film. No, interesting. A lot easier to get on board with. Yes. Um, I guess either you would see if there's a colleague, because sometimes there's usually more than one film critic that you could sort of sign off. Maybe, but usually, I mean, usually anything that comes... You or, like, yeah, if it's going to make you feel uncomfortable, I think the themes that would be present in films... Um, you would therefore not be able to be a film critic for because I'm just going to show up in one film. Yeah. There'll be a There's bunch so of films. There's so many different films, though, isn't there? So. Yeah. And, you know, part of the art of storytelling is that last minute I didn't see it coming from a wallop of emotion and it can go to some real places. And then, yeah, if you got a barrier there, probably being a film critic's not the thing for you. It must be, it must be interesting, though, if you're at that point where you are a proper, like, acclaimed film critic. It must be quite exciting, though, in a way as well. Oh, we're like hoping your, we'll find out one day. Your word <laughs> you is never know. like you never know. You know, gospel almost on well, especially once you get or whatever like, to get onto Rotten Tomatoes, but then to become like a rarefied air, to become like Roger Ebert, get, to become what? like Peter Travers, to How become do you like get on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you can apply to get on there. Uh, can you? Yeah, you can. Okay, uh, it's got to do with how wide your current range is like so we've got a wide range could you start reviewing it's like how many reviews do you have and then could you apply for rotten tomatoes we'd be better off if we did what Stu does Stu from Stu world order does a ton Mm -hmm. of uh blog writing okay um that would be a more streamlined way because someone can easily peruse that as opposed to going here's our podcast here's you know four thousand hours of content we've uploaded it's easier to talk conversation than it is to sit and write it though isn't that's it? the thing it's a lot so, it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a different kind of energy yeah to it. yeah so yeah i'd struggle to write it if i weren't talking it yeah it's just something that hits my thing is the thing is it's it's, it's a totally different skill set but the thing about making your writing because you can make your writing so it's distinguishable from other people's writing that is a thing yeah yeah but you minute you turn on the mic and you get the sound of my voice and the sound of liam's voice and the sound of megan's voice that's different from the pod you just listened to. Mm. And as a result, then personality, cadence, the way that you... I can make this sound really, really interesting, or like some podcasts I've tuned into where they sound really, really bored or dull. <laughs> I'm sorry, some people do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't tend to get me to listen a second time. But um, so what I feel is our best advantage, that's how they, that goes away when you start making, because everybody's Times New Roman 12 size font yeah. looks the same. It, looks, it does. So the quality yeah, of your writing true. better be damn good. Yeah. And mine's all right. Like, I'm a pretty good writer. I'm sure, I mean, you've done enough uh, English teaching and stuff that you could yep. probably write a convincing And you've done your own show reviews. Film. Yeah, I've done all right. So you know, I, I, I know how to make anyway. personality come out, but... It's, I'm going to judge his film reviews it's now. Such, it's such a less... <laughs> Why did we invite Meg on the pod again? I forget. <laughs> Your fault. It's, you know, it's, it's such the cousin podcast. Yeah. It's no, but it's seriously though. It's such a it's such a different skill set to make that jump off the page and grab someone in a world where so many people are trying to trying to do that. This is. 
I, I know what you mean because when I first started interviewing for jobs when I left school, every time you'd hand in a CV and stuff like that, I was very rubbish at like writing down, bigging myself up. If anything, I played myself down about a lot of stuff. I think it's harder to kind of big yourself up anyway and be like that ego kind of, I'm brilliant at this. Yeah, I wasn't very good at it. So I never stood out on a page. But as soon as you stuck me in a room with somebody, nine times out of ten, I got that job. Unless I walked out out of it. Competitive nature steps up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Competitive nature. Perfect time to segue into GIF of the week. GIF of the week. A bit of a challenging word. This was a difficult one, I thought. It was difficult because you you didn't want to make a disability, a punchline. And so the word that was chosen was deafness. And everybody played it to... um, Played it on on the right level. No one made... Oh, good. Yeah. So our nominees were uh, David from Scriptical, who did something by Keegan-Michael Key. Didn't get your reference. Apologies. Uh, Chris Peterson, who did Stone Cold Steve Austin, going, what? Uh, Russell the Posty, who did something from Anton Chigurh. Where he told the uh, he tells someone behind the counter you're a little bit deaf, aren't you? Uh, Andy Dixon did something by Willy Wonka. Uh, Happy birthday again, Mr. Dixon. And Dwayne Smith also did Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, cancel self help. Yeah, at which point Dwayne's like, no, 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 no. I will, I will forfeit it. And uh, and no, that's the whole point. And the point isn't that you, you're punished necessarily. You're not punishing Chris for coming up with the same gif as you. What it means is that you obviously just weren't that creative in your choices, the other one of you, because you both chose the same thing. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like when you play Scattergories. Have you ever played Scattergories? No. Oh, really? Great game. So you'll have a like a 16-sided dice with like all sorts of with each of a different letter of the alphabet on it. Yep. And then you'll have a list of things. So it might be a boy's name, things that are cold, cities of the world, things found in your kitchen. Um cartoons yeah and you roll the letter s and then we start a timer and you have to go through and fill out your little bracket so you know uh, cities of the world uh you might go soul yeah things that are cold uh, you might go sorbet yeah right and so you go around and when it's over you all read out what your answers are and if your answer goes through and no one else has done it you get a point ah but if you went sorbet if you went soul yeah and i went soul they both get disqualified yeah the fact that you said soul first so I said it first. Well, no, no, no. The penalty is not that I said it second. The penalty is that yeah, 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 we hear yeah. about the same thing. Yep, yep, yep. So I want to play this game. Oh, I've got, it. I've got it. That sounds good. Similar. Yeah, I love it. Cool. Good fun. Um, but as I said in gift form, I am disinclined to acquiesce to your request. <laughs> <laughs> Means no. So <laughs> yeah. on that note, uh, the winner without question. We talked about this. The smoke and the fire caused a problem on the set of what movie? Oh, no Country for Old no Men. No Country for Old Men, yeah. Anton Chigurh saying, you're a bit deaf, aren't you? Russell Posty with the win this week. Well done. Well Russell. done. Woo-hoo. Well done. Uh, Nate the Great, our last thing before we jump into the review, well, so we get off this first part anyway, says, coming up on a year since I started listening, I remember my first episode. Ooh. The episode I chose was blank. I'll leave that for a minute. Okay. And kept getting weird looks as I was yelling out loud because Liam said it was too dark and he couldn't see himself in the lead character. <gasps> what a great year it's been. Love you all. <laughs> what film was that then, Liam? Oh, my God. It's too dark. Oh. You can't see yourself in the room. Oh, oh, couldn't see yourself in the lead character. Oh, that rings a bell. Because we've only started comment on this in the last year, maybe. Can you give him a clue? It's not Top Gun, is it? <laughs> it's not Top Gun. No. <laughs> That's the drinking game film. Yeah, <laughs> you brought it up this time. That does, that does ring a bell. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, saying it. Um, maybe we'll get you to walk down some stairs, and I'll go. Bow, 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 oh, bow, Joker! Joker! Yeah. Oh, oh man! Do you know what episode Joker was for us? No. Episode five. Got, um, five from episode five onward. At the very least, you've been saying you can't see yourself. I'm looking forward to character. Joker too. Though. <laughs> so the more things change. <laughs> Joker 2 and Lady Gaga should be very entertaining. She wrapped shooting on it today. I wow. think I will that enjoy should be very entertaining. I think I will enjoy this. I enjoyed the first one. I didn't, but I oh, liked the did last... You not? you know when he shot Robert De Niro's character? Okay, yeah, that was that was very surprising because you were like, oh my gosh. Okay, he's After done that. that, when he became yeah, the Joker, yeah. I start to enjoy that bit. But the leading up to it... The only thing dark. I find weird is that they haven't, like the Marvels, I'm sure you've gone into this before, but the Marvels have connected everything together, but the DC stuff hasn't. So it's kind of, everything's in its own reality, which is the only thing I've struggled with. But I did enjoy that film. I'm looking DC, forward to Lady Gaga. I think DC has kind of connected. They've tried, some, but they've got like bored of it like TV five times. The shows yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. connected. And that Joker is a different universe to the Batman. But they did that on, on purpose, though, didn't they? That was yeah, a standalone movie. But it's it's all different things. And I'm, I, I prefer everything to connect together. They're talking about wanting to bring... The problem is the minute you go, oh, Joker was such a big hit. We should get him as part of our universe. Okay, so where are we drawing these lines then? Because you're like you backfilling it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it, it was a good film and it was very realistic. Apparently The Rock got himself into a bit of hot water trying to strong arm himself as the central part of this new DCEU. Really? What? Him and Superman, he wanted to be the two leads. And he tried to strong arm it, but when Black Adam did so oh. poorly, yeah, both, okay. both critically and at the box those. office... And they've dropped um, Black Adam now, haven't they? Yeah, it's done. Yep. They need to and he tried to take on. DC, I think. I he, think they are, though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, he tried they to take on James Gunn, and James Gunn's like, nope, not having it. Did James Gunn shoot him down? <laughs> Had a bullet in the chamber. <laughs> Superman, they, was a, Superman might be faster than that speed, but Black Adam was not. They again and just have their own universe where everything is connected a bit. Like, although Marvel's gone a bit downhill, I think, as well. But anyway, we're not onto that. No, we're on the best. Anyway, carry what's, on to what we're on to. What's the biggest... Film. Can we talk about this for two minutes? What's the biggest film you've never seen? Never seen? So I said critically for me, it's Schindler's List. Yeah. Oh, I've seen Schindler's Have you not seen that? No. Oh, the no. red coat. Yeah, I'm familiar with the, with, with the, the one scene. How have you not done that yet? Yeah, I know. I know. And, and well, it's the idea of signing yourself up for three hours of the most depressing content you're ever going to see. I know, but it's it's part of our history, and it's it's that it's the colour of the red coat when yeah, she's yeah, walking across. So, you're, you're spoiling it. It's I'm a, not spoiling <laughs> it. That's, that's, anyone that's wait, wait, so that it's film. got to do with history, you say? The next thing you'll be telling There's me, they'll be taking rocks to certain that, places. That's all I can say. Oh, have you heard about... Speaking of that, though... What? So WrestleMania was the, oh. the big the big wrestling thing. Well, Hang on, what, this fills okay, in. What went on with the little figures? That Ready for this? Wrestling? I'm okay. going to make this link to what you were just talking about. Okay, go on then. Here we go. Here we go. There was a matchup between Rey Mysterio. I like Rey Mysterio. Little guy with a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And his son, Dominic ah. Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. Who spent really? as part of, of the storyline, they put him in jail for like four hours. Right. As it prison changes you. Four During, hours? Yes. That's the whole. Does it change you in four hours? Right. That's that's the thing, though. That's why he's a villain because he's uh, acting like it changes him, or like in, it doesn't change he's you. He's been in prison for four. hours. But now he's like, he's like walking around like he's like Wellard, yeah, because he's been in, he's been <laughs> okay, in prison for four I'll, hours. Uh, I'll take that. That's fine. In in, in the pre hype video before they went on, to, on on the kickoff show, they showed these like graphics of jail, and one of the shots they shot from out, outside finger quotes of the jail. Yeah, it's a shot of Auschwitz. No. Like, I'm sitting there, and someone posted on the screen going, this is what they showed, and I'm like, 
I've been to Auschwitz. That looks like Auschwitz. And oh, sure enough, Auschwitz noticed and went, yeah, this looks like Auschwitz. <gasps> so they, they called out WWE who went, oh, it was, it is, this is an editing error. There's no editing error. You no. went and found this. Yeah. So I was sitting there going, yeah, you don't have to up here, man. Like you have to up here significantly. Not the guy in the state. He doesn't know anything to do with the video. No, no, no. But whoever it is who's working for that, I mean, they'd be held accountable because that's there's enough there's that's enough stock tough. footage of prisons out there. You don't have to put Auschwitz on the screen. Exactly. Jeez. <laughs> I want to. Go so I told you it. I could link it. Bet you didn't see that yeah. coming. Well Are done. you planning to do Schindler's List at any point? Oh, of course. We will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But- not it's right just now. about, it's hard to always go, what do you want to do next week? Because someone actually st- jump on that grenade and be like, I know, let's do Schindler's List. Also, know, Clockwork Orange as well. But yeah, that's, that's another be, good one. Oh. The problem with Schindler's List is because it's real. Yeah. And can you hit have a, you been? Can you hit nope. an no, anniversary of yeah. wartime or something to We'll get figure something one. out appropriate. Maybe it'll be Remembrance you know I mean? Day one year or something yeah. like that. We'll do that. I have yeah, thought yeah, through yeah. a few different yeah. things. Yeah. Because we can't. Because I remember at one point, it was, we got a soundbite somewhere of Ellie going, that's really poor that the four of us had not seen Schindler's List and we have a film podcast. Yeah, I know. So there's that. Um, and then the biggest film financially, I guess for me, would be Avatar 2 because I haven't seen Avatar 2. I've not seen that either. Do you know that's the third highest grossing film of all time already? Yeah, because I Top Gun Maverick is now the biggest. Top Gun drink. No, no, Top Gun is not the biggest. One point four billion or something. It can be one point four billion. Avatar two is at two point three already. Oh, is it? The only two films beating that are Avengers Endgame and Avatar One. Oh, okay. I've seen Avatar One. It was okay. I I didn't enjoy it enough to go and see Avatar Two. If you want to hear our thoughts on Avatar One, we did an episode on that right when Avatar Two came out. Yeah, I hate well, Avatar. and then you liked it so much you, you went and saw Number Two. Do you well, need to see it at the cinema with the three D effects though? I Does that make a difference? Honestly, right, for someone who wears glasses, three D is a pain in my backside. You know, like because um, you got to put a second pair of glasses over your glasses. Yeah, you know, like that. You know, like Wes Anderson movies are very picturesque and very symmetrical and very yep. colourful and very. I don't like them, but aesthetically and looking at it, brilliant. Right, yep. Avatar looks good. But I just didn't like it. Just I've, really I didn't show it about the first one, so I'm not yeah. too fast about the oh, second sorry. one. Second I saw the first bad. one and went, I think it was like a seven it or something like that. I went well to get to that point in the box office. Well rates. hyped, well overhyped. Yeah, well overhyped. Anyway, but well, they're going to come back. I mean, that's that's something though. You know what I mean? And the fact that he's going to do it again is there going to be a three? Because I didn't, I didn't think yeah. there was going to be a market for number two. Mm. Man, was I wrong? Yeah, what? I know. Yeah, I wasn't. So if people have signed up for two, they'll come back for three and four. Surely, I won't. Okay. I think it'll, it'll drop down each time. I but thought, yeah. because it had been so long since the first one, I thought maybe the second will have something more. But no. second one, actually, I think is better than the first. Yep. I'll probably uh, watch it one day when it comes on some streaming service that I can just watch. It'll be called Disney Plus. It's a long-ass movie. Well, yeah. I don't have Disney Plus at the moment. So I do not. Netflix or Prime. No, it won't be on those. Oh. It's a Disney property. Oh, I might have to get Disney Plus again. Yep. There, there we, we are. Go. Fine. Um... So there is that. I want to leave this review, Apple or Spotify. I hear five stars is a nice number. Five is the magic number. Why are we doing this? It is the 30th anniversary of Benny and June. That is nuts. Aww. And yeah. this must be the third, probably movie, or second, third movie that Johnny Depp did after leaving 21 Jump Street. I don't know. I'm assuming. Didn't look that up. I'm assuming Edward Scissorhands was the first one. I'm assuming this was after Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Because yes. 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 he still has that very young kind yeah, 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 of... Yeah. Isn't he in Gilbert Grape? Yeah. No, it was after Leo? that. I thought Leo was no, in. Yeah, they're both, yeah, they both are. Oh, was it? Leo yeah, plays actually, Gilbert Grape. And I know Leo DiCaprio. Leo before, but 
act spots off him. Yeah. He's brilliant in that movie. Leo, actually, I think, Leo I know we didn't brilliant. talk about it at the time, but I think that was one of Leo's top... Well, that was Leo's coming out party. Acting oh, part. Yeah. He's good. He was um, good. I Johnny didn't Depp rem- didn't stand a chance in that movie. I didn't remember Johnny Depp was in that as well, but yeah. I remember Leo was. Yep. And was Johnny Depp, was his first film... The um, Nightmare on Elm Street. When yes. he got like, uh, like pulled he, through the he bed. blew up on the bed. He got pulled through the bed, didn't he? Yeah. And he and he went. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the first thing I think I the saw. The very, him. very, very first little bit. Looking yeah. very young. This is another very young Johnny Depp. He looks yeah. very cute and like you want to just wrap him up in cotton wool. Like, hello, Johnny Depp. Before, I just, just kind of want to have one of the shots of him looking like confused and he then play confused. and then just play over it sound clips from the Amber Heard trial. <laughs> and it's, it's like he's yes. reacting to it. Like he just gets his eyes get bigger. And he's he like, very oh. innocent, doesn't he? he, he in this Did film. I hear right that he's actually coming back for pirates? There's a lot I've of heard this, there's a lot of scuttlebutt because scuttlebutt. because he said on camera in the courtroom, I will never ever come back as Captain Jack. At Not even for 10 million... Well, at the time, Disney... I, or 100 did, million or something. I, at the time, Disney was never let, wasn't going to let him do it. No, oh, I okay. thought there was going to be another one. Was there... They got there was going to be one. Margot three, Robbie was going to be... the fourth one, didn't they? Yeah, Margot Robbie... <laughs> I'm just trying to count how many Welcome there were. Welcome to the Meg Show. No, I was just trying to figure out Meg. So was the main three, and then there was the and Stranger Tides. Was that the fourth one? That was the last one. There's five it? ones in total. Yeah. Is there five? Yeah. Yeah. I've missed one in my head. There's one with um, Ian McShane's the villain, and there's one where Javier Bardem yeah, is the villain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's Stranger Tides and. Oh, per, Salazar. Salazar. Salazar's yeah. Revenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that's the one I haven't seen. That's okay. the fifth you, one. That's you the go one. ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. There's too many. So, we're doing Ready in June. So, what, <laughs> <laughs> let me just hit this button and cue up the pitch from Felix here. And here we go. A mentally ill, if young woman finds her love in an eccentric man who models himself after Buster Keaton. Cool. Yep. Nice little soundbite from him. He's all right. Um... Yeah. Did you see the... Uh, I did. The YouTube video that I was sent did. out. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it didn't get sent your way. Whoops. No, I, probably I, didn't, done I that. didn't get a YouTube video. What was this? It's about Buster Keaton. It was, oh. Whoops. He was a silent film Phenomenal. star, though, wasn't he? He was a silent film star, and I thought it was just a nice entry point for people if they didn't know who when he was I or what to do. I studied media studies back when I was at sixth form. I did a bit of him, though. <laughs> what was media studies back then? Was it books? No, we. I had to watch. What did the, I have to watch? It, oh, the radio was probably no, around. No, I had to watch a lot of uh, Lauren analy- Hardy. Did you have to analyze like current events, like Lauren like Hardy. the World War transcripts? And I did a bit Charlie Chaplin. I'm sure I did. And then we had to watch Jaws a few times. I remember that. That wasn't obviously the silent part, but I remember Media Studies was watching Jaws. Indeed. Do you still do that? No, I don't do media anymore. I wish oh, I did. do you not? Okay. No, I did for a while, and then I switched to film because they changed media, and I went, this is not fun anymore. Oh. I'm not doing this. Okay. So I said to my remember I said to my deputy head and said, hey, who do I have to talk to? Because I went to a training session for this new spec. And um, I was like, oh, media sucks. This was like all the fun stuff they've gotten rid of. What do I do? And then like, second half of the day, because I was like, I'm just going to bail on the second half of the day. <laughs> you know, go to London for three hours, get my free lunch, and then take off. That'll be what I'll do. And I was so despondent. I'm like, I'm going to stick around and see what this film studies class is like. And it was like so good. And I was like, okay, I'm going to switch. So I went to my deputy head and went, whose clearance do I have to get in order to switch it? And he went, no one. You just just do it yourself. If it's not Jaws. That's all right. 
Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I switched to film studies, and that's all I had to do. Oh, and who would have thought? Anyway, I did do a bit of Charlie Chaplin and Lauren Hardy anyway. So Ironically, I, you know what I we used to teach? What? what we used to teach for media was What's a- that? Avatar. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't but not, do that. But I was not, too old. No, they changed the mix. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, was, it, it wasn't even I'm like... i the old crones it, still, it, so it, it's yes, fine. It, it wasn't even like the analysis. It was like all like like, like the business side of it behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I taught it for years and never seen it. Mm. And the more I thought of it, the less I wanted to see pre-avatar years. Oh yeah, me too. That's fine. I don't mind that. No. Anyway, um, directed by Jeremiah S. Chechik, who also directed National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <gasps> Great That's movie. So funny. And the Avengers. Turkey. What? <laughs> Not that Avengers. Oh. <laughs> the bad one. The, oh, okay. The bad Avengers. Do you remember the the, the yes, Avengers yes, television yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. How they did one of. Steed. Yes, so they yeah, did a yeah, film yeah. version of it around that was 99. Ralph Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sean Connery, the big teddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. So he's Canadian. I was all, I even tried to find him online. I couldn't get anybody to contact him. Oh. He didn't have anything in a while. I thought maybe it was a chance. Yeah. Uh, screenplay by Barry Berman. Uh, nothing of note. Cinematography by John Schwartzman, who's done Heathers, cool. The Rock. That's good. Armageddon. Oh, love it. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Fifty Shades 2 and 3. Uh, Jurassic World. <laughs> That's all right. And The Founder. Oh, that was brilliant. Can we do that one day? It doesn't, it's not eligible. You have to use a wild card for it. Oh, that was so wild good. Card. Founder's a good movie. Michael Keaton, yeah. Music by Rachel Portman, who did uh, Emma and won the Oscar for it. Yep. Who did Shakala and was nominated for an Oscar for oh, it. Johnny Depp movie. Johnny Depp film. Yeah. Who did The Cider House Rules and was nominated to win up for an Oscar for it. Wow. And also did To Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. I like that film. I thought you would. The music was very kind of silent film-esque. I love the music in this. I think the it score is well good. Oh, it's good. With his, his little acting score's great. when he was doing his little yeah. bits. And do you know what? He actually does. When you see him in his little um, Buster Keaton-esque things he does he does pop out of the screen he's good at those he kind of blend. unique he, he kind of weird little bits isn't he yeah 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 like, well that's only depth though isn't it it is i don't know if i mentioned this i, I took notes <laughs> <laughs> so we might we might get to it are we gonna go <laughs> in, depth? Uh, <laughs> oh, in, in depth in depth in depth in depth first time i saw this <laughs> was this your first time Yes, I'd never even heard of this film. Yeah, last week when we announced it, you were like, what? What is this? I was like, I've not heard of this before. Um, I say the youngest I can remember seeing Johnny Depp is in Nightmare of Elm Street and uh, Edward Scissorhands probably in. This is after both those. Yeah. So, yeah. Liam? Um, I had seen it before, but many, many years. Um, We're talking probably early, mid-90s I saw this. I'm thinking... We 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 must have had this on a cassette, or I remember this was played a lot in my house for some really? reason, and it wasn't by me. So I don't know if it was just on because we had one of those movie channels, and it would pop. You know, there was no on demand then. It was like, what's on Friday? Oh, it's that movie again. All right. Do you know the only thing I remember from this film? And I got a little bit confused. I thought I nearly had a Titanic moment. <laughs> yeah, I get the reference. I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just holding back my anger. Go ahead. <laughs> You scowl at me. Okay, I'm waiting to see where this goes. Because um, Robert Downey Jr. did a film called Chaplin. Yes. Oh. Yes, and he, he does this thing with the forks and the bread. Oh, yeah. the bread. The, yeah, well, I remember in Benny and June, he yeah. dances with the bread, bread with the forks. Isn't that based on an original And in thing? Wayne's world, yeah. they like build something out of donuts, <laughs> and he's like a talking man. 
Oh no, I'm dying. Um, Wayne's World, Wayne's World. Part time, excellent. Um, what do we got here? Benny and June was shot primarily on location in Spokane, Washington. So it's on the West Coast. Cool. While the train scenes were shot near Medellin Falls, Washington, which is about all I've got. Oh, okay. For context. Okay. Shall we begin our depth dive? Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The depth dive. Or depth dive. if you're a teacher, the deep dive is not a phrase. It's not a phrase you want to hear. You do not hear. want to hear the deep no. dive. I already have my deep dive for the year somewhere. We can hear a depth dive, but depth not, dive. Deep, not a deep dive. Um, <laughs> MGM and the, the lion going roll. Anybody know what the lion's name is? Clarence. No. Does he have a name? Um, oh, I don't know what his name is. It's the most obvious name. Uh, Hubert. Is it an <laughs> L name? Hang on, lion. Um, Leo. Lion. Yeah, it's Leo the lion. Leo the lion. <laughs> I have seen oh. that. I have seen still photos of this being done, where they got him sort of yeah the lion. around the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's quite clever. MGM. So we start with the requisite song. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be the man who wakes up next to you. I liked that because it kind of cemented to me that there were that there was going to be some sort of really true romance going on. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, uh, yeah, the film wastes no time getting to the song, and it was, this film makes this song a big hit. Oh, does it? Yeah, it wasn't a hit until then. Wow. In, yeah. Was it a hit in America or England? Well, they're Scottish. Well, they did a song called yeah. Letters to America, didn't they? They did also a song called Let's Get Married. <laughs> if you haven't heard of that, there's a reason. <laughs> uh, the film is credited with introducing the song I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles by the Proclaimers to American audiences. Originally released in 1988, the song's success was li- initially limited mostly to the UK and Australia, where it reached number 11 and number one on the respective country single charts. Number 11 in the UK, number one in Australia. Country? Ooh, yep. I would never put them as country. No, no, on the country's oh. charts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would walk 500 miles. The Scottish and the twigs, actually, pretty. It's hard to distinguish. It is. Uh, when he heard it being played on his personal. Also, oh, the song was brought to the attention of Jeremiah S. Chechek when he heard it being played on his personal stereo and selected to be in the movie. Due to its exposure during the movie, the song reached number three on the Billboard Hot 100 charts during the summer of 1993. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, and so, oh, so, um, I've got, what does this mean? Uh, I had a buddy named Sterling, and so we'll still do, but we live in different countries. It's been many years since we've, uh, it's countries as in nations, not as in <laughs> genres of music. And we used to run this little independent sort of coffee shop where people would kind of, it was a coffee shop by name, really. It was just more like a... Um, uh, Did you have easels? An open mic night kind of thing oh, that okay. we would do for the community. And so uh, he was leaving at one point. He was my, my, my partner in crime. He's a few years older than me. Uh, didn't really have any father figures. He's kind of, kind of like an older brother to me as we were getting started. And we always said we should do this song. We never did. And so on the last one, I went ahead and I sang it. And I didn't tell him. And nor did I even get his attention. I just sang. I'm like, I'm going to sing it. Yeah. And so we got to the part. I th- he put two together very quickly. He knew what I was doing. And so I got to the part where I went, da-da-da-da. And he shouted from his side. He did the refrain, da-da-da-da. <laughs> and it was a nice, it was a nice moment. This so I've got, I've got positive me. memories of oh. this song. <laughs> I feel like Megs wants to say something. Is she interrupting? We, to talk we, we were in a pantomime where this song featured. Were we? Yes. I'm sure you were the Wicked Witch and you came on in Boots at one point. Oh. I'm sure oh. this song came on at one point. 
Was that was that that one? Was it? It was Wizard of Oz. Was I in? Sorry, I wasn't Wizard of Oz. Yes, you were. No, no, I'm trying to figure out if I was on stage in for this song. No, but no? he was in that okay. pantomime. Yeah, I was. I was anyway, in that, I yeah. liked the bit where they were. Pa- well, she was painting, and she just had her hands all like, oh, I really want to do this. I want to get some paint Proper on the canvas, canvas and canvas. just go smother, 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 smother. Yeah, me too. It looks fun. Like that. I I've just got, want to get dirty. Yeah, paint. yeah, I've gotten my notes. Someone is finger painting. Don't it? Over it's a the really sensory strong things for her though, isn't it? Yep. She likes the sensory. I just she want does. to do that. I want to get my hands dirty. Someone is painting, finger painting <laughs> over a really strong list of acting credits, and someone else is reading the look of Buster Keaton. We go to Benny's car clinic and we meet Benny, played by Aiden Quinn, a first timer on the BFE. Aiden Quinn. I like Aiden Quinn. Oh, I like Aiden Quinn too. Yeah, he has I've very s- blue eyes. Yeah, um, I did appreciate his blue eyes. Legends of the Fall. Yeah. Commandments. You ever see Commandments? No. I yeah. like Commandments. Commandments is him and it's Courtney Cox. Okay. And for some reason, he gets mad at God. I don't know if his wife dies or what the deal is. He gets mad at God. And he decides to get back at God by uh, breaking every commandment oh, okay. there is. Yeah, it yeah. sort of makes it me versus God. And he, it's almost like a, it's a checklist of 10 things I have to oh, do. That cool. sounds interesting. It I is. I, I really like it, but I said, I bet you it's going to be like nothing on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's like 24%. Oh, I'll have a look. Oh, okay. I'm going to look that up, actually. Hang on. I, I, like- I looked up his box office. I'm like, how much money does this thing make? Half a million dollars. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> well, I, it, was, it, was, it was a rental for me. I remember that much. But I really liked it. Aiden, say Aiden. Quinn. Quinn. He is one of them actors that was a, never really star star. No. He's always a, a supporting... Yep. He was not the first call for this role. Ooh. I'm going to name you the, the person who it would have been. And you know what? I think they could have done a really good job on this, actually. Um, probably the most successful film career of anybody on the hit NBC sitcom, Cheers. Ted Danson. Nope. I said the most successful film career. Oh, film career. Yep. Oh, um, that'd be Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Oh, he'd have been good. He'd have been good in this, wouldn't he? He'd have been really good. He's got some acting chops. He does. He does. And this would have been a really early opportunity it. for him because he'd just done like White Men Can't Jump. Oh, but then he gave film. he gave this film up so he could do, I'll give you $1 million for one night with your wife. Oh. The more commercially this, successful film. That's a good film. Aiden though. Quinn Commandments. Yep. Can you guess what rating you got on the run tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to guess like 26%. 24. There we go. 24%. I can say that, Megs, because Liam and I just talked about it about yeah. two minutes ago on the mic. <laughs> You can tell me how much it made for a box office again in a yeah, second. It did. Five hundred and thirty-two thousand. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear, Courtney Cox as well. Yeah. Cor- yeah. Yes. Yeah, Courtney Cox is in as well. Twenty-four percent. Maybe I won't watch that one. I won't watch it. It's fine. I like it. So. Oh, okay. I watched hey, it years ago. But yeah, there, there's lots of films out there I love, and you know, I like Be Cool. Is another one. Yeah. Which is the Get Shorty sequel. I think yeah. it's great, but it's like thirty-eight yeah. percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, such I as- love Staying Alive. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> um, and then we meet Randy Birch. Uh, small role, small role, but I, talking about Fargo. Why the hell? William H. Macy, just thought I'd clear Yeah, I, I was going to say, why the hell was William H. Macy in this movie? This must be before he, this is before Fargo. So this is before, Fargo's his breakout. Okay, because yeah. I looked at this film with him in it and I went, what? You're way too big for the role you've got. Why? Now, this would be a cameo if he'd actually been William H. Macy as we know him oh, okay. at that point. Okay. Because okay. it's way too big a role for that. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> uh, just said someone's offered me a refill, so I'm taking, I'm taking them up on it. 
This will make up for all the, t- well, not all the talking over, some of the talking over. <laughs> hey, I was miming throughout the first episode, so I'm making up for it you now. You definitely are making you up are. for it now. It's fine. <laughs> Had a bit of Dutch courage. Uh, who we got here? Um, that was <laughs> nice sound. Nice sound. Um, his, so it's this, this is William H. Macy's third appearance in the pod. I bet you can name one. I bet you can't name the other. Oh. Mainly because you weren't here for the other one. Oh, Okay. So that was either the wrestler. Nope. Um, yeah, yeah, he was the other wrestler. <laughs> William H. Macy. The Departed. Nope. Uh, I went here for that. Um, you've been. You, I think your list is a bit longer than you realize. The films you haven't been here for. Yeah, probably about twenty. Yeah, yeah probably about that. Yeah. Um, get off my plane. Oh, That's a good sound effect. That is. Yeah. Get off my plane. Um. Oh, 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 Air America. No, Air America. Um, American president. Um, all the, all the president, president men. Um, nope. Air, air, air president. Yeah, he's like air president. <laughs> air Force One. Air Force One. <laughs> I got it. Thank you very much. I got the, you love watching me struggle. I do you? like watching you struggle. Uh, you're like, you're nearly I'm there. like Ethan who comments on it and then it gets burned the next moment. Uh, I thought I'd just wait. So he's using his mechanic as a shrink. A bit dangerous for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Number one, he's moving an engine. Like, those things are like thousands of pounds in, yeah. like, weight. And, like, he could drop it. But secondly, she's like, you know, and then the, my, my partner, she asked me, do I need her? Like, what does that even mean? And I'm like, yeah, you're not getting an answer from your mechanic, dude. He's like a bartender. No. Uh, then we meet Eric, played by his other mechanic buddy. Who was that? Um. Oh, really? Come on. I don't, I don't know. Oliver Platt. Yes, Oliver Platt. Yes, he was fantastic. Another BFE debut. Oliver Oliver Platt. Yes, hundred and sixty nine he... episodes. No Oliver Platt. No Aiden Quinn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do like Oliver Platt. Yeah, yeah. Because he was in um, the Three Musketeers. Yes, he's in the older one that you're thinking of. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineties one. There's a phone call. It's an emergency. They're running low on Peter. Peter. Peter butter. Peanut, peanut butter. butter super chunk. Yeah, the chunks of peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter. It's which, three, which when you find it. It looked pretty smooth, actually. Um, but Benny gives a pretty girl a good deal on her car. Eric thinks a little too good. And I'm like, I think, Oliver Platt, you're a little too good. <laughs> you're really good in this film. Yeah. Uh, Benny gets home and finds out there's an argument and a smash bit of crockery right at the perfect time. And there's a Mrs. Smale. I'm like, is she Irish or is she Scottish? And then she says, well, she quits. I'm like, oh, wait, she's saying back in Ireland, what they say is. And I'm like, yeah, oh, she's Irish. Irish, yeah. When the boat runs ashore, the sea has spoken. <laughs> Flawless Irish accent. She was the... Hello, I'm Bono and the Edge. <laughs> she was Still the, Scottish. the housekeeper, though, wasn't she? They kept using the word housekeeper what? for what really was like a living ha-carer. nurse. Yeah. This is what I didn't understand, because he keeps saying we need a new housekeeper, but really what he means is a carer to keep Early 90s, maybe the nomenclature was different, yeah. But really, yeah, and then... But I've got, though, on my list, like, if you think you're coming to, like, clean some, like, some dishes... And instead, you're like taking care of her. It's it's a bit different, but then he, different. he takes in a stranger in the end. So you know, it's it's what is a house. He's on his last wit, isn't to he? To a carer to a stranger. He's inviting them all in. Well, he has to cancel his <laughs> poker game, as it turns out, until he doesn't. But a note on the house: the house they'd filmed in was rented for the filming. The owners of the house were paid to stay in a hotel in exchange for the use of their fully furnished house. I mean, I would do that for a film. 
I'll how, rent how cool would that be, right? I mean, so I would, living yeah, in a hotel? Yeah. Or just your house? I guess your house being in the film is pretty cool. Well, that is pretty cool. Because, I'd be happy with that. Because not only that, all your furniture's in there. Yeah, exactly. You could be like, and, that's my house. Yeah, and you're like, you're like, you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, if that's a big hit, you're like, look at this. I've got, I've got a souvenir here from this film. My sofa. You know, that becomes money then, doesn't it? <laughs> You're like, ooh, I'll sell that sofa. You I could, get a brand new one. auction it on eBay. This was on well, well, this, this was about 15 years before eBay, but yeah. Well, in nowadays, yeah. nowadays, they might do that. That'd be a flea market back then. They might come to uh, <laughs> Norfolk Dem- to rent out films. <laughs> you never know. Then we meet June. <laughs> June, played by Mary Stewart Masterson. I think she's great. Uh, it's another BFE debut for her. She was another one who was in a lot of coming of age movies um, between, I don't know, late 80s, mid 90s, and then she just disappeared. I haven't, I don't think I've seen her in anything else, but she very much portrayed to me, like, it doesn't specify what her her sort of diagnosis is but yeah. she came across as quite i don't know autistic with the sensory and the noise and the textures or maybe schizophrenic but it didn't really signify it but i could still identify it from my teaching experience and you know things like that yeah what, what i found in my research was they said schizophrenia but then mm. she's elements that are not exactly yeah. schizophrenic no. but she did there was a quote she said but they didn't know much back then did they no no, right. they learn more about. But I think it's really important that we know what her illness might be because there's. I got some big questions I want to ask about Sam. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. I got some real big questions I want to ask about. Yeah, Sam. She yeah, yeah. says, "Don't underestimate the mentally ill," and actually, she comes across as very intelligent. So she does. Yeah. Yeah. In some regards, so it's a very. I thought it was a very interesting portrayal because she's not stupid, but obviously she's got her challenges, <sighs> hasn't she? It was like which scene is it? Mm. There's certain scenes they made her seem really... I mean, like the ones where she freaks out. Yeah. But some but scenes... The bus is the obvious <clears throat> one. The bus is the yeah, obvious that's one. That's the obvious one. But there were other scenes where I'm like, okay, there's a bit of a moving target here. Like, what's going on? Mm. So there's a phone call. It's an emergency. Oh, we said that already. Um, so we go to... This was not the original actress once again. She was third choice. Ooh. First choice was Laura Dern. Oh, I like Laura Dern. She of Jurassic Park, the lead female yeah. on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um bit older feels a bit old yeah mm. the next one wouldn't feel nearly as old was supposed to be and i would have loved this winona Ryder. yes oh she's already acted against um johnny depp hasn't here's she? the problem so, she was mm. dating him and they broke up uh, oh makes sense. okay that well, so that this thing where they gotta sense. fall in love that would have been hard Were they in, was she in edward scissorhands with yep. him yeah. yeah so that okay that could be awkward so mary stewart masterson was cast just days before production oh, she was very good she though. did a lot of the paintings herself i think the only one she probably didn't do would oh, have the been sketches the charcoal sketches yeah 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 because yeah. they were too good they were too good <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah well i would have loved to um, have painting june didn't like that uh her her housekeeper moved things benny said i heard you wandered off alone and we find there's a long list of housekeepers who keep quitting I don't know. Probably because taking care of June isn't the responsibility of a housekeeper. No, no if you're as as we've already said, if you're like hired to be a housekeeper, you're not hired to be a carer. Nope. So, like, you wouldn't be expecting that. So, it's it, that's a very interesting um, perspective of it all. Off we go to poker, and the score tells me this is sweet and intriguing. <laughs> June is wearing a motorcycle helmet and has her feet on the dash. This isn't conducive with the schizophrenia. No. 
This is something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because noise. I've, that said to me sensory. I've got personal that said, experience that with... That said autism to me. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got personal experience with schizophrenics. Yeah. And schizophrenia usually is, at least in the versions I've seen in my own life, is when things are going all right, they present as completely like everybody else. Yeah. Um. So this felt really, really weird. Yeah. Uh, the helmet and the thing, and so I was thinking, oh, like you know, yeah, more, yeah. more extreme that, autism. I, I thought that. Yeah. A few times but did they know what autism really was back? No. Then? So there we are. Then, it's yeah. it's it's a lot more diagnosed nowadays. I yes. think so. Yeah. Whereas I kind of thought Sam comes off as autistic in this. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. And yeah. if he was, then I've obviously I have less of an issue. But we're not given a definitive anything on him. I don't think he was... He comes across as very illiterate, doesn't he? But apart from that, you're not really yeah. given a definitive, but he's interesting. Um, so as they drive by, we see she sees Johnny Depp hiding up a tree. This is Sam, tree. played by Johnny Depp. Third Who's appearance him? on the Who's BFE. Him? Can you tell me the other two, Liam? The other two. Uh, Pirates Captain. Well, that's the easy one. <laughs> the other one's the hard one. Um, Johnny Depp. Have you done... Secret Window. No, good movie though. That oh. is a good one. Yeah. Good window. <laughs> good, good movie. Yeah. Have not done chocolate. Um, I'm trying to think of. Is it an obscure one? You haven't done like any of the obvious Tim Burton ones. Like, no, like, no, we, ha- we haven't. Or... We've done Beetlejuice, but he wasn't in that one. Be- oh, um, you haven't done Sleepy Hollow or no, any of those. No, no, no. I'll give you his character name, Liam. Go on, Cassetti. Oh, Cassetti. Does he? Um, from hell? No. no, I can't remember what he's called. Oh anymore. no, we ain't done Donnie Brasco. Cassetti. What if we had some cinematography of some glorious buns? And I mean Brad Bean Bakley, and I don't mean anything else there. Buns. What about the world's greatest detective? Uh, On a train. Oh, oh, oh the um, um, yeah, murder on the murder Express. Express. He is the titular murder. He is. Yeah, because he plays opposite um, Michelle Pfeiffer, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Um, How did I not remember that? I don't know. Well, we thought we had He's done lots of films. films. I used to yeah. love Tim Burton films, though, so I used to love Johnny Depp. I've got this. His cost. I remember this for the besties. His costume design is perfect. It is. It, it is those, perfect. He's got that kind of quirk about him. He looks like a like a like a nineteen nineties Buster Keaton. It's, yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Uh, turns out Benny drives an El Camino. I love that El Camino. You ever been to El Camino? No. I live in Phoenix. Many El Caminos around. Oh, I like the whole. Don't you, I think I got to lift in the back one? I think in Australia, don't they call them Utes? Don't know. A Ute. Yeah, with the back bit. I love it. That's oh. what, so we call our under eighteens in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite liked the character of Benny. I thought he was he was a good guy. I thought it was believable. It. Totally yeah, believable. believable. I I quite. I wonder why it was called Benny and June though, rather well, than Sam Julia. and June. Because oh, I think the Wasn't relationship's she? about about the two of them. She's Juniper. Oh, she's Juniper. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember what it was. I think the relationship is between both of them. Oh, okay. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that comes to fruition later. Yeah. yeah. The Chevy El Camino that Benny drives in the film was bought from a, from a local man in Spokane, Washington. For the film, they redid the entire inside and outside because it was a wreck when they bought it. After filming ended, they sold it back to the original owner. Oh, that's cool. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I love that car. I'm surprised he, Aiden Quinn wouldn't want it. Yeah, I would. <laughs> we go to the poker game and we meet Thomas. Thomas played by Dan Hedia. <gasps> Do you not realize that at the time? No. No, yeah. He's so the guy who does Barry, the new TV show thing um, with, um, uh, is it Dan Hedder? 
Is he the guy? Is he the cousin one? Who? Nope, not him. No. Okay. Dan Hetty is the guy who works at the hospital. Oh. Oh, I'm just trying to think of the age. He was Cher's dad in Clueless. Oh yes, 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 yes. Different guy. I'm thinking a different. He guy. was also uh, Tom Hanks's boss in Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah, yeah, Max, yeah. Do you yeah, recognize yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boss and Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah. I know they can get the job, but can they do the job? Oh, can I do the job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had one more. Is this? This is. I think this is fourth appearance on the pod. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, let me meet Mike, played by Joe Grafasi, who's about to take my roommate. I've been him for a week. My life's gone from heaven to hell. Yeah, cousin. He's 26 and he can't read. Spends all day polishing my plastic cutlery. Spends all day watching old movies. I mean, I wouldn't mind that if someone was just polishing my cutlery and watching old movies during (laughs) the day. I'd be quite fine to leave them, you know. Sounds like a euphemism. (laughs) No, not in that way. (laughs) Get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, but there's a great so they're all betting just like random stuff i like that though and so it's like i've never played poker like that but it assumes that all these things are of the same value yeah well they're not though they're not no No. then also you gotta remember what you've lost in the poker game yeah yeah Yeah. so there's a great snorkel mask bet and the reveal is well, she wears that, that doesn't Benny she? wins it because she's wearing the snorkel. <laughs> she, out there. she must have one of her moments because she's out in the street, isn't she? Then well, before that, she has breakfast. Traffic. Well, she yes. Does. She puts milk, peanut butter, and Captain Crunch and blends it up. If I could have found Captain Crunch, I would have totally made Captain Crunch peanut butter smoothies. That must <sighs> be a sensory thing, though. She must just enjoy it when it's feeling the bits together. of it. Yeah, and, she doesn't yeah. like the chunks, I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't have a blender. Yeah, that'll be either. harsh. I, I, have a, I have a food processor which could work as a blender. Oh, do you? Yeah. Have you got any cereal? Milk? I have you, cereal and I have milk. I don't you, have. Cannot be cereal. <laughs> um, we have a psychiatric evaluation on June where we meet Dr. Garvey, played by CCH Pounder. She had a, uh, a running role, I think, on ER. Oh, okay. I didn't really watch that. I was one of the nurses. either. She wants to put June in a group home. She thinks Benny, and, and this is called the exposition part of the movie, said... Living together might not be the best option. He goes, yeah, well, it's worked okay for the last 12 years. He goes, yeah, but her agitation should be kept to a minimum because that's when we I see her that symptoms. Shows, that shows Benny, you know, I feel for him there because he's is, trying to look out for his sister. Even is, though yeah, but it's later the, on, I think he's... I know it's for a negative for his own life, isn't it? Because he can't go on dates and stuff. This is so but, we, we're, we're okay and we're almost rooting for him to put her in the home. Because yeah. he's done it for twelve years. Because we're going, he's done what he what he can yeah, do. Yeah, you but, kind of want him to go out on a date with yeah. Ruthie. But and, later on, he, yeah. he he doesn't though, because I think he used her as a crutch. I think he mm. goes. Oh, for sure. Security he, blanket. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I kind of want to go on a date with you, but I'm a bit nervous. Yeah. So I'm just going to use my sister as a yeah, like yeah, a backup yeah. plan. Yeah. But yeah, bless him. We get to directing traffic, uh, but oh, Doctor Harvey says hey, if you put her there, she could be able to have a part time job. And we cut to June in traffic using a ping pong paddle to direct traffic with her snorkel on still. Again, this is not, this is, not I don't think this, I don't it. think so. What led to that though? That's what I'm that's interested not, that's in. That's not we the interpretation I had. We yeah. don't see what led to that moment where she's in the middle of traffic. I think they're trying, because uh, I'm assuming she, she got this after the whole parent situation. Is that correct? 
because they kind of showed you. But the you, only other time no, we I don't see we, her. I don't think we can infer that at all. No? The only no. other time we see her having a, a real big moment oh, okay. is on the bus, isn't it? When, you know, she's going to the middle of nowhere. There's lots of sensory issues. It's unknown. It's out of sync with her planning, which, again, goes to the autism route. Like, being out of schedule is quite a, yeah. a, a thing. But why she's taken herself into the middle of traffic where there's with a noise, ping pong bat and a snorkel? No, chaos. I can't really understand. No, the film never says why that's happened. The film never says schizophrenia. That seems no. to be the most consistent diagnosis outsiders no. have done. Oh, okay. If it is schizophrenia, that stuff's genetic. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know that. I did not. I just, I just no. couldn't see the link Oof. in to why I'll, I'll she you, I'll was. I'll tell you what the mic's off some stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, why she was in, why she was there, what led up to that, I would have liked to have seen from the film perspective. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I couldn't quite make the connection of how she got there. It, I think it's supposed to show you know. take your eyes off her for a moment, for a moment and, and this is what happens. Because he says she sets fire to things and... Now, her medical yeah. pass says... Um, oh, she... Uh, Oh, it's directed traffic. I've been accused of doing this in the pod, but June is doing this with a snorkel mask. <laughs> you should have had a snorkel mask on. Um, her medical pass says she should be under direct supervision at all times, to which point I say he should be done for negligence over this because he's at the... He's at the work. He's at work now. Yeah. I thought he was at his appointment, but they've skipped days on us without telling us. Yeah. problem is he can't... It, it, it must be hard for people that have to care like yeah. family because if you do need to go to work to earn an income obviously yep. like how do you balance that with caring for somebody there's no way you could have done sole so carer, the film's so. supposed to place him and look he's in an impossible situation yeah. uh, well we know we do sympathize with him that's yep. why he has a housekeeper who is a carer also which doesn't make sense and but, i'm assuming you know, i need listeners his... to know megan was using finger quotes I and i say it like this because you can't was, audibly hear a finger uh, yeah quote. i was I, I got too used to miming i was told to stop that so i'm now not doing it there you but go. i was miming you remind me the finger quotes i'm assuming the garage was great hand acting i'm assuming the garage was his oh he owns the garage yes yeah, he, yeah, yeah. So it's named benny something or other yeah oh okay yeah which I mean, there's everything though all these people who work with you yeah depend on you as well so he's like the guy holding everything together yeah in this community but he does he does care about her because i say he does sacrifice a lot so yeah if you look on june's medical br- uh, bracelet i said her id there the address of the, of the uh, br- on the bracelet is the actual address of the house that we see in the movie <laughs> so that's cool. if you ever want to visit it it's the one go look at the movie and look at the address it's there the house is still there as of 2016 he gets another message from June. Um, no tapioca pudding, and the police will corroborate that story. So he gives away the box seats he won the previous day. To the Seattle Mariners, I would guess. Not cheap tickets. No. What is tapioca? Tapioca? Is it an ice creamy oh, thing? It's like, a, it's, like, it's like a rice pudding kind oh. of thing. Oh. Yeah, it's close to a rice pudding. But she picks up the raisins, doesn't she? Yeah. But I wasn't sure. I've never had tapioca. I so haven't. I assumed I it was an ice cream. Tapioca like, is, is a bit... No, no, no. It's more like a, oh, yeah, more like a rice pudding. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of an oldie, old-timey kind of thing, though. You don't really get a lot of tapioca anymore. A bit like okay, spot dick enough. over here. I suppose so. You I've get, never had spotted. I think you can get a tapioca flavored like Jello pudding cup or something like that. If oh, you want okay. to, yeah. Or bread and butter pudding. Can you remember? Oh, that? that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> but they used to make that a lot when I was a kid. Did they? Yeah, yeah. And semolina. Do you remember? Semolina? I remember semolina at school. <laughs> school dinners. Yeah. I remember that. I'm oh not my god, hideous person. Stuff. I don't have room for dessert most of the time. Oh, I don't have room for um, dessert either. No. There's a long shot of Benny watching or listening to the game with a reverse zoom in his house to show A, his conflict, and B, that he's overmatched, I decided. Oh. Which I think actually stands up to reason. Yep. Um, 
Now that's a positive review. The customer from earlier is back and she wants to make it up to Benny's with some dinner. He turns it down and they have a shot of her like putting her hands in her pockets and that camera zooms in so close I could tell you they were Levi's jeans. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my I favorite really, There is a red tag on the back of uh, I really want some that Levi's pocket. jeans Do you? at some point in my life. Have you never had a pair of Levi's jeans? No, what? so expensive. I've had Levi's but then again we have like Back home, we had like the Levi's. No one, because disc- like like discount store. We're about uh, 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 Oh, what do you I call it when it's like the I store is the brand? A hundred pounds on one pair of jeans. So when I find a good deal, outlet I'm going to get some Levi's. Outlet, that's it. Outlet, an outlet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to learn from this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I need to go to an outlet. Levi's. And then, and then there's, and then there's Levi's, Levi's that you can buy, but then the ones with the red tab. That's another level on top of it. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, there's the these. common ones, which is the 501s, which mm-hmm. everybody loved because of an advert from years back. Okay. A boot cut 501? That's my, short, that's, that's so my jam. Need, it's the I one. I need short sizes. You need short sizes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's a children's section. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now I'm a crone who's short. This is not Jeez. going well. L- only there was a, a thing about a little old lady. I've never heard that before. <laughs> uh, where are we at here? Uh, oh, so Eric Oliver Platt's going stupid, stupid because he turned down with with the hot he girl. Did yeah, who was like the '90s hot girl? She oh, was. Yeah, she, she was gorgeous. She was. Uh, then we go to a, a scene playing ping pong. Anyone here good at ping pong? Uh, I'm not too bad. Actually. I try. I'm not actually. I went on holiday to Mallorca last year, and I could keep it a volley going. So you know, you it's all right. I'll give you a game one day. Ooh, there you go. Let's get to Mallorca. I'm ex- <laughs> I'm exceptionally good at ping pong. Oh, let's not Are take. You? Let's not take Ian. No. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, <laughs> Mr. Competitive. I'm not exceptional, but I'm good. I had um, my last year of high school. I had this schedule where. Um, to get all the classes I wanted to get, you had, they wouldn't let you do it now. There's no way. But there were five lessons in a day. But one of those lessons you were supposed to have a lunch on. Oh, okay. So you'd have four to five lessons, right? Most people who were senior sort of, not, see, not seniors in the way Americans call it, but in the way that you, your first two or three years you were junior, you did junior lunch, and the last two years you did senior lunch. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you were a senior, you usually got like a, a lesson off somewhere. If you hadn't failed anything, because mm-hmm. it was a credit-based system. You could get like, like th- th- three lessons a day rather than four. Yep. You get it off to play ping pong. Well, hang on, hang on. <laughs> to make my classes work the way I wanted it to, I could only make it work if the first semester I had five lessons. Oh. So I had no lunch. Yep. But that would mean the second semester I would have one lesson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? So I would show up to school. That my first lesson I had off because well, it would you could have three lessons and most people did three lessons in first semester, three lessons in second semester. Yeah, yeah. As long as you've total six courses, that's all that mattered. Oh, so cool. I did five in the first in year. the first semester. Yeah, yeah, and then from February onward, I had one, and so I would show <laughs> wow. up. I would have to show up to like homeroom, which is like form. Yeah, get registered, right? First lesson off, most of our friends had off, so we had like we just called it movie class. We just brought in movies, and like we brought one of those that TVs that was on like one of those trolleys, yeah, 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 yeah. and oh, some of the VCRs, those and we VHS just player. yeah, we just yeah, take turns yeah. like just bringing in movies and things like that. <laughs> Love that. And then second lesson, I'd go. I think I had like a math class of some sort, and then lesson three, lesson four, lunch, and lesson five, I had ping pong. I had ping pong. So ba- <laughs> we had, we had this thing where I didn't play ping pong at all before that but the deal was if you won you got to stay on the table <laughs> so i played you had more time than anybody else and the junior lunch was before the senior lunch the juniors weren't as good yeah, yeah. so we get to lesson three 
and then sure enough, I'd be so I was really bad. But then after a while with these younger kids, I got better at it. Yeah, and then I would like start on the table at like twelve ten, and I, some days I'd go right through to three o'clock or something like that. Three hours. <laughs> wow. That's because what else you can do? To, what, what else you can do to pass your time, right? Do you think you still got it in you? Uh, not as, not we, as good as I once we was, need but to challenge this. We should not as good as I once was, but yeah, definitely, simple. definitely good. Oh, good. Ironically, my school's got ping pong tables. Something I can invite friends Where around. Where else from your school has ping pong tables? That's a really interesting question. As an adult, where could you want to play ping pong? Um, good point. There must be a bar or a pub nearby somewhere has that a, has a ping pong. Has a ping oh, there used to be a ping pong table at the club. They did oh. in that back area, yeah, yeah. which is no longer there. That's it's gone cool. now. Yeah, it's all one area now. No, it's yeah. not there anymore. I will let's hunt it out. Yeah, I think we need to challenge. I can Ian. do all sorts of crazy spin stuff with him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. There we go, Liam. Let's challenge him. We let's should take him on. Us two against him. Yep. Oh, if anything, I'll win quicker. There'll be so many balls that will get like just go between you. Look at you. Like, I thought you were getting it. I thought you were getting it. I thought I would be better. See, mine's dead easy. I'm just a control freak, right? So just yeah. give me the whole table to my side. I'm fine. No, we're we're gonna we're gonna challenge you to this. All right. We'll um, live stream it. Here we go. <laughs> we'll see what Saber Megan says in the morning. <laughs> yes, that's right. June says to him, don't anyone, don't underestimate the mentally ill because she claims that a point landed when it clearly didn't. Um, she thinks the ball caught the corner and it turns out to be a moment of overreaction. And I stand by him because at one point I was going, why don't you just give her the point? But then I'm going, no, she needs to learn. Yeah. But not everything's going to go her way. Exactly. That's what I, I like thought. I like quote though because I think people do overestimate the mentally ill. And underestimate. Underestimate, sorry. Um, as I say, in my experience of teaching and things, you can't always put everyone in the same box. But I, Yes, but it doesn't, does Aiden Quinn's character strike you as one who would, like, underestimate his sister? No. Mm, well, he should well, know. Well, to a degree, he kind of does. He doesn't believe she can do... He should know what she's capable of, because there's a few but occasions... But does he not believe, or does he just want to keep her there? I well, his, that's the thing. Her interpretations I you don't believe he, in me. Yeah. He must no. know that actually she's got it all up there going on most of the time. Because he must Otherwise have he wouldn't leave her. her, would he? Well, she just has her moments, I'm, I'm going to guess. Episodes. This is one of them. We're not given enough information about her condition to exactly know what's you know what's exactly going on. She's so, pretty She's pretty bad. Well, she's pretty bad. <laughs> that's basically what we get told. Well, Johnny Depp asks at one point, doesn't he? Yep. When he's in the shower... And he just that kind was of awesome. we keep we keep jumping ahead. Why do we keep jumping I don't ahead? No, he's just That's Megan. Out of here. I've But he kind of he doesn't really think about his answer, does he? He just he just gives an automatic. Oh yeah, it's pretty bad sort of thing. Um, pretty bad, man. When he pretty says bad, you don't get your way, she throws the paddle, hits a lampshade. You, you, you guys call it a bat, don't you? Do we? Um, the paddle? You call them bat? Oh yeah, bat. Yeah, yeah, bat. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Anyway, it breaks the lamp. Um, we find out that he can't find a housekeeper, and then she starts a small fire and walks away from it. Yeah. Then his fish dies, and he goes, oh, how can I take care of June? Stephen. I can't even keep a fish alive. I'm like, dude, we just heard you've been watching after her for 12 years. Yeah. I think, I don't, I don't believe this would rock you. And I don't think you've had a fish for 12 years. Yeah. He's going to put oh, her. Uh, well, I don't know if fish live for 12 years. No, they, they don't. Hamsters no. only live for two. Oh. He decides he's going to put her in the group home. Uh, Eric then paints a picture of his freedom, but Benny doesn't think it's going to work. This idea of you're going to be driving. And, oh, who's this young lady? She's got carburetor trouble. She needs your help. <laughs> mm, she's a film star. Poker Night 2.0. June says she's going to sit in. 
Um, they play one big hand. Mike says pass. I hate this guy because the record in poker is not pass. It's check. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. What, uh, ch- which game of poker are they playing? Uh, they're playing five card draw. If you want to get specific. Oh, because I'm used to Texas, Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em, yeah. When yeah. you do, you check when you've got, you've only got two cards, two though, cards. haven't you? Yeah. So this is a bit different. You'd still check, but yeah. Yeah. I've not played this version. Uh, this is the most popular version of movies for some reason. Oh, you is get, it? You can see how many cards. So basically, you get like so five you, cards. Yeah. And then you go ahead and make a round of betting. And then you can exchange mm-hmm. how many cards you want to get rid of. So say if I have oh. two kings and the rest is garbage, I can, say, rest. I can say, I'll take three. And by based Doesn't on that, that get you can, rid of the. Um, I don't know. Does that make it a bit easier when you can do that? Uh, it's it's uh, there's a lot probably a greater capacity to bluff because mm. you don't know any information except no. for they wanted three cards. Um, whereas if it's Texas Hold'em, everybody has the same cards it's, available, and it's what two cards guess. could you have yeah, exactly that you could make out of that, knowing the information I on the cards on the board news. and the I cards in my hand. Me too. You should have a poker night. I'm, it feels like it's the Ian bragging about what he's good at, which probably welcome to the pod, right? But Are you good at poker? I'm very good at poker. Oh, have a poker night. I would surprise you, I'm sure, with my poker face. All right. Let's, there you go. I have Indeed. no poker face. I do not. Well, you might surprise us still. You never okay. know. There you go. You need to do... Have you done Casino Royale? Uh, no. You need to do that film, and then we can have a poker we night have to go with it. Oh, We have done Casino Royale. Oh, we have done Casino Royale. My apologies. We haven't done Skyfall. Oh, Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. no, you should have done a a, a card night with. Well, there's rounders. Like we can do rounders. Oh, rounders is a good movie. Rounders okay. is a poker based movie. Oh, I've not seen that yeah. one. Okay, anyway, carry on. So, um, the stakes get massive. June loses a flush to a full house, which is actually a reasonable poker well, finish. Yeah, I'd, I'd be quite happy with that. They yeah, but kind of yeah. made out that like, she didn't know what she was doing. They were just random no, cards. Yeah, no, she had a good hand. She, she had a good hand, she did. That's and what usually I said. she's actually knowing what she's doing. And usually, you get, like, if we did, when we did Casino Royale, my issue is that, like, everybody had, had hands that you're like, you're like, okay, hands. A, you guys wouldn't have these hands at the same time, and B, no. if you had those hands, you would have folded pre-flop. You yeah. would not still be in this. No. No. And James Bond had, like, the old, I'm sure that's how it went. It was like a three and seven of spades, and he made it work. I'm like, flush. shut up. Was it a royal flush he had? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was whatever the best Like, one, one. guy had, like, four of a kind. Another guy had, yeah. like, a straight flush. I had yeah. a royal flush flush it's, i'm like this is stupid it's not gonna i've had like happen. two royal flushes <laughs> in the history of playing poker and in those hands like nobody else had anything else so you didn't get hardly anything out of it exactly no. oh. it's, it's very it, unlikely it doesn't matter whether you got the best hand in the world if no one else is gonna if, if no, no one else calls you no. No, yep exactly. No, exactly so um she, she knew what she was doing she thought she had a good hand i reckon but it turns out that um mike bets a roommate and so uh, Benny says, you can't bet a human being, but rules are rules. You can when it's Johnny Depp. We cut to Sam <laughs> doing his best Buster Keaton impression with the spinning hubcaps. And he tosses it up, but it doesn't come back down. He's very charming. He is. And so we fall in love with him before anybody else really gets to meet him. And it's 25 minutes in before he says his first line. Which he is which is quite on much. par with the whole thing of not talking Buster Keaton thing. Mm, and probably back to my theory yes. about why it's thing. called Benny and June and not Sam and June. Mm. Just yeah, 25 but, minutes. Yeah, I know. But um, it's just weird because I know I'd seen it years ago, but I would have, I would have been convinced Benny and June was yep. Johnny Depp and Mary Stewart. He looks like Weston. a Benny. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Uh, he goes, I need a beer. And so what do they want a beer? Like some cafe. <laughs> it's really weird. And Sam does a bit with two rolls and uses them as feet with the forks. And it's really charming again. And, again, this, and that's more of a Charlie Chaplin thing rather than the best This scene. is actually a bit from Roscoe Fatty Arbuckle. Oh, is it? Who did this in the Rough House in 1917. Oh, okay. I wonder why Jeremy Jr. does it as well then in Chaplin. Probably they just borrowed from stuff at the time. Borrowed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got any bread rolls? I don't have anything oh. bread related. One of the rolls flies <laughs> off and hits a waitress in the head, causing the tray to fly down the counter. But Sam rushes down and catches it, which is very cool and feels like a silent film kind of moment as well. Mm-hmm, very cool. He then hands the fill food out to two guys in a sequence that becomes like a silent film act in and of itself. <laughs> and he's told off by a waitress to say, let us do our job. And Sam goes into a monologue. And it turns out, the waitress was in a horror film and Sam is simply reciting it. I had in my notes. Did you recognize the waitress? Because at this point, I didn't know she'd become a main character. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Yeah. I, I love the haircut in this. I think of the prom night horror films, but it wasn't the same film. No, this is one they did specifically yeah, for this. Yeah, it was one, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of same film, wasn't it? But Both yeah. of you. This is our second film we've done with Julianne Moore. Do you know what the first was? Oh. Julianne Moore. Was I in this as well? There's a reason why I'm asking both of you. Oh, hang on. What have I done? Hang on. It's got to be some sort of thriller. Hang on. I can go through this. Okay. What was the first one I did? Um, Spice World. Spice World. She wasn't... Was she in that? <laughs> this is embarrassing for both of you. Uh, there was Joan the Volcano. Spice World. <laughs> no? Joan the Volcano. Um, everything ever. Oh, hang on. No, you wouldn't know. I'm sorry. You wouldn't know. Oh, sorry. okay. What did you think it's I was there just when I wasn't? For you. Okay, it's just embarrassing for you, Liam. Okay, is it a film that I really love? I was going to say, I couldn't think of You really loved her in it. Oh. Let's make some art. On a trapeze. Oh. While drinking white Russians. Yes. Um, uh, uh, hang right on, hang on. Bowski, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> You're so bad with names. I am. I'm terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, she, so we went like 160 episodes without doing any. We've done two in the last like five. I love Julianne that. Moore in it. I don't like the great book. Sam, the great or the Big Lebowski? It's the Big Lebowski, isn't yeah. it? Sam yeah. comes to the house. He checks things hanging from the ceiling, which was very... Um, Foster Keaton of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he checks June's painting and it ends on him eating some paint. It does. And he really does eat that paint. And it was improvised. Ah. Tasty paint. I bet it's so Blue paint. He says, thanks for the couch. Mike made me sleep under the sink. And no, nothing happens to this. No. I'm like, I told you. I got my notes. I told you I hit him, Mike. <laughs> uh, in the morning, Benny is sleeping, but June is charcoal. A couple of sketches of him sleeping. Upside down. Aww. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's all. It's kind of without his consent. But she then hides them and you never see yeah, them again. Never see them again. No, ben- like you would think they would come out at some point and she'd be like, I sketched these. I'd be quite honored if someone sketched a really good picture. While of you slept. Well. So if you came around for the pod next week and I was like, Megs. Well, no, got something to show you. Would you sketch me like one of your no, French girls? If I knew you were in my house sleeping, <laughs> like he was invited into the house, it'd be fine. But if you just came into my house without my knowledge and sketched me in my sleep, then I would be a bit Okay, that's, that's a total out. different story. Yeah. But if I knew... If you knew so I was in your brother, house. If my brother had invited me to sleep These aren't brothers, though. This is, that's not, not what his role is, not what her role is. Well, They're not no, brother and sister. her brother had invited oh, okay. I see okay, yeah. a friend. Um, Sam into the house. So she knew he was Hang in the on. house. So if you knew I was crashing at your house, 
Mm, yeah. And then you woke up and I'd been sketching you in your well, sleep. That'd okay, be, that's not as bad as you think, though. That would be more acceptable than if you hadn't been invited. Agreed, agreed, agreed. It's not as bad as you think, though, because he's he's actually in the art room, isn't he? So that's her art studio well, room. Yeah, no, no, as long so as, hang on, no, no, because as long as he sleeps if there, I had an art that's his studio. room. And you were sleeping in my art studio, then that'd be more acceptable. It's still creepy because it's it's, well, it's his. As long as he's asleep, that's his private space. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't see it as creepy. I just thought she was just seeing. Oh, I thought it was creepy. I thought she was just seeing something there. Like, but there's a whole lot of moral qualities about yeah. this guy. I saw him yeah. as more of a muse for her. If yes, but it's be like a willing muse. <laughs> If yeah, I but knew I mean, was if he'd have woke up, she wouldn't have. I don't know. She wouldn't have just hit him straight away when he woke. You know, she did. She or, just, she, or she hit him anyway. Yeah, but she put them. Well, they just fall down if they have to be between like two sturdy bits, don't they? What's the difference? But though? if he just woke up while she was doing it, I mean, it'd be no different. If he had taken a picture, like I'm, I don't know what realm I'm getting into now, but if he had like taken a, a picture of her awake smiling and he'd sketched a picture of her, I suppose she would have. It was not live though, is it? So that's a little bit different. Than sketching a photo of her. Is it less creepy because she created a product? I don't know. So let's have the same situation. Okay. I've been invited to crash around your place. Yeah. <laughs> One situation, I sketch. There's where you just wake up and I'm just watching you sleep. <laughs> or is it you, less creepy if I've actually painted something? Or, <laughs> or, if, you, or if you just took a picture? Maybe. <laughs> I think I'd be more accepting if you had sketched something. <laughs> if I was in my, especially if I was in my art studio. Yes. And you sketch something. If you were just in my bedroom sketching something, I think I would be a bit worried. <laughs> well, doesn't this become a de facto bedroom the minute he starts sleeping on the couch? Yeah, but there's art stuff in there. It's a bit, it's, it's a bit of a slippery slope you're on there. Stuff in there, so it doesn't matter. I don't he know. slept under a sink. Doesn't mean you can't go and turn the tap on and make a cup of tea. <laughs> That's his bed space. <laughs> no, if you were sleeping on my couch here, yeah. As long as you're asleep, you have the right to the room. I wouldn't have seen if it. If like I started that. here to sit down and just start watching <laughs> oh, yeah. TV, okay, because it's my TV room. No, that's not cool. So if oh, you, I see, so, no, I wouldn't okay. have. Mo- well, so if I you, didn't know that. If you both fell asleep on the sofas here, yes, and Liam woke up earlier, yes. and had a sketch pad, <laughs> <laughs> would he be able to sketch you asleep? Like one like, of his French girls, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like in Titanic. If you were both asleep on the sofa, she, she knew she was. She knew she was awake in that one. But she Probably thought she's naked studio. helps with that because if if you're naked she and then he's sketching, naked, I know that's she, my point. But we're making a. a, a, a she wasn't naked I, what I in titanic no i'm thinking of in benny in june no because she's the one painting he, he, he's not who's naked oh i suppose in titanic <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my brain just went <laughs> 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 okay okay she is yeah she's accepting it she is naked in titanic fair enough yes so yeah, she is consenting to the the sketching. If you want to hear more about the sketching of the naked girl in Titanic, <laughs> check out our back catalog. Titanic. Titanic. So more maybe, than just a random word for <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> maybe people just need to express their consent before people sketch them in real okay, life. That's what I'm talking there about. We there we go. This is what we need to go for. Um, so no one can come around my house and check sketch it bef- me without my consent. There you go. Check it before you sketch okay. it. Yeah. Check it Otherwise, before you sketch it. Yes, What's a bit I like that. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be like one of our longest episodes. <laughs> yeah, we're only 90 minutes in. We're yeah, all right. I know, I know, I know. Um, I said there wasn't much on this movie. Um, 
Sam, we still are ready. Uh, oh, sorry. Him. Sam's in the tub, <laughs> and Benny gives, he's in the tub, but he's dressed. And he's having like a conference with Benny about why like. Why is he. Why would you sit in the tub? Why is, yeah, why was he sitting Again, because we're trying to establish he's quirky. Yeah, but I think that's trying to establish more that he's not quirky. He's more, there's something else going on. I think that established more that Benny was quirky, that he was having a serious conversation with someone who was sat in the bathroom. I guess the one place you know that she's not going to come into. She probably knows absolute rules and you don't come in the bathroom. I never thought through this film he was just being quirky. I thought he had other problems going on as well. I think he does too, but I think the idea that he's fully dressed in the bathtub like you would lay on a couch, which you can't do about someone sketching you, you found out. Do you think it's trying to... <laughs> do you think he's trying to do that Busker Keaton-esque thing where he's trying to be went, funny? Like, what's the funniest thing we can have him do? I know, we'll have him sit in the tub. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Um, you know, regular people sit in chairs or stand up. What would he do? Oh, he'd lay in the tub. Yeah, he would lay in the tub. <laughs> With a hat on. The only yeah. time I've been in a bathtub is when I've been really, really, really drunk. What, fully clothed, you mean? Yeah. Okay. I think. Otherwise, your personal hygiene comes into question. <laughs> well, the only time I've been in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm really but I get, but I get so drunk, I'm like, I gotta wash. <laughs> no, like, fully dressed. People sit in the bathtub on, like, house parties. Yep. Yep. Um, I've never slept in the tub. I have. Have no, you really? I yeah, have once you? Time, yeah. How was it? It's actually quite... Because the curve, I think, it's probably all right. It's quite comfortable, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe I should give it's it a fortunate, yeah. yeah. The only <laughs> hardest bit is when you wake up in the morning. You know how your whole body kind of relax yeah. into whatever... You, when the bathtub, that actually yep. hurts a little bit when you wake up. Yep. But when you're laying in it, uh, awake, it's more comfortable awake than it is asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I stayed over one night at a friend's after a, a drunken night out, and bedroom wasn't there was no bedrooms free as either the you sofa wasn't well free stay in the bath have a few pillows oh, i did have a pillow in the bath yeah sleeping bag i wasn't sleeping bag i was just a, okay. a, a pillow in, in the bath I was, I was drunk so yeah if you if you've had a few it's not exactly a, it's not a priority a huge <laughs> a huge barrier to overcome is it no no <laughs> Um, I've woken up on park benches before, Jesus. I've never done that. I mean, oh. a bathtub is luxury compared to those. Do you remember the, the bus station many years ago used to have these seat and um, wooden seats? Uh, wooden so they were like seats. adjacent to each other. So you'd have like the back and the front would be where people would sit. So you could sit back to back to people. Mm, maybe. Well, I went to catch a bus one Saturday night and obviously I was late for that bus. I don't remember falling asleep, but my wallet and everything was... All open to the public. <laughs> you get, you get oh. nicked? No. Wow, it's amazing the th- when it doesn't happen versus when it does. I and I woke up on the bench at the bus station and it was a nice sunny Sunday. I remember yeah. sitting at the train station with you dressed as Ginger Spice. Yes. And the <laughs> homeless well, I guy you up, yeah. came was. up to hassle us for a bit and we were like, oh my goodness, what should we do? And um, you had to, it was really funny because you were just dressed as ginger, but you had to put your like, leave us alone, please, mate, sort of thing. Yeah, all right, mate. All right, I'm in a dress, <laughs> but leave us alone, right? I'm in. Yeah. He, did, he did eventually leave us alone, and then Ian did come and pick us up eventually. I think the problem was we were being nice to him to start with. We, we were, we were very nice. And we gave him some we money. We were nice people. We gave him some money, didn't we? we I can't remember. I think we did. I think we gave him some change. And then he didn't. He and didn't that one, that change that, wasn't he enough. More, he wanted yeah. more, didn't he? And I went, look, you've. Gave you something, stop. You know, it's like, I don't know, what was one in the morning or something? It was, it's quite late. He revealed that he got a, a parking fine or something. Yes. Yeah, he would be me. And, um, Ian did. 
just saw my first podcast of you guys. He yeah. actually yeah. revealed that. And I was like, what? He didn't tell me until months but later. Yeah, I got it. A memory for me being stuck oh, on a park bench. Thanks. In Cambridge, we've been just so misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a. Uh, yeah, actually, drove through a bus lane trying to find the right that, lane to come find it. you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, it's like three in the morning. I'm not impeding <laughs> bus traffic. <laughs> like, did I break the law? I guess technically, but was there any chance a bus was coming? No, but Liam that was so. Liam oh. had full, full, full makeup on you. Looked fantastic. And you a wig. All the love. We'd um, have to go do that again if it comes on again. Spice Girls, definitely. Yeah. Well, whether that. Do you think I'd, I'd probably go as co- Baby Spice this time. Sorry. Do you think they'll come for the coronation? Yeah, you might do. You never know. So moving on, Sam's in the top. <laughs> Betty gives him the four-one-one, and he says, "Just make sure nothing happens to her." Uh, this time, breakfast is peanut butter, Captain Crunch. With peanut butter and milk, Sam doesn't like she it, but sells it all up. that he does. Yeah, blends it. That's blends it the first time too. Mm. Yeah, she blends everything. Doesn't Again, you? that was that was sort of trick. Like I thought of the the sensory thing because it's not got any. Oh, bits one of these in is it. for you. Yeah, just. Oh, okay. This has not got any bits in it either, so that's fine. Do you know what I didn't um, understand with the peanut butter that she kept putting in? Right? Yeah, mm. that only stuck to the side. That didn't actually mix with anything. It's <laughs> hard to mix blender. to blend with. Some of it will get there, but some of it on the but side. instead uh, of having her cereal with the milk, where you got the the bits, she just blended it, didn't? She? So that would just turn like it into a like drink. a smoothie. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's, that's thick. that is a that common would, trait of autism. It's the sensory texture of food. Mm-hmm. Um. I know a lot of people that struggle with that. So maybe when she's blended it up, it's smoother and she feels more. Were you literally just the person who talked about the bits in the uh, in the tonic water? <laughs> There's no bits in that. Just fizz. And so we get, fever trees, good stuff. we get the song Pushing Forward Back by Temple of a Dog, which sounded like every 90s band ever. Temple of the Dog. Didn't they do um, no a idea. song off... I want to say they did a song on the Sid and Nancy film. Maybe. I think. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> Maybe somebody out there knows. Maybe somebody out there knows. Um, but I tell you what, I really liked it. But June did not. Uh, he's cleaning while on a roller chair, and she takes the stereo away from him. It takes a while for him to realize it's the music that's bugging her. And uh, takes the, the full boom box away. And this would have been different in a world with AirPods. It would. Yeah, it totally would. But that'd been more. I quite, I would quite like that because the the scene you'd have him going across the room dusting. Yep. Um, with the music, as the audience, you'd hear the music because in his AirPods. If he, if that was today, <laughs> Megan Jeez. trying to pour a drink for Ian. That's funny. <laughs> that's like three quarters matching. We shall find. We shall find out. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, and then that had been cool to have like a stand back shot of her with him just moving across without music. That had been quite cool. Uh, So again, more of a sensory stuff that Megs is talking about. The volume and the the music's too much for her, so she has to take it and go. That's again, it's the sounds like, obviously I'm not going to go into personal things, but I know a lot of people that find loud sounds too much of a sensory overload. And it's the overload that gets them into a crisis kind of mode and they can't deal with it which is what you see with her quite a few times but i don't understand that when she's in the traffic because that's chaos and noise agreed so that's why it doesn't all but we don't know what leads up to that again that's what i said it's it's 
it's it's strange because you don't know what has triggered her in some instances. No. But then some instances we see that it is the noise. It's the yeah. noise, the textures, um, the, s- the smells sometimes, um, and and you know things like that. And like I say, the big moment is the bus, which we'll get to at some point. Some point, you know. At some point, whenever we get there. <laughs> Uh, Benny wants to know what Sam did, and it's just like, what did Sam do? And she goes, he cleaned the house. I mean, I would love it if some stranger came. Sam can come to my house without question. <laughs> yeah, he comes to my house too. He like, goes, come on, the Johnny Depp, and you cleaned him to my house and clean. <laughs> and you kicked him out for that. Yep. There's a knock at the door, and there's a jack in the box on the on the ground, and Sam is sitting on a USPS mailbox. See, so I, a post box. Yeah, I just kinda, the specific. I kind of thought if you if you don't like sensory things, like surely a jack in the box would freak you out a bit. And she, she didn't jump. She knows it's coming. I guess she knows it's coming because you know at some point you're going to wind it up and it's going to go. Um, I, don't, I don't like jack in the boxes. They so decide like, it coming up. It's like there's, uh, a, there's a fast food chain in the states <laughs> called Jack in the Box. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's pretty lowbrow. Oh, um, yeah. It's like cheap, cheap McDonald's. Oh. oh, okay. And they like were the most sexually provocative advertising like ever. Uh, oh. Can you give us an example? <laughs> I'll sh- I'll show you one afterwards. Look at you go to. Do you want me to? Ver- how am I supposed to verbally talking. explain this to you? I don't know. It's well. a jack in a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's a jack in a box. A jack in a box. Yeah. Any Lonely Island fans out there? <laughs> it's my jack in a box. <laughs> We used to have a respectable pod before uh, Meg joined us. (laughs) Sorry, don't give me the gift of the month. Uh, They decide to invite him back in before someone sticks a stamp on his head and says, Naguam. Originally, it was supposed to be dried flowers, but changed an hour before they shot the scene. Wow. I think dried flowers. What did they change it to? No, I'd like to. They changed it to a jack in that box. Jack in a box, <laughs> I wish I, knew, I wish I knew the verses. All I know is the it's a jack in a box. <laughs> do you not? Oh, we're still going to play it after we're on the pod. Because I don't know where it's. Oh, it's. Oh, do you not really? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was brilliant. I'm getting it. I'm laughing so much. Yeah, I'm going to show you after. I was thinking about pausing it, but I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, that's funny. Um, I like the idea of the dried flowers. That would have been yes. quite quite a nice, quirky thing. Well, why not thing. fresh flowers? Because that wouldn't, that be, wouldn't be quirky, would it? That wouldn't be quirky, yeah. you know. So Johnny Depp, <laughs> tell you what is quirky, and that's Johnny Depp in the kitchen making grilled cheese with an iron. Oh, I like this because I, I genuinely want to try this with an iron. If I had an iron... How you don't own an iron is beyond me. In this country, especially. Because I, I flap things out and I hang them up and they dry fine. Really? I don't wear shirts. Flap them up and oh, you they don't dry wear shirts. fine. I don't wear shirts, so I flap them out and they're fine. I generally don't have an iron, but I would like to try ironing some toast. Oh, do you know, uh, my OCD would kick in there. <laughs> the whole thing about the iron and... I rather enjoy ironing. Do you? I do. You, I, found it, I find it therapeutic. toast? See, I find lawn mowing the lawn therapeutic. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you could lawn some toast. I don't think that would work. <laughs> <laughs> lawn some toast. <laughs> I can make I can make some croutons. Ooh. Ooh. Just take some toast with the major of the iron. Yeah. And then run the uh, lawnmower over it. And uh, then uh, I've had croutons. I mean, I, you know, it's practical because yeah. you just 
instead of having a, a toaster pressy thing, you just get in your own and go. Yeah, but, yeah, but oh, just I don't know. <laughs> the grease would get everywhere. You'd have to would, think. Mm, it would, it? Depends if you put cheese in it or and not. And well, she was making grilled cheese. They were all grilled cheese sandwiches. Says everybody thinks about cheese or something, yep. doesn't she? Every great she culture or whatever. You can yeah. never iron anything on that bo- iron board again. It's put well, down like some sort of th- wrapper on it first. Would be your cheese ironing board? Though? Could you do all your cheese on that one ironing board? Game <laughs> over, <Hey, laughs> cheese toasties. I'm about to iron. It kind of takes the term cheese board to a new level. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, as Benny sees her before bed June wishes Sam could be her new smells and her new uh, her new housekeeper they sing together she's really good she is I wonder if she's too good yeah Mm. yeah Yeah. for a character there's a flashback to the car accident I guess that killed their parents Sam then writes a letter his handwriting and spelling are atrocious maybe because he's writing with his left hand and Johnny Depp is actually right handed See, Did I, you notice I'm, in this when he went, yeah. he used his right hand about to write his stuff. And he Did went, he switch it? Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh he? Watch it. He okay. goes right hand and then he goes, oh, you sorry, see, left I, I <laughs> Doesn't explain the spelling. why he was illiterate because unless he skipped school or really struggled with schooling, you think most people by his age would have got a simple grasp of... Which makes me understand that there's something. probably something more than just quirk. Well, yeah, whether he's got some other stuff going on. Yeah, all we got is his cousin. This suggests yeah. he's kind of dumb, maybe a lazy that, exposition. I mean, that could yep. be the EU with a proper it? terminology. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm on a film podcast. I am. 169 episodes. Somebody, else, I said that today. Yeah. I was stabbing in the dark at 169. Wait, really? Yeah. 169, 69. dudes. <laughs> Whoa. But somebody said to me, you know, because um, I said about film podcasts, and they said, oh, I'll give you a listen. What is it? I said, best film ever. Because he liked the idea that we did older movies. Yeah. Um, because he'd kind of avoid, he likes like 30s, 40s, 50s movies. Yeah. I said, we do some, so... He's going to go and check us out. That's what I asked if he did one that was really old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just say, I appreciated how easy it was for him to get this job because once he'd handed in that um, CV, literally the guy was Are we just, there yet? Well, not yet. Man. This is he, him writing a letter to someone about how he's doing good in, in, in the house. But when he, when he got that bit, though, he's really easy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, when he swaps his hands, that is that. The, yeah, probably. The, I was just like, oh, if it's um, that easy for me to get a job in place. a film world, oh, maybe I should do that. Sam and June decide to go for a walk to the restaurant where they talk about raisins and avocados. I like that. The speech is about raisins being a bit sad, and they're yeah. like, well, he uses that line again, apparently, in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, but the scene Has got he? cut. The scene oh, got cut. Oh, okay. okay. I, yeah. I can't remember that. I don't remember the California raisins. I do too. The, car- the cartoon, yeah. yeah. Oh, I heard it through the, the grapevine. Uh, they had almost these little, yeah, like, yeah. like uh, statuettes as well. Oh, it's yeah, true yeah. about raisins, though. If you think about their comparison to grapes. What about just whether they used to be grapes and now they're and not? now they're a shriveled. But they're form. way sweeter. Yeah, they're fermented. And they're easier to eat as raisins than they are grapes. Mum used to always send me the pack of raisins to school, and I don't know what it was. Not a big raisin guy. But again, that's going back to the texture thing as well, isn't but it? But I love raisin bread. What? Raisins have a completely different texture. Two scoops of raisins grapes. in Kellogg's raisin bread. Oh, Do raisins go with 
what was the tapioca? Tapioca is that a popular thing? Raisins. It looked like it was. I don't. I don't recall it being a thing. They seem to go to that. Maybe at a diner they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There used to be other things. I remember as a kid, there used to be raisins and another similar thing. I can't remember what they were called. Grapes. Smarties. No. Same as grapes, not grapes. (laughs) Raisins. They were almonds. No, they were the same as Uh, prunes. No, smaller. Oh, okay. You lost they, were like, they were like they were like raisins, Cherries? but there's a different, different. No, smaller. Oh, there was something. Um, there was something like raisins, something but there was something like raisins. else. That's not a raisin. Oh. I'll look that up. I'll have a look. Um, um, I'll keep going. So um, Ruthie comes cups? over for dinner no. with a copy <laughs> of her video. Ruthie says, "I'm not that good of an actress." Let me remind oh, you. She's looking this for is, a compliment there. This is I'm sorry. F- this is five-time <laughs> Academy Award nominee <laughs> and 2015 Oscar for Best Actress Julianne yeah, Moore. Moore, Oscar winner and five-time nominee. Yeah, she's See? so looking for a compliment in that part. I'm sorry. Uh, watching the movie, it's like how watching the movies with Liam used to be, <laughs> as he recites every line. <laughs> Did you think that? Because it, re- it really is like watching it with you. Oh, sorry? Liam. That is Liam. Liam will say every line. line. And oh. I'm like, Liam, I would have gone, Liam, some people haven't seen movie. this movie I'm yet. Terrible. But I've got You've better. been much better. I've been doing that for a long time. Johnny Depp yeah. was quoting, you, surely you wouldn't be that bad. He was quoting He wasn't that line. bad, but he's close. <laughs> close. <laughs> okay. That would be a little bit annoying. It's like when you go to a musical at the theatre and someone is singing well, that happened this week, didn't the it? songs. Did you yeah, hear about this in it, Manchester? It happened at, um, yes, and they kicked the bodyguard, out, didn't they? The bodyguard, and they had to stop the show and kicked him out, and then cancelled yeah. the show. Why so here's my that? logic: if you have to stop the show because you're like, "Why are we stopping it? We're stopping it because you are ruining people's enjoyment of the show." Mm-hmm. What then don't you do? You don't cancel it. You don't cancel it. You no. finish the show. Yeah. Just keep or else going. You're just Why a giant they? hypocrite. Yeah. Why can't so someone has not got good theatre etiquette, um, etiquette in the audience etiquette etiquette so etiquette. why can't the uh, front of house just get rid of the audience i'm guessing are... they refuse to move yeah but surely i've i've been in the west end theater before and the police have come in that's what happened people yeah um they've just come charging in the show has stopped and the police have come looking for someone i don't think it was to do with anything about the, what they were doing during yeah. the performance but surely, something else. If, yeah, it was something else. But surely, surely you can reset and go back exactly. again. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they did. They reset. Like if it's like back we, we feel we always people like like a refund. Great, you can do that and still finish the show. Uh, yeah. 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 There's no reason not to finish no. the show. No. That's the part I didn't get. That's so why you st- you stopped it because you were ruining people's experience. Yeah, so what you do? Them. You ruined everybody's experience. Yeah. yeah exactly. And no, that's garbage. Yeah. Some of them people are not going to be able to come back to Absolutely. see that performance. So you yeah, offer them the refund if that's the case, but you at least finish it. If you don't feel like you had a fair deal. Here's a refund. Yeah. But we finished the show for you. I would have done. Oh, it's stupid. I can't. That's the part I can't figure out. Yes, boot them. Yeah. Yes, refund them if you want to, but finish the show. Absolutely. Even if you have to do a show. Show must go on. The show must go on. Evict them. Carry on the show. Yeah. Okay. I've just found out what the other alternative is for raisins is sultanas. Oh. Isn't that just a form of a raisin? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What's okay. the difference between raisins and sultanas? What is the difference, Liam? I have no idea. You can Google that up. Okay, is here it we a go. Different type of grape. I'm assuming is one a, uh, a sultana. Is one is, 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 is one a grateful grape and the other is a look grape up, of wrath? Look up the difference between sultanas and raisins. A raisin and a sultana are produced from the same grape. So oh. Thompson seedless. The only difference is the way they are dried. A raisin is dried naturally. <laughs> 
But a sultana is dripped in vegetable oil and acid and then dried. That sounds gross. <laughs> See, sultanas. There we are. So, um, I never knew. Ruthie. Uh, Thank you, babe. No we, they watched Prom Queen Mutilator. It took only 45 minutes to shoot that version of it. Oh, that's uh, surprising. The movie in the movie. Oh, it was cute. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't you know it? Her car won't start. Back oh, to the sort of shame. principle earlier. Of Does like, he uh, fix that himself? Or? There's only two reasons why a car won't start. Fuel or fire. And you got fire. So, mm. AKA, okay, yeah, you're out of gas somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying Actually, to play on the trope, This is a true story. My car won't start at the moment. It is died. Really? Yeah. True story. Okay. I can't start it. I think the battery's gone. Oh, okay. Is it, is it the battery? The battery or... is the easiest in the fix. Okay. Yeah, so I'll have to fix that anyway. Yeah, carry on. Alternator. This is just a, a true right. story linked to this film, which has also happened. Oh, okay. Um, she invites him in and instantly gives him a tour. He gives himself a tour of the house, including he sits on her bed. Yeah. Now, Megs, mm. I'm going to ask you for the female perspective on okay. this one. Okay. You're out with a fella. Okay. For, come back to the house. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go around the house. You find yeah. him. He's like, bounce a little bit on your bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bit weird, isn't it? Um, if I'd invited him around my house, then is the expectation that was going to happen anyway? Well, if I had my sister with me that I had to potentially care for, then obviously I'd have to think about her. But if I've invited him into my bedroom, onto my bed to bounce around, uh, she just his problem is the whole place is like open. He was into all the rooms. Mm, well, he didn't have to go into all the rooms. Agreed. Well. Uh-huh. I this is back to my asking, if, what's the perspective here? I don't think I would have invited him round unless I was... Although, it, like, for him, though, it's difficult because he's got his sister there. So he's not intending anything... I don't think he's intending anything untoward because otherwise he would have gone round hers when she invited him round for coffee later on. Yes. Or wherever it was, a beer or wherever she had. Do you know what I mean? I don't... Do you know I, what I mean? I literally... <laughs> no, I literally don't think that's in his mind because he's so focused on June. It's not his mind. I was asked about what was her mind. My, my, my mind, if I invited a guy round into my bedroom, then I probably would expect... Hang on. No, not, no, the not the bedroom. My bedroom. He invited himself into the bedroom last I checked. But I wouldn't invite him upstairs unless... It was all ground floor, though. He didn't... Well, well, it was open concept. A ground floor. I've got two tiers. So let's say he went upstairs, and then you used the loo, and around. you found him bouncing around your bed. Well, I, well, I'd be like, "What are you doing up here? I haven't invited you yet." Like, yet. If, if jump well, up, if jump I up, was, bounce around, bounce if around. If I was going to invite him up, then I'd invite him up myself. I wouldn't expect him to go upstairs without an sure. invitation. Do you sure. know what I mean? That's the thing. We said he yes. went there and he sat on the bed without invitation. Yeah, that's, that's the question I've got. That, okay, so my ground floor, I've got my kitchen. <laughs> We're really looking for a... I've been, I've been to your house, Megs, I know. My, room, my bathroom. I'm okay to host people on my ground floor. If I wanted to invite... Someone upstairs. I mean, they can use the bathroom if they want to. They don't need to go and sit on my bed. Unless I've invited them to. Yes. But then I would appreciate that I would invite them to, because I'm all about the girl power side of things. I would invite you to go onto my bed and bounce around if that's what's going to (laughs) happen. I don't know. I understand, I understand the reference you're making, yes. <laughs> um, Not just a random person going to sit on my bed, you know. You can go home now, there'll be a random person bouncing around. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> this is the advantage of having two tears. For Meg's address, <laughs> check the show notes. <laughs> no, please, I don't want random people bouncing around on my bed. The cats do that enough, so it's all fine. Oh, meow. Meow. Um, not those cats. So there's a great two-shot as he actually sits back down on the couch, but as far away from her as he can. 
and then she asks him for a beer and he's like, yeah, I gotta go. You should have gone for it. Oh. So they go, I know I'm going against the yeah, opposite here, but... They go one, two, three. She asks, are you married? He goes, can I take you out to dinner? I know, but she's trying really hard because she likes she, she him. Is. And he, obviously, he's thinking about... How is she not reading this then? Here's and, my question. <sighs> I think she's trying because I think if I if I have a criticism of Ruthie, it's mm. that she doesn't read appropriately what he's going through. Because well, I'm skipping ahead myself a bit, but but when they have their big conflict, it should be easy for her to read why he's reacting the way he is. I think she should understand that he's got a lot going on with his sister. Yeah. But also, you're kind of thinking. I think a lot of her is pride. She's felt. Then you have a conversation, though. Yeah, yeah. I, but how often does that happen? He's the solo carer. He's the solo carer. How often for does a conversation sister. happen? I don't. Know. So, I'm guessing he feels guilty if he spends a night away from his sister, which is why he. Well, I'm doesn't guessing want he feels like he can't stay away at night. Exactly, which is why he can't go and have a beer around Rufy's. But you also sympathize with him don't you and you're thinking well you know no go ahead have a beer around Rufy's. go on she's a nice lady go and you know have your time with Rufy. um so she, she's nice she's nice <laughs> well she does come across as nice she does. and you're kind of like i'm sure june will be fine for that time from what we see anyway at that time because we haven't seen the big bus moment have we nope you keep mentioning um, the bus moment well do you know what I mean, though? Oh, you're you thinking you from his point of yes. view, you're like, why don't you just go and have a drink with Rufie? She'll be fine. She, you know, she seems okay. Um, Can I mention we're like way ahead again? I know we're way ahead. <laughs> and he obviously knows what happens when he's away for too long because, again, that's the consequence yeah. of him being away when the bus moment happens. But he is, he is putting her at the front of his life, which... You know, it's his sacrifice, isn't it? In a way. It is. So, but you also want him to get with Rufy. So you're like, well, come on. just I don't know. He could go for one little beer and explain it to her a bit more. Because he says, I've got a complicated life. And she kind of goes. Well, he asks her out to dinner. And yeah. I, I'm hoping that's when he's going to have that conversation. I don't know what the flip they talk about at dinner. <clears throat> that would have been a really good time to have that conversation, well, wouldn't you, it? It would, yeah. You would think so, because he does say he's got a complicated life, and she kind of takes that as a negative and doesn't accept throws that. Because he says yeah. he's not married. She says, I'm not. But she knows. I'm not, you know, I'm up for dinner, yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to Sam and June, who are much closer together. Mm-hmm. And the juxtaposition is yeah, clear. Their body language yeah. is much more familiar. They almost kiss, but Sam won't finish the kiss off. I think very important that Sam won't instigate she a kiss. She leaves it, doesn't she? Later well, they kind of later yeah. on. Again. Yeah, later on. Wow, Megs, you're jumping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, she does though later on. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but back to this part of the movie. Okay. They kind of right they kind of linger. It reminds me of I don't know if either of you have seen How Much Your Mother. No. Mm, no. You really should. Um, there's an episode in season one where they talk about the best part of a kiss is that moment just before your lips meet, when it's the anticipation, your faces are right there, and you know it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but it hasn't happened yet. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying that's, that's the theory they give. And you get a little, it's very intimate. They're so close, and they just won't. Is that when they've got the paint on all over their hands? Yeah, and, and he just won't sort of seal the deal, if you will. the paint going, paint. Uh, instead, he blows up a balloon, 
And then as oh. he pulls the air out of the balloon, it like matches the score. And I'm like, yeah, that's been that out of the post. Well. Uh, I wanted yeah. to try that, but I didn't have a balloon to try it with. Yeah, Next time you notice these things, make a list and go shopping. And maybe I should. Yeah. I should have got toast and balloons. There we go. Because I was not the first one to watch the film this week. So if anybody finds these things no, and goes, hey, if you got that. this, I'll go, but please my, feel free to go ahead and do that thing. In my defense, my car won't actually start. That, and that is true. That is a real truth. So I couldn't go and do something. That's, dub- that's the double truth, Ruth. <laughs> oh, Ruthie, Come and try it if you like. <laughs> I'm one of those manly man blokey if you blokes want who's to like fix it for me. That'd be very well. I can try. Welcome, okay, I can try. Come and fix my car. There we are. I'll dress okay. up as Jerry Spice again and go. All right, oh, dude, I'll <laughs> fix your car. <laughs> Back to therapy. We find out that uh, he gets asked to go in to see a doctor. What does that mean? Sorry. Oh, she's meeting the doctor, but he gets asked if he'll go in. Uh, he can. She says, "Hey, I hear a new guy's a man." She goes, oh, "Is he a man?" She goes, "I hear he's a man." She goes, "Well, technically, I guess you're right." Uh, he confesses that he hasn't spoken in June about the home yet, and the admission date is a week away. I'm like, is that even a thing? No. This feels like a race against time it, for a movie. It does, yeah. Like, hospital, oh, if you don't get her in this time, they close the dates for the year. That's she not how not these, get in. No. That's not how this works. I no. think that's just trying to set up yeah. some drama. I don't think those things And they never come back like to it. Drama they line. never come back no, exactly. to it. Exactly. No. So... Sam goes to a video store, finds a help wanted sign, says, I want to help. I hear you, buddy. That's my mantra in life. If I can help, I want to help. That's why I came and got you guys at the Spice Girls concert. Yeah. If I can help, I want to help. Dude, we really appreciate it because I think we'd still be there. earlier, though, he got a form, and then at some point he returns, just hands in the form, and he gets the job. That's how that's how applying for jobs works, isn't it? Yeah, but I've never I've Way never had a job where I've just handed in the form and they've been like, okay, I'll turn the sign over. You've got well, the job without looking assuming, at my application. I'm assuming there was some sort of an of a interview that we skipped. Well, it doesn't look like. I that. don't think there was an interview. No, no just, we, know, we don't know. Oh. I, just, I, I, mean, I think he does like Charlie Chaplin. So no, it's fine. W- once he's there, you can again. We're jumping. Passion this. We're jumping ahead. <laughs> I'm going back to where we were. Sam's getting ready for a date. Ruthie starts singing about sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. Sam's making mashed potatoes with a tennis racket. In oh, addition, this is cool. In That's addition, such a good idea. In addition to the grilled too. cheese sandwiches and the tennis racket mashed potatoes, there was a scene in which Sam made crab in the dishwasher. It was cut um, for time. I've not oh, tried. Okay. No, I wouldn't try that one. Cut no. to the end of a date. It's eleven, and the they toast. make they make the worst small talk. <laughs> What's it's that? like it's eleven. On the dot, it's very rare. It's on the dot. I don't think I've ever said it's on the dot before. <laughs> it's noteworthy when it's on the dot. <laughs> and I'm like, these conversations only happen when you start dating or when you're about to break up. Um, and you can find nothing else to talk about. Well, that is 11 on the dot. Well, these sorts of things. Yeah. Oh, on well, the dot, that's yeah. good, doesn't it? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh. It's because there's a whole bunch of stuff you're not talking about. Yeah, you're talking yeah, with yeah. this instead. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. one of these two places. Oh, okay. They do a bit of kissing she asks if he wants to come in for a while she's got that beer waiting for him she needs to stop offering this beer whatever brand of beer she's got he's clearly not into well, it he's not into that every time she asks for beer he takes off innuendo, isn't it it's like come in for my beer well yes the beer represents <laughs> sex well probably what, what did you say Fizz. okay it's just something else <laughs> i rhymed with is <laughs> I'm like, it's probably what he's bringing with him. But he could, I'm sorry, but he doesn't have to be around hers all night. If he wanted to have his 
fizz and progress the relationship with her she's obviously up for the fizz so <laughs> he could still do that but then say i need to get back to june i need to go back and she would understand that i think she would understand so yeah, why doesn't he go for the hard fizz, part here is that they're talking about everything but this because i think yeah <laughs> because he starts to go look my life's very complicated and she goes okay i get that I, all i asked you for about was beer and i'm like if you guys just talked for one moment with one Instead sentence of, of real meaning yeah. yeah if you just went yeah just make it plain and simple my sister makes it really difficult for me yeah, if exactly. i came in it would just be for the, but i would have to go home tonight yeah, exactly that's okay i understand about your sister mm-hmm. when i'm inviting you in i'm i'm wanting this mm-hmm. and then if you go home i'm okay with this yeah mm-hmm. just uh, just this want you to know that this is what i know relationships need though what's clearer plain talking communication clearer communication i agree that's never been yes. my problem no, <laughs> if i may say that about that's, that's about my needed. own self if anything <laughs> just the opposite i communicate too much yeah. not all these you're metaphors, too clear i'm gonna go why i had to start a podcast and, you know innuendos you just need clear communication clear communication not it's 11 o'clock oh on the dot oh, on the dot i've never had on the dot Coming before for a beer yeah <laughs> problem solving in the park uh sam distracts everybody because you know uh, benny's feeling kind of torn up at the fact that things obviously have not gone well between him and ruthie no. because she won't even respond to me he's trying to be a good guy though so i do feel for him yeah oh, was, I, yeah. I think benny's a see i do judge ruthie a bit for this because when he goes mm-hmm. my life's a bit complicated i don't think she gets yeah. to go oh well yeah your feelings might be hurt but I think this should be hurt though, because read she into it a bit. About his sister, she though. she so, just gave Sam and, yeah. and and June a ride back. Exactly. She knows the complications yeah. in his life. Her job is to go. It doesn't have to be complicated. I like you. Yeah, I'm inviting you in. I understand. You don't have to stay the night. Yeah, agree. I'm inviting yeah. you in. I would like you to come in. Would you like to come in? <clears throat> yeah. And if not, can we just speak plainly about why that is? I, I do. I do. I do feel for him in this film. Yeah. Um, what he should have said is, "Can I come and bounce on your bed?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what. And then there'd be upper no floor or lower floor. <laughs> Which one am I being invited up to? And there'd be it's no complication. Really what needs to happen? <laughs> Sam distracts everyone by trying to put a hat on his head, and it doesn't. It doesn't work. By it doesn't work, I mean he does distract everybody, but the hat keeps popping oh, off. Oh, it keeps popping up. That's when he does his Charlie Chaplin thing. Benny's it? a bit yeah. of a jerk to him at the start, but then he does a kicking thing. Now there's two times where the hat did move by itself. Anybody yes. else see this? Right. Yes. Okay. No, Explain this to me. Right. Was that like? There's no string. We see nothing. No, 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 no. How that does that mean happen? I don't know. But tw- on mind? two occasions, I asked myself the same question. Because surely there's no way he could have done that by himself. No, but on two occasions, he's so it moves away from it, yeah. independent of himself. It and did. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we seeing real magic? Is this happening now? <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. But how, I thought was it but when just you see, one of those things? When you see real magic, and they do, they do do stuff like that, how do they make that happen? Hang on, what's real magic? What's, what's, not what, magic? what's real magic, Megs? <laughs> Did you get your letter to Hogwarts? Is that what no, if you like, I can't. Because up until everything else, you can see the, the foot kicking the, and it's really well done. It's yeah, really he, he well kicks done. Kicks his foot, but there's a couple of moments in the middle. It moves totally it independent. Moves it does. He's four feet away. He, there's nothing he's doing there's that's no, causing no. it. No, because so what we don't be realize is there's a gopher under that hat. <laughs> is it um, uh, Groundhog Day? It is. What we it's don't realize is Sam is a Gryffindor. Because <laughs> yeah. ever since he's come back, he's been rather than sleeping in a in a in a cupboard under the stairs, he's been sleeping under the sink. 
Yeah, that, that hat did get me because I was like, how the is he doing hat. That? Yeah, yeah, that's a sword hat. It's a sword hat. <laughs> <laughs> they must have had that bit on a string. But anyway, the rest of it was incomplete. But, but as far as like in the movie yeah, universe, I know. I know, how I does know. it move? I don't no know. One reacts I don't to know. It. That's my issue is I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's okay, the only bit where <laughs> that might be a Benny, mistake. Benny actually, yeah, might be a Benny mistake. believes in Sam in that little tiny yeah. moment in the park. And he's like, oh, you're great. You should go into show business. I'm going to get you set up with yeah, all these he dives on the hat. Vegas. You can make loads of money because you're amazing. He then can't let go of Benny's hand. And Benny's a good sport. He, he plays along with him. And then he can't get the handkerchief to come off his hand. And a crowd is amassed. And they're applauding in all the right bits. And he's doing this bit where he's trying to shake the, the handkerchief off. And just a somersault and lands on his backside. And they clap. And Benny thinks he's incredible. I know this because he went... He's incredible. He's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Sam well, he, then does the... He was the, applauding. He had a big smile yeah. on his face. He was like, yeah. Then when it's all over, Sam does that bit where he like walks on the bench and it like falls. Have you ever he done that? Yeah, I've done that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. He has a go himself, doesn't he? And He's then like, I, I said... do it too. I've got my notes. I think it <laughs> speaks to the tightly wound repression of Benny and the free spirit of Sam. Oh, and just to agree somewhat, Benny then does the walk over on the bench himself. Yeah, you'd want to. Uh, Johnny Depp did all the stunts of the physical comedy sequence in the park himself, including the somersaults. Now, that's not a small thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty good. I used to be able to do that back in the day. Did you? Yeah. That evening, Sam and June just stare at each other because he's like, you kids go home. What? what, Sorry, have I missed something? No, no, no. (laughs) You said you used to do it. I believe you. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) Megan gave me a look and just go, ooh. (laughs) So, so. Uh, Benny's like, you guys go home. I'm going to think about life for a bit. And life. while they do, they go home and they think about uh, mm-hmm. yeah, all sorts of stuff for a bit. Yeah. Uh, again, not tightly wound, like I said. <laughs> she kisses him. Yeah, I liked that. How he she? Res- oh, she has to kiss yeah, him. I think because yeah. otherwise that would work. I still don't know how I feel. Regardless, because it's it's only after they've had their intimacy it's that only he after says, they've had their intimacy <laughs> no. do you know what i mean only <laughs> after says, after they've had their moment have i ever told you you really <laughs> do look like the head of gryffindor house well who's the head of gryffindor what's house? her name she's in gryffindor. Who's gryffindor dame maggie smith what's her what's her character's name oh what the um the griff the um the quidditch person no no, no. no. Um, turns into oh, a cat, cat. Yeah. What's her name? Dame Maggie Smith. Um, she, no, she's... Um, oh, it's gone out of my head. She turns into a cat. Maggie Smith. I've only ever seen Gryffindor. it. Uh, who is... Oh, it's gone out of my head completely. Uh, I'll get it in two seconds here. We've got... Oh, she's an old lady. Why am I always the old lady? No, you're not the old lady. Yeah, well, she is. McGonagall, McGonagall. that's McGonagall. it. McGonagall. You look like McGonagall. McGonagall. Just letting you know. Anyway. Luna's so my favourite. It's... Well, apparently, I used to look like her as well. well. Luna yeah. loved, actually, you do kind of, yeah. yeah. Like no, an adult version. They were, well, like, not that tall, but adult still. <laughs> Back in the day, there was a picture of me taken. You are, you are like travel like sized. I mean, we have there to admit go. that, don't we? Yeah. I'm an, if size. she was the same age How as me. How tall are you? I'm five foot four. 
I'm for. Oh, I should mention for anybody out there on the whole uh, Patreon side of things, we got some selfies in the Barbie app coming your way. You can see that I'm not actually that old. The number of I filters am. you've put on yourself are obscene. I am younger. <laughs> obscene. I am younger than Ian. Poppycock. There you go. No way. I don't believe There's that. No Back way. The I'm day, sitting here. You used to babysit me. You did. What? And we thought day, you were too old for that then. I used to look like Luna Lovegood, but now she's probably the same. How old is she now? She's probably Luna Lovegood's probably in her 30s. She's probably the same age as me. She's still my favourite. I have no idea because I was a little bit old for that group. I reckon she's probably a few years younger than me. I'm going to say she's 30... I'm 35. An early version of the age game. Is that what we're doing here? 37. (laughs) What year were you born in? 1987. She's 91. (gasps) Oh, okay. She's a few years older than me. Uh, No, younger. Younger. Yeah, four years younger than me. That's how math works. Yeah, four years younger than me. Anyway... She's four years She's in her than me. Early thirties. Anyway, early. 30s. I like how, and we know that for women. <laughs> I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> Mid thirties on women is like I don't know, like early fifties for men. Forties like, right. yet, Mister Ian. You can ask why. Mister Liam. I was just laughing. I went. I went agreeing. <laughs> you got. You, you, you got a no seller. The youngest one here. I'll have you know. All right, where are we? Anyway, yeah, stand in your corner. So That's good. It was. Luna. I think it was Luna. nice how um, June was. They're having their kissy kissy moment, and she is the one that does kind of initiate yes. it. She has to for the film to make sense. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. is nice, especially in this film, when she's the one who's. Uh, kind of known with the uh, the difficulties yep. as such. Exceptionalities. I think, say. yeah, exceptionalities. She has to be the one to initiate. The, she has the to, or he comes off as a predator. She touches his face, doesn't she? Yep. And she's like touching his lips, and obviously that's like okay, yeah, we can. Yep. And then obviously he does. So it, it's really sweet actually because they've still got their clothes on and it's not a very kind of sexy sexy scene well, it's, very it's hard sweet because and, by its very nature we have to inf- yeah. the film asks us to infantilize june yeah so she's a child in our eyes yeah. she's been a child the whole movie the whole snorkel thing yeah you know what i mean you can't yeah. have that person no. then have her kid off and be like yeah but they're because, both still quite close no no, they and are and I think that's the reason why though because if it's anything sensual, more than that we'd have to yeah it's, it's innocent it's innocent, sweet and innocent yeah yeah sweet innocent sensual but and the song goes yeah have a little faith in me to our north american listeners i that song that was big by jewel I don't know if it was big over here. Yeah, I don't think it yeah, was it big I over remember, here. I remember Jewel. I yeah. thought it was a Jewel original. Obviously not. Who's this in? This is, uh, I don't have the name of the artist, but it's way before her time. She was around 2000. Oh, okay. That, that was familiar to me. Have a little faith in me. Boom, boom, boom. Have a little. It's my Jack in a box. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't go back to that. <laughs> uh, we dissolve into them laying down under covers and nature imagery, which is always generally good for they just had sex. It's not a really nice and house, though. felt so good. Felt so good. I no, there. I'm, I'm going back to the house because it's like right by a river or by something. a stream or something, yeah. Because, nice. Or a stream or a river because I keep seeing through the windows. They've got a nice little water thing going on. I'm like A nice. water feature. A water feature. Yeah. That's right. Um, I would like that. I got, now we got a moral yeah. question. And here's the moral question. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Because her exceptionality is left so unspecific, mm-hmm. how do we feel about this? It's difficult. I struggled with Sam because in this. Sam if, doesn't ask until after the event, in which that's the shower scene that we talked about earlier. 
Oh, that's a good point. How how sick is she? And then he says, how sick is she? And, he's and then like, he tries to justify sick. going, hey, outside of a few things, he's, I think she seems all right. Sick. But on his defense, the, the Sam doesn't see how sick she is until he experiences the bus scene. I guess but the question is... It's, it's difficult, isn't does it? Does June have the capacity to make decisions for herself as an adult? And the film plays fast and loose with this. It does. I, yeah. I think she does. The film tells us kind of she does? I think mostly she does. <laughs> I guess one of those toggle switch moments. Either you can't make decisions for yourself legally, or you can't make decisions for yourself legally. She can't legally. be left alone she, not by herself at all. She must so. be competent at all times. That's yeah. the contrast. But I say we haven't seen the... the the build-up of it yet. We haven't seen it at its no, worst we, form. No, we haven't seen that. What we've seen is she's just had sensory overload and a few The occasions. worst we've seen is the ping-pong paddle yeah, through the Yeah, the ping-pong paddle, and we've seen the noise. Um, no, we're talking about serious things. I silly. know you are. That's just she's, the ping-pong paddle. She struggles paddle. with noise and sensory issues and a change of routine. That's what we've seen. Yeah. Um, the Johnny Depp character... I. To be honest, though, I don't think he's all, he, you know, he's got his specialities as well. Which is why you know, I think you forgive him. If he was, wasn't, was Whether it's then just he's illiterate and he's just not had the schooling and he struggles with schooling or whether there's something else of him. It, it's I very unspecified. The film stops short of telling us. It does. It's so problem. unspecified, yeah, 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 yeah. which makes it difficult. But it's very um, um, what, ambiguous, is it? What I like about both of them as a couple is that they both do sync together in a in a weird kind of way? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They both. No, I do. And even when he's seen I, after the bus incident, I, he sees her at her worst. I want to like them together. Yeah. I want to like them yeah. together. The part that I struggle with is I'm going. Mm. I think it's easy. I think she's to got think exceptionalities. That. I think he's a bit slow. Oh, okay. It's yeah. it's difficult. I think it's easier to say after he's seen the bus incident because that's the big. That's if that happened first. before they did, I'm yeah. okay. I think I'm yeah. more okay. Yeah, because he's got more information to go exactly. off, or or am I less okay because he knows the extreme of it? I don't know. But he is still after that. But as the audience, at least I know more about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's still going back to her after that has happened. And a lot of guys, you would think, after that bus incident where they've seen, you know, at her sensory overload and at her triggers and when she's attacking the people. And it's very clever because it's shot at a, it's shot from outside the bus, isn't it? Yeah. So it's shot looking inside the windows. But of course, the movie want us to like Johnny Depp's character. Want us to like, and uh, we like June as well. We don't want her to be going through this no, horrible no, no. time, do we? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's very difficult because a you sympathise with her because you don't want her to be feeling this like awkwardness, and you're you're looking from outside the bus into the bus when nice she uh, when the was it the deer patrol or something that go on. It wasn't the police. It, I'm sure it was the deer patrol or something that go into the bus. No, you're right. I saw that. Something I saw that us. name, but I don't. And I didn't know what that, it counted. I didn't for. really understand that why it was a deer patrol. Anyway, but you kind of you sympathise with her, and you do sympathise with him because you kind of 
I thought anyway, they mm. do work together and you, you do sympathize with them together. The film needs you to they get to where you, you are. They yeah. want you to, yeah. That's, that's yeah. their desired outcome, is that you read it that if way. If he had known about her in that way before they had got together intimately, would it be a bit easier? So let me throw you, because we've talked about this a fair times on the pod, including yeah. train spotting with, with Georgia, so that's what we're talking about. Yeah. There's four ways you can read a movie. Mm-hmm. Any text. One is the preferred reading, where you decode the movie in the way the filmmakers want you to. It's called the preferred reading. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're doing. The second is the negotiated reading. I think it's more where I am. I don't know. Maybe it's more where Liam is, too. Mm. Where you go, okay, there's certain bits I get, there's certain bits I don't get, but I guess I can sort of, ah, okay, I'll meet you here. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. meet you here, where I'm going, you want me to get here? Okay, fine, I'm on board with it. <laughs> yeah. There's oppositional reading where you go, okay, look, I know you want me to get here. Screw you. I ain't getting here. Look at Georgia and train spotting, right? Yeah. Where you're going, I don't care. You shot a dog. The baby was gross. No, zero to 10, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one's aberrant reading where you just, you read it wrong. And you read it wrong because the filmmakers didn't make it clear for you what you were, where you're supposed to get to. They left it too fast and loose. Yeah, you just you just misinterpret it. Yeah, I yeah. Think you and you are, go, I think yeah. that June's fine and is faking it. Okay, that's not no. true. No, no, no. <laughs> I think you are supposed to get that they are good for each no, other. No, no. So, like every text, I mean? that yeah. is the preferred yeah, reading. That you go, reading. I like them together. Yes. Huzzah. I think it's just I'm... a bit awkward in that lead up to I it. I think I'm a bit more negotiated yeah. going, okay, I can get to where your finish line is. I got to wrestle with a few more things because mm. I'm not as clean cut as you want me to be with this. Mm. Yeah. But he still goes to the Stuart hospital. Stuart Hall, folks, you learn something today. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to the hospital afterwards and he still accepts her after he has... Well, not accepted Meg, this is going to shock you. We've skipped way ahead again. I know, yeah. <laughs> no, but you have to talk about this because even after that happens, they are still quite a cemented couple. Like he has accepted her for what she is. He's right. seen her at her worst. In the movie right now, they've just only had sex. Yeah, I know, but we haven't got to the And only ambiguous yet. sex at that, too. Well, go back to where you are then, and then we'll get back to where yeah, we'll we get need there. to be. We'll get there. I promise I'll let you have a shift. He's, he's done some bed bouncing. Well, bed oh, jeez. You've got to speed no, up your bed bouncing. It is very sweet and is very intimate, isn't it? And it I mean that in the best sweet. way. That's like um, the only way they could have done that. Yeah. Um, I forgot my notes. His red. Trying to dip it all of a sudden to the physical comedy sequence himself. I don't mean the sex. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, we just, they didn't lay down the nature coming. Moral quandary. Afterwards, he says he loves her, and I think we need that. I yeah, think he, he means it, though. Oh, no, he, to- no he totally means it. He yeah. does. But as the audience, I think we need, we need him to verbalize that yeah. he loves her for us to go, I don't uh, think. Because otherwise, the question is, did he take advantage yeah, of her? I is know. the question we're all I asking. I generally don't think he did. I oh, think no, I don't think no, no, so. No, we he's don't either. Bit, no, he's a bit challenged. But, but that's why the filmmakers yeah. put they, this in here. Yeah, otherwise we turn on He says it first. She says it second. Yeah. I mean, that's very soon to be saying that. tell Benny. Yeah. Another bathroom talk. And now Aiden Quinn's in the shower. I'm like, y'all got close real quick. Well, this yep. is what I was saying about. This is the only time he brings it up, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, so they're very loose if they're having that conversation. I don't know what that means. Uh, Benny said, oh, very close is what I should say. Very close <laughs> if they're having that conversation. Even, even if I've got a girl staying around my house, I don't really still have them in my bathroom while I'm having a shower. But, you know, it's fine. Yeah, people like that sort of thing. Um, Benny asks, <laughs> "How sick is she?" The answer is very sick. Mm. Do you realize you could be the next Buster Keaton, and that shuts him up? Yeah, uh, he's got ambition, and if anything, I do feel a little bit sad for him at the end because I, I kind of want him to be the next Buster Keaton. You kind of again skip. I want to skip. Ahead. Let's push... be honest. We see this film through but... through through Benny's eyes, don't we? 
Yeah, yeah, but why does he want to push him to be the next Buster Keaton? Because it's him as being... Because well, he has this do? moment where it's remarkable. Yeah, but that's fine. You, but he never had that drive to do that. If you well, he, Hang on, he's reading all this stuff about Buster Keaton. He watches all these old movies. Yeah, but just because I watch all these old movies about How James Dean it? and stuff, it doesn't mean I'm going to be you, the next James Dean, does it? But you went on and did a presentation in front of a park where basically you were Buster Keaton. And if he's going to be with his sister, surely he'd rather... Well, he doesn't know this well, part he doesn't yet. know this at this point, but if you've seen someone that's got natural talent... That's a bit scarier when he's got to take care of her. And does that mean he's then Because he's going to be home every night, that's one thing, but if well, he's that's, touring, that's a totally know, different that thing. kind of makes... Yeah, that mixes it up a bit, because how can they afford... Again, it dep- I don't if know... If he's at the video store, it's about it. Say, I don't know how the system in America works with... Um, that sort of thing with supporting people to look after people. I don't know that either. No, I don't. No. I don't know how that works. But America's not exactly famous for its. No, this yeah, is, yeah. Where the I think you get some support here if you are a carer, don't you? You get some. Yeah. But if he is literally going to go and be Charlie Chaplin out in parks and performing on, you know, uh, bars and then stuff, that's not good for his. Sister, how can he look after his sister? Nope. So. I mean, that's coming further into it, and that's a real-life situation, but how... Yeah, it's, it's difficult. This is, it's a very difficult it situation. It's so difficult. I thought this plot line was a bit... Because this is why the strange. Benny has been looking after June for 12 years. Yep. You know, um, he's been sacrificing that time. So I, I, I just think pushing him to be the next Buster Keaton or something, taking him away from... The family. He doesn't know. No, I know. But if that would pushing someone to be. If I said to you, Ian, you should be. You should be an actor in Hollywood. You're not going to be here doing a podcast if you're blooming doing a film. Let me, with, let me speak plainly. There's a guy I'm going to see next week. No, seriously, serious. There's a guy I'm going to see on on Thursday. Right. I'm off on this multi day stag do. As you know, I'm thrilled about. Yeah. You're volunteering. I love the guy. I love the guy who I'm going to support. Support. It's his. It's his. Whatever. Well, my, one of my absolute best friends. But the thought of spending multiple days with people I don't really know that well is not a good thing for me. Um. On that note, there's a guy though who I used to work with. He feels that I should be an actor. He he feels that he feels that he feels that teaching something that's holding me back. He says you should be an actor. He says you could be character actor he's not thinking tom cruise kind of thing but he thinks character acting he goes you could do that yeah i, and, I mean i would love to be an actor instead of teaching that'd be great you know, every, every time he sees it. me well, he doesn't. <laughs> every time he sees me he goes that's what you should do yeah you'd now, be a great he, character actor bless you thank you very much there you go i'm putting that there i'm complimenting you you should compliment me too megs i'm, <laughs> megs, I'm full of compliments for you just throwing that how much there. time you got um uh, don't, carry on carry on um and so um i'm, I'm all thrown <laughs> no, <laughs> you but, are, that's, but, that's but, but i'm gonna see him and every time he comes ahead and he goes you should be doing this you should be acting yeah and he, he's supported all the local stuff we've done and he goes i come and i see you and i see someone who that's what you should be doing whether it's on stage or screen you're good at this yep i mean it's very kind of you to say that thank you very much and then we have a mutual friend all of us the great the great stefan disliker Oh yes, <laughs> I know exactly. I was the number two rated uh, woman in lingerie. That's right in our local who area. Says, the number two, I will say that. Who says to me every time? Hope he doesn't ever listen to this, by the way. Oh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> if, if, if I tell him you're on this, he'll definitely listen. Oh um, no! Who says to me though? Every time I see him, you should be writing. 
Mm-hmm. Writing is your skill. I mean, you are good at that. Writing is what you should be doing. And I sit there and I go, hey, and these people aren't pressuring me. They're trying to change me. They're trying to go, look, you see yourself in this box. And I want you to know I see you as this. Mm-hmm. In case you need a little push in this direction, I see you here. Or I see you there. In both situations, it can be scary. But in the case of, and, and, and you know, I'm doing okay for myself professionally. You know what I mean? Like, yep. You do, yeah. You you you're well up there compared to me. I'm, in the I'm teaching doing, world. Okay, sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's primary and secondary two different worlds here in this country. Primary. But but I did find myself fortunate enough to find myself as like a head of faculty, so I'm doing okay, right? But these other things would be massive. Now I don't feel for a moment there. Oh, pressure's the wrong word because maybe. Because I do feel like I'm, I'm letting them down by not going down that road yet. But I am going, it's really great to hear someone who's considering my best interest and going, look, at the end of, you know, we've got a finite number of years. Oliver Platt, we've skipped the scene, but said it to Aiden Quinn earlier where he goes, you know, your life is passing you by. Yep, yep. Are you so, comparing yourself to Sam at this time? I'm comparing myself to... Or Aiden. Sam. Okay, I suppose. Well, oh, Sam yeah. and Benny a bit, a little bit, in the sense that there's, I. So when when Liam's going, you know, is he trying to direct him in this? It was you, I think, mm. you said that. Yeah, is he trying yeah, to yeah. direct him in this area? I'm going. I hear that literally from these two people. But what does that mean to give that up and move that direction? But the fact that someone says you could be more than this, I don't think that's pressure. I think it's them saying, "I believe in you. You are that good." Um, we were right, lucky you've enough. You've got to want it yourself. We were lucky enough, Megs and I, to see Georgia in her play last night. She was an awesome cat. She was, she was great. Perfect. Actually, perfect was this gentleman who I used to actually teach, who was the, who was one of the leads. Oh yes, he was very good too, the gray cat. And I got to see mm-hmm. him and go, "You are more." And so he's heard me say the speech. He was I was his English teacher all over the place. Yeah. And so he heard me at one point say, "You are." I, I said, "Tell my students I make you two promises. Number one, I am as smart as I say I am." Mm-hmm. Which sounds pretty cocky, but but hold up, because point number two is important because it links into point number one. I'm as smart as I say, and therefore, you're as smart as I say you are. Yep. Because I've been down this road before. I've seen this go before. If I say you're here, don't let someone push you off that ledge. Because sometimes parents want to put kids in and go, oh, you really that? It sounds a little bit optimistic. No, no, no. You are as smart as I say you are. What we yeah. do in this room means something. Yep. We've got enough experience to actually recognize when it does mean something, whereas I think this is just my objectionable view, but parents don't always get that view. I've and in this country, people that I can say, yeah. yes, this is someone who is special. And in this country, as the current system works, we, we grade our kids from one to nine. Nine mm-hmm. being exceptional, top of the top of the top. The top 2.5% get nines. The bottom one, 2.5% get ones or use or whatever it is. Yeah, that's but, me. But <laughs> no, it's not. Um, no, Liam. But I remember him asking me one day, how do I get a nine? And I was like, guy, it's not a formula. No. You know how you get a nine? You get a nine by knowing your stuff inside and out. Yeah. Surely if he did and, the drama stuff, though, he, well, he was He did good. English and yeah. with me, so language and lit, and he got nines in both mm-hmm. because he got there. But it wasn't because we had to memorize our formulas because just, let's just cultivate your, your mind into thinking the way yeah. that we think. And so to see him doing this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And so and so I remembered it last night, seeing him kind of wanting that. I'm going to just apply that same that thought process. Handshake. Yeah, it's a good handshake. Yeah, hand- I saw the handshake. 
And it's always humbling. You, you talk about it whenever I meet students who you've seen before. I do, yeah. I don't know it's too often that Megs has seen me one of the students I've taught before, I, I but that was a moment actually, last night. I, I had a picture with George. They all, whether they're been bad students, good students, they all have no, praise No, bless them. Yeah, yeah. They all look up to you. You can see it. Yeah. And there was, it was, it was a lovely was, moment where he wanted a little bit of, a little bit of advice. And I was like, all right, I got some yeah, advice for you. Yeah, he, he was very good. And Georgia, I will say, was very good. Georgia was well. excellent. Um, I, got a, I got a lovely picture of her. My top three selfie. things from that show were, were, the, were the gentleman, uh, Georgia, and the orchestra. They're yeah, my, the sort, orchestra of my, sort of my, my, sort of my, my well. top three. Definitely. Including a friend of the podcast, Debbie, who was in the orchestra. Yeah, so we haven't had Debbie on in a long time, but Debbie's great. sounded like backing tracks in a lot of occasions. They were fantastic. They were amazing. And Georgia was amazing. So, but when they we go to, why does he want him to be more than he is? Oh, because the option's leaving him here at the video store. You can't afford, what I wonder is where was he before he ended up? With his, was it his cousin who he ended up with before? He's kind of an enigma. I think that's what we need, but yeah, I hear you. I know, but you're kind of like... He kind of blew into town, didn't he? He's obviously always been into these old movies because that's what he stylized himself and he knows the words and he knows the actions. He's obviously spent a lot of his life looking at these movies and you... I'm I'm intrigued by what his upbringing was and what led him to... I know we don't get that in the film, but it's... It's like what led him to that cousin who the cousin isn't interested in him no, no interest at whatsoever. all. The cousin gets rid of him on a game of cards and he goes to Benny and June. And then obviously... What kind of beer? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? It's, it's interesting because he would be the type of person that would intrigue me in a real-life situation. Let's just look at Johnny Depp. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I know he does look like Johnny Depp, but he's, he's a bit too young for me now because obviously I'm, um, you know, older than Johnny Depp at that point. Oh, so. considerably. Exactly. <laughs> so I wouldn't be even interested in that, but still it's, it's no, intriguing, fine. isn't it, where his yeah. character came from and we don't get these answers. No. We don't get enough. I don't, I don't think, think you're supposed to, though. We don't get enough information No, because he has to be an enigma. He does. Any of the characters, yeah. to be honest. Because he has to be an enigma to, to fit yeah. in with um, so, June. June. So we find out at the same time that Aiden finds out, or Benny finds yeah. out. Yeah, and so it's like a mutual discovery of everyone's character, I guess. Mm. Um, where were we at. We're not on the bus yet, are we? No. <laughs> We've talked about the bus Sam a lot. goes in the video shop for a shop. Sorry. Back at the mechanic, William H. Macy apparently works in Hollywood. Yeah. Something great. Well, again, so he know. convinces people you know. He convinces Liam, him to give Sam know? a showcase. <laughs> Ruthie comes in to get her car and she's shutting on, everything down. He asks her out again. He couldn't be nicer and she's like, No, my life's pretty complicated right now. And if he just goes, Hang on, hang on. She, can I talk to ass. you? Yeah. Can I talk to you for a second? She she went down in my estimations. Then she's because, got her line, and once she gets it out, that's fine. Get your line out. Yeah. But then say, Can I can I please speak to you? Yeah, exactly. Because she knows that he's got the difficult sister. Yes. And I mean, she's an ex Hollywood actress or whatever she is. Yes. So she, you know, she knows she's up there in the estimations of men, probably. And she likes estimations to die. of men. Well, you know, if you've been in a proper movie at some point, you're like, oh, you know. She seems a bit. I think the problem with this is she feels like she went, she made this joke of a movie. Well, then she came home. She does say that she's not a very good actress. She doesn't want to. Yeah, she, she doesn't want to see it. No, so maybe she's got past that. If anything, I think Sam helps her get over the idea of it. You know, you were better than you and think. You've got very blue eyes. So she's like Aiden oh. Quinn. 
Yeah, he does. You know, blue, blue blue eyes yeah, are a plus, I, th- I think, yeah. He can fix a car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a plus always. Is it? Well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> In this situation. All right. So, you know, she's. but I think she could be a bit more forgiving because I know he snubbed her a bit. As we said before, he could have come around hers for a beer, but... He's thinking of his sister. He can't leave her alone because if he leaves her alone, she's going to go set fires or something or she's going to go and stop traffic with a snorkel on or she's going to go and attack a bus, clearly. And he knows that. We don't know that yet. No. Because we haven't seen that. No. She knows that. (laughs) Imagine this, you're jumping ahead. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, this is the, that, that was the, the big moment of the film, so you need to carry on. I'll get there. Um, so uh, he asked her, so I complicated. June doesn't like that Betty is doing this for Sam. Uh, Betty and June get into a fight about what Sam wants and who he is. He's not my smell. And then says, we have to tell him. And Sam, I do, I do agree. They they did need to tell. Yes, him. at this point, Sam tries to tell them they're a couple, and there's lots of isolated close-ups. She does a whole like. Face, I'm gonna hide like, my face. In her face. It was really cute because it kind of it lets that innocence of you know we're a couple, but we're not like. Aiden Quinn yeah. then grabs Johnny Depp and throws yeah. him out of the house. You Which can understand why he goes off the road. I can totally understand why he because goes off he's the rails. forgiven a relationship many times. Oh, I don't think it's that. Well, no? she chucked him out no. for clearing the house earlier because he's making too much noise. So I, now he's thrown her out. For, he's thrown him out. For, I think I said he infantilizes his sister. Because mm. if she's the one you got to give your whole life up, he sees her as a child. Do you think, though? So if she's a, a child. Jealous, if she's a child. No, I don't think he is. I think, she, I think it's no, the idea that he sees her as a child and therefore she's, she's a child. had more success with Johnny Depp than he has with, Ju- uh, with Rufy. He sees her as a child, therefore Dude. if she's sexualized, then he's doing something wrong. Yeah. See, now I see it different. I see it the same as uh, Megan. Because oh, really? I, I see he could have had he, his night out with Does Rufy. he treat her like an adult at any point in this movie? Uh, to this point? Yeah, probably not, but that's not how, that's, I, that's not how I saw it. So that's, my, that's my theory. Though. I thought that was because... When, when he's out in the park and he goes and steps on the step yeah. himself and pushes it down, he says, oh, you, you two can go and do your thing. He doesn't think do your thing means well, yes, do I know, her. <laughs> he says to them, you can go. But surely before Johnny Depp was around, he couldn't just send her off to do her thing on her own. Theoretically, yeah. Yeah. So now that Johnny Depp's around, yep. he, can, he can say to her, you can go off with Johnny Sam of course. and do your thing. And then he goes and practices step on the step himself. So is he kind of, I don't know. Again, it's, it's, a, it's a situation whether he's taken advantage of Johnny Depp being around that he can then spend time with his sister so he has time on it by himself. But then he should have been spending that with um, Rufy, potentially. But well, Rufy doesn't want to see him right now. So right now it's the idea that he can just be free of june for a few minutes i think he's either that because he spent 12 years with her yeah so just having some quiet time i think he spent all that time looking after his sister and giving up so much of his life for his sister that once she he sees her with johnny depp and that they're together really I think that is him going, well, hang on a minute. I gave up everything for you, and now you're dropping me. Oh, I totally... That's, that's how I read it. I totally think he sees her as a child. Maybe he does. And therefore, but- and therefore, when Johnny Depp's like, yeah, I'm with her, he's like, oh, that's... No, no, no. In a real life... It's, it's anger, isn't it? 
In a yeah, but situation. But why is the anger at him? Because if it's your argument, the anger should be at her. But he's not going to put it at his sister, is he? He's going to aim at somebody else. Theoretically else's. not, I guess. But my theory is definitely going to put it at the other guy. In a real life situation. Yeah, but either way he is, isn't he? If you had a sister. I have a sister. Who was. Okay, no, she's not that. <laughs> <laughs> he would, you know, you had to look after and you had to spend 12 years of your life, you know, making sure she yep. was okay. Almost like and a parent, one might say. For a yeah, child. Had to parent. Yes, exactly. It's like having your own child. But then someone comes along who potentially could take that on for you. But he sleeps with the child. <laughs> but if they're both happy with that, is that okay? <laughs> and this is where... It's, it's very, and this is where the hard part... I hear what you're saying. It's very difficult. This is where the hard part of the movie comes from me, yeah. which is, is June able to make decisions for herself? legally I not what Emily's like I'm done let me skip it ahead I'm, no, d- I'm done telling you how you should live what do I, you want to do no I mean legally she shouldn't be by herself suggest she doesn't have power of eternity over so her life so why do they say that she can go to work she could possibly go to work and she could possibly live there's on her own there's a difference between that and what this is isn't there well yeah but I think the way that they shot the scene where they first kiss and that she's the first one to oh, initiate yeah. yeah it's important I think if they they hadn't have done that, then it would be problematic. My question is, does this film age well? No. I think it's, it's in 93, it was how, a lot easier than it is now. Well, of course it is, because you know more how, about mental health and stuff now, now where we didn't then. So say it was a film now about somebody with their sister. Who There's no way this film autism. gets made now. No way. No. Well, no way at all. She's got mental health issues and yeah. he doesn't. They would have to say but, he does well, for this to work. Does he? Does he? That's the problem, though. It's left ambiguous. It is ambiguous. That's Here, the they problem. would have to make it explicit. I read it either, like he is. I think he, you're probably right. Yeah. Either he does have mental health issues, I think he's autistic. Or yeah. he High is functioning. ambiguous and a bit quirky. You just don't know, don't you? It's not really a health condition. Well, you, you don't, got a case of quirky. Doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> specify because he's just staying with his cousin. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not made yep. enough explicit so you know. I, I gotta power through this because going for a while. I told you. <laughs> um, so uh, he physically thrown out of the out of the house. I love him. She says she says that about him. He goes, "Yeah, well, Aww. you're crazy." And this is when Betty decides now's the time to talk to her about the group home. Yeah, now's the time. He should have done. I mean, bless him. He's done a lot for her. But she goes, "I hate you." If he if she did go in the group home, would that be easier for him? He could live his life. Again, oh, way why is he saying for... out of anger? Why is he saying out of anger? He's he's at his last limit. No, now. he shouldn't say out of anger. But for him to have a quality of life and her to have a quality of life, maybe he should have considered it earlier. I don't know. I don't have this situation in my life, so I can't no. say. It's very difficult. Um, he asks later that night if she wants anything. She says tapioca. And raisins. And she used to hate raisins. Yeah. Only because Johnny Depp. Had of course. Them with her. Yeah. They're all at a tapioca. So yeah. Benny drives away and Sam's in the tree. June burns the picture of them as kids. As Sam knocks at the window, she goes out to meet him. We're kept inside the house. We don't hear what they're talking about. Ben goes to the diner, knocks on the back door, and asks for tapioca from Ruthie. She thinks it's a line. <laughs> hey, baby. Got any tapioca? <laughs> I mean, I For still reasons. think she's she should have been more understanding. Oh, she totally should have been more understanding here because she should have been. They go to the bus. And I'm going. Oh, I guess the kids are running the way together. I guess. 
Uh, she's got a lunchbox, and he's got. So here's my other problem: is that uh, she she's infantilized even in this scene. She's got a lunchbox, mm. right? Yeah. He's got the he's luggage. Got suitcases, yeah. Technically, I think he's kidnapping her here. I Well, I don't think he realizes. Legally, I think he is. I don't know. Oh, okay. Again, I never we, don't, that deep. <laughs> we don't see the conversation that happens before this goes on. So we don't see what they've said to each other. We don't know what he said to her. If I said to you, yeah. her legal guardian is Benny, would you be surprised? No, because that's then her this brother. Is yeah. <laughs> but... If you're you're in love with somebody and they say to you, "We're going to go and run away," but she's we're doing go it on her own free will, she, as such. right? But the probably, whole idea is that she doesn't have mental competency to make she, decisions for herself. Okay. Her brother has just said to her, "I don't want you seeing this man anymore." Uh, so she, in her head, she's probably like, "I do want to see him. I love him." Mm-hmm. My brother is saying I can't. Mm-hmm. The only way I can see him, he hates me. Up. She says, yeah. "Exactly, I couldn't run away with him." However, Sam doesn't realize that the whole trauma of getting on the bus with the sounds and the uh the fight the you just had and moving away forever fight, and yada yada yeah this, you know it's not routine it's unpredictable where you're going to end up well, how they are they going to get money got nowhere they're going to do you know what i mean it's it's very unpredictable and sensory overload and sensory overload right. is what is going to get her so uh, sam I don't think realized how big a, an issue it was going to be at that point. Well, we were told agitation is one of her symptoms. Mm-hmm. This would be a natural time for these symptoms to manifest themselves. And the camera is so tight on June as she mm-hmm. descends into these symptoms. She starts talking to herself, which we were told about by Benny earlier mm-hmm. in the film. He tries to sort of answer for them. That's not what you do. No. Sam hasn't seen these on these level before, no. so he's not really dealing with them well. Eventually, Sam has to ask the driver to stop the bus. And Sam is kicked out of the bus by the medics, the orderlies, when they show up. And everybody from the bus is waiting outside. Benny shows up, and they stop him. And if Sam just goes, so if Benny just goes, that's my sister, yeah, they probably let him through. But again, he just decides not to say the thing he needs to say at the time he needs to say it. And instead, Sam is given the privileged place in the ambulance. Uh, during the filming of the scene, uh, they had a hard time with this because there was a house party right by where this uh, scene was being filmed. Oh, no. Uh, after hours of retakes, uh, the director bribed the local party goers with a cornucopia of food from the crew's food tent, <laughs> which pacified them long enough to finish the scene around midnight. Oh, okay. Uh, Mary Stuart Masterson told the director she has no memory of filming the scene. Wow. Um, you see, when I've been into like a deep scene, I would probably get into that mode. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Because yeah. as I said to Liam earlier, it was all shot from out like the bus looking in. Yep. So you've got to go through this whole period of time where you're like, you know, going for the, the top end of your emotions. You're very good which at this. she would have been going for do you know what i mean that's one of those compliments you're looking for really. I, i'm getting a compliment here yeah. this is a compliment i can I do high emotions there you go um <laughs> so when you're doing your your scene where you can get the high end of emotions you probably wouldn't want to remember it because it's emotional <laughs> if you know what i mean no meg's a very good actress everybody just, hey, just so i can say I that compliments <laughs> yes that's the second compliment i just witnessed here we are <laughs> what was the first compliment you're just saying you're very good. I said at your you're very good. At oh, hey, hey, there you go. Um, <laughs> the nurse won't let uh, Benny see her, 
And I'm like, he is Howard Attorney. I'm sure of this. This would not be allowed. He is the legal guardian. He would be given he access would, to it. So he would, yeah, he would yeah, be on yeah, her yeah. Red, and she uh, knows, medical record. She knows him. So exactly. uh, this, isn't, this isn't that woman yet. No, no, no. But if he's used to seeing that lady anyway, and that's her medical. No, no, it's not this woman yet. This is when he's at the desk at the hospital trying to get access to her. If he's on her medical record, yeah, but isn't that other lady they speak to? There's an office there. It's not the same one. No, would she not? Would he not be on her medical? But surely he'd be on the record. Like he'd be the power of attorney. Absolutely, would be. Yeah. Um, She doesn't want to see Benny, and she doesn't want to leave. We're told by Doctor Harvey or whatever her name is, Mm. which is someone who he knows. Yep. Uh, he goes to leave and runs into Sam and commits some minor assault and says, I hope you're happy. I want you to stay far away from my sister. Sam says no. At which point then uh, Benny says to Sam, you're an idiot. You're a first rate moron. And he goes, you're scared. I used to look up to you, but now I can't look at you at all. And he yeah. carries on looking at him. <laughs> He only looked up to him, though, when he saw some profit in what he was doing. This is Sam Sam saying to... This is Sam to Benny, not the other way around. Oh, this is Sam to Benny. Okay, not the other way around. No, I don't think Benny ever looks up up to Sam. He just kind of believes in him. Uh, Some more train spotting, Mm. uh, because he goes walking by some trains like he's in a music video in the 1990s, like Soul Asylum. Runaway train train never going back. Uh, is this a link for Benny and the fact he could be off to somewhere? Yep. Uh, either way, it's a chance for some Joe Cocker. I love Joe Cocker. Yeah, I do. Uh, do you get the Wonder Years over here? Yes. Uh, what would you do if I sang out of tune? Boom, boom, boom. Would you stand up and walk out on me? Oh I've put something forward for the Patreon backers. Uh, some piece of content we're going to do called Media Madness. Ooh. We're going to have a single elimination tournament on a topic. It could be TV, movie. It could be music-based. And they will give us a list of things, and we will have a knockout tournament from 64 all the way down to one. Ooh. So the first one we're going to do is top TV sitcoms. Ooh. So, for instance, Ooh. Cheers versus Friends. What Ooh. wins? Ooh. I actually prefer Cheers. Huh? I prefer Cheers. Then you have a Friends episode. Love friends. You give me I, those two back to back. I close. Close. I've never seen yeah. Friends in the right order. Really? Because it always you know used Netflix to be. puts it in order for you. <laughs> yes, I know. But and you told me you had Netflix as one of your streaming services. I do have Netflix. However, back in the day when it used to be on, it used to be on Channel Four. It did. But it's always on, like whenever I tuned in, it'd be like series two. And now when I tune in again, it'd be series four. And I'd be like, who's together with who? I don't know. Friends it's is like, great. Friends I do, is good. I do Friends need to watch it properly. Friends actually took the slot of Cheers. Yeah. Once yeah. Cheers I finished. do need to watch so, it properly. Uh, if you're a Patreon, look at the group chat. We've got a message up for you. I'll get Georgia to put it up in the Patreon, uh, on Patreon as well. So there we go. Um, there we go. Uh, so... Sam is Sam. around. Ruthie's waiting for an update. Benny's is very tired. He's staring at a Jack in the Box. It's a Jack in a Box. Jack in a Box. Jack in a Box. Y'all. They're not uh, coming in, in my box. house. I'm banning the Jack in the Boxes. Great shot from behind <laughs> Sam at the hospital, looking up at the hospital. Benny then goes into the video store to talk to Sam, and Sam's great. Sam's doing a really good job. He's giving people like really specific like instructions about yeah. like uh, what they should be doing, what they should watch. 
kind of like what we do here at the BFE. And he's very uh, good for people, isn't he? There's a Buster Keaton poster in the background. There is, and there's also um, uh, later on. There's like a Charlie Chaplin hat and cane, and in the window. I used to like Laurel and Hardy. I used to watch a few of those with me. Just it's kind of like a British version of uh, yeah, all these, yeah, yeah. Um, and should we see that? Nah, let's skip it. Dan Hedia <laughs> gives our heroes the room number, but also tells us that Garvey is now the villain they need to overcome. Um, I've got my notes. I'd be very surprised if this piece of score didn't inspire of a Sam Love theme from Love Actually. So do you know the, the the little boy who's in love in Love Actually? Yes. The drummer. Liam Neeson's kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's like a little piece of music that sort of backs him up. Yeah. And it sounds very similar to what was going on at this part of the film. Oh, okay. Is it based on it? No, I looked no, for it no, to no. see if there was any link, but I just said, uh, I just, it's, that, that's, a, that's a, an Ian original. I can't Ian give any. Ian theory. Yeah, it's an Ian theory. Which is not cemented. That's just a theory. An Ian theory. <laughs> it's not cemented. Do not listen to this. Dan Hedia gives our heroes the room number, but also tells us that Garvey's the villain. Oh, I said that already. Sam throws his hat into uh, the span of the locked door, and it traps the entrance to the restricted area. <gasps> There's three orderlies, and Sam gives himself up with the iconic shot from the film sliding on his knees and saying, Mommy. This shot of him sliding on his knees and sort of a point of view shot from the orderlies, that is the shot I remember from this film. That was great. No, that ain't what I remember, but yeah, that was a great shot. I don't remember that. I don't know what I remember from it, but it's not that. It was great. It's a great little slide. I mean, that's a power slide, isn't it? All right. I prim- I probably remember the park bit more than that. Really? It's got it's got it's got a lot This of, is the single shot I remember. It's really? got it's got some gravity to it, hasn't it? So yep. he's coming towards again, it's another Buster Keaton thing. The Buster Keaton esque thing, yeah. Yeah, coming forward to the camera, isn't it? He gives himself up so that so Benny can continue. Of course. Okay. He approaches the door, and by he I mean Benny, not Sam. He asks if she'd like to live in her own apartment. And there's one in Ruthie's building available. And she goes, yeah, you'd let me live in an apartment. That's convenient. He goes, I'm through making those decisions for you. So if he's making the decisions for her, doesn't that mean that he's got power of attorney? If there's room in her apartment and he's... Yeah, but maybe he's just... I don't know. If he makes decisions for her... He doesn't need to make them for her. If he gets his own apartment in her apartment space and there's room there then if who gets the apartment if he gets the apartment who's he uh benny so say why does ben need to get an apartment there say but he's got a house her and she's got an apartment space hey baby i like yourself about the apartment next to you there's a there's a space next to your apartment all right yeah say me and you are brothers or (laughs) um (laughs) close friends that we grew up together say we're close friends yeah yeah. Uh, well i'm just saying right because of the whole situation. <laughs> this is a very um, weird situation for you to uh, The mic's oh. the thing to the side of your face, just out of curiosity. There you go. There you are. Hello. I'm and say I wasn't, this. like I am with technology, I'm not very good, right? You help me out. That's true. Okay. You're not very good at technology. Does that mean you're, you're a power attorney good, uh, over uh, me? No, this is totally, you was helping. this is totally, totally different, though. Ian's taking you in to imagine to help you with your situation with the technology there's a difference between you can't use technology <laughs> and you've got a, a mental illness that requires me that power you, of attorney over no, you no you don't have a mental illness 
<laughs> Someone's cut off. That's all I know. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. <laughs> Is that my compliment? <laughs> Just because it gets you. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, um, and so... Uh, I think he does have power attorney over her. But I think I he does have legal decision-making process. But I just don't Which feel... Which is what we mean power attorney. We mean he can legally make... Dis- no, Betty can legally make decisions on her behalf. Because obviously she's not making any money herself. She's They're saying she doesn't have... Herself. She doesn't have the mental competency he, to make decisions he, of her own. Is he still paying for her apartment, though? Is oh, I, he, of course oh he absolutely he is. Of course so he is. Even if, for example, yeah. Sam yeah. is... Say Sam is here. Maybe you can work at this. Sam helps take take care of some of the apartment bills. And even if she gets a part-time job, she takes care of part of it. In the meantime, he will be footing the bill. Of course. But if you're in Sam's position, even if... No, if you're in Benny's position, if Sam is here, surely he'll be helping out with some of those family positions. <laughs> you know. Are we seeing Megan crash? I think so. I think so. Um, if Sam's over here, you mean over here, like working at the video store? Yes. Okay. I think Sam will be helping with providing money for the apartment. Yeah, sure. Trying to, yeah. But I think the other and person. Sam would try and help out where he can. And I think for Sam, he was already paying for a housekeeper. So actually, well. if he's paying for rent, mm-hmm. is that a better use of his money than. It's probably the same amount of money. Yeah. All things probably. being equal. Yeah. 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 So. And I think they'd be a nice little couple just left to their own devices and well, getting on. I guess the movie leaves us. For the that, well, that there. is where the movie leaves you. It is. I have one question yeah. there, right? Okay, go on. This apartment that Ruthie lives at where she could, that says management on her door. She's the manager of the apartment building, yes. Right. So don't you need to be there quite a lot of the time? The Why movie you... tells us no. Well, Exactly. But aren't you supposed to be if you're the... I think she's... I don't know if she owns the building or if she just manages the building. I don't know what it is. But she's out all hours of the night waitressing. So... Well, the movie needs her to be there for tapioca, doesn't it? (laughs) I think the problem with this film is that it doesn't give us enough answers for a lot of questions. I think the problem is that it gives us the answers, but it's just really simplistic. Because I thought... It doesn't doesn't give you enough information. No. It's like... She has a building. (laughs) Sorry, she has an apartment in the building. That's convenient. Because I thought the whole point of her moving in. I think Benny went in, like, sat on the bed, went, yeah, it's a good bed. (laughs) I'm sat on your bed now. That means everything, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I think Ruthie uh, is living in that apartment building, and she's the manager of that building. But I think the the whole point. I I think the whole point of um, June moving in is that she kind of keeps an eye on her and help her. Yeah. But how can she be doing this if she's working as a waitress in a cocktail but serving tapioca? Uh, like all hours of the night that much is true <laughs> exactly so uh, it makes no sense to me it, it, pr- it provides you- an opportunity where you'd go look she's safe do you- i know movie's got a movie but yeah, that's, that's, that's basically what that this just is. doesn't work does it i mean you would assume in this country you get some sort of support to you know live your daily life and afford your rent and stuff like that I don't. I don't know what that's like in America. This is what I said earlier. I don't know what that's like in America. Never do I. But you get some support. You know, if you if you had diagnosed challenges, you would have some support, wouldn't you? With 
I don't think so. Things like that. Wouldn't, so, that's, that's, hope so. that's a kind of sort of a, a support housing, isn't it? So that's yeah. like, a, like a halfway thing. So you kind of integrate into society as such. I would imagine Ben's your, getting some sort of funding from the government to help take care of his sister. Because, bless him, he's, he's a lovely guy. He spent a lot he's of got his blue life. Eyes. He's got, got blue eyes. Blue eyes. <laughs> blue eyes. Just look into his blue eyes. Ben, he's got blue eyes. Benny with his blue eyes. Anyway, <laughs> he's got, you know, he's looking after his sister, but it's got to be a point where... He's got to let go. I, even if I had family to look after, I would still want to support my family, but I would still want to support myself. So there's got to be a point where you can do a bit... You can do... A bit of both. A bit of both, as you said. Yes. We've jumped way ahead again. <laughs> I know. So where are we here? I don't this um, Anybody listening to this is going, oh, well, that's not the film I saw. <laughs> Man. I the end uh, Where we are here. Come on, Ian. Uh, Dan... <laughs> Dan Hedia gives our heroes the room number, but also tells us that Garvey is the villain and needs over. Officer, oh, ready? He said that, yeah. uh, he my job, man. Asks how she like live in her own apartment. There's in Ruthie's building. You let me live in an apartment. I'm through making decisions for you. Apparently, they're going to skip that. That's where we are. They can hear each other really well through a door, which really surprised me. She thinks that she scared Sam off and Benny would never let her have him. And she says, you need me to be sick. I was like, whoa. Which goes back That's to, heavy. Yeah, but that swings back to when he got angry about them two being together. Yep. Because she said, you need me to be sick. I you need some. You need me to be, to be looked after. It's difficult because it lends the theory that he's not quite securing himself he's as not it is. you need me to be sick and that justifies so, the decisions you make in your life yeah yeah both of them together work out well because they're both challenged mm-hmm. if that makes any sense in a in a nice way but he i mean his challenges come across as he's, he can't read he can't write that's the only challenges he's presented with in the film anyway yep because he can't read the application for his job, he can't write the answer, but otherwise he comes across as quite intelligent with his, you know, comedy and his ability to, to he understands films, he understands Buster Keaton, he understands Ch- Charlie Chaplin, so he's obviously got that going on for him. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very interesting take on both the characters, isn't it? It is, it is. Because you're kind of taking both of them at a certain level. To match each other almost. So it's like, where do you take both of them as a couple? I don't know, but Dr. Harvey says, is there any reason why I shouldn't have you arrested? And that then turns into, we should have one more talk together as a group in a room. <laughs> yeah. Another talk. Dr. Garvey pushes for the group home. Sam then like slides by the window in the other iconic shot. Which is and him yeah. holding on to this rope as he sort of like swings, just swings by. Yeah. Um, June says she wants to try living in her own apartment, which is the one line of this film I remembered all these years later. Fair, en- fair enough for her, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, if she can have some independence. Yep. And st- you, ideally, she would have somebody that she can have her independence with in a in a group, like, place, but someone who can also have an eye on her at the same time, if yeah, that makes but- any sense. I find this a bit of a hard stretch, only because... It's hard, isn't it? 
they were yeah. saying at the beginning of the movie she can't be on her own and now they're know, saying that she's going to this housing i know where ruthie herself is working but, down at the waitress bar and she's not really looking on at people she's more like a superintendent she like was in trouble, if things though, go wrong yeah. was when how she can was, i help you the yeah. only time she was in trouble though when she was apparently trying to light things on fire or when she was going around the snorkel going around the cars but if she's got someone to stop her from doing that in a home setting, then is she Sam might moving be okay. in with her? Is she oh, be in I think that's the assumption. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because Sam, you would assume Sam's Sam was hanging the, out with Ruthie anyway already. The bus, he's seen her, so he knows. He's seen a worse version of her. It hasn't yeah. scared him off. Well, so if that did, then around. we would have seen him in a bad light, wouldn't we? Yeah. Well, exactly, and he keeps on going, so you would assume it keeps on going. I don't know. It's 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 a difficult one, though, isn't we it? We get a close up of the hitching. I'm like, I bet that's going to break, and it does, but it's just for a laugh. Again, it's a comic thing, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. June Walk tries to find the words to apologize, but Benny just grabs her hand and says, "He knows." Outside. Oh, hear me. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Sam and June embrace. He's got a wrapped ankle. That's as bad as things went with the uh, thing. Uh, <laughs> With the fall. With the fall, yeah. Back to the apartments. He's got two batches of roses. Ruthie's wearing a rose-colored dress, as luck would have it. Um, He says his life's a lot is complicated now. Ruthie embraces the flowers as Benny goes in to see June. Benny sees June grilling grilled cheese uh, with the iron under Sam's supervision as we get 500 miles one more time. I want to try it's that. Come I really full do. Well, you figure out some bread how and I'll you, figure out some cheese. I don't I literally don't have I have an iron. iron. I have an iron. You don't have any bread, though. No, not right now. You're going to have to wait delay in a week okay. or something. Okay. Have you got any bread with you? <laughs> with him so that is the end uh that is the end of our movie we get 500 miles and there we go i feel like we have walked 500 miles just to be the man who walked a thousand miles and fall down at your door I just want some bread now so I can iron it. Oh, that's the wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the end. We are in the end game now. I love. That's a classic. You need to watch How Much Your Mother. There's a whole like episode around that song. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I All love it. All it did was, though, because it was on a weird train at the beginning. It just cemented to me that there were going to be a couple by the end because it was all about, I would walk 500 miles and I would walk But he's not walking. He's on a train. Just a... Well, still. <laughs> and I they, would travel on a train for 500 miles. they would travel that far to get to each other. Indeed. Yeah. Did it need um, that song, though? Let's go. Liam, it's been a while. It has been a while. Random word, buddy. Random word. Yep. Uh, painting. 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 Decent. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. Is that the gif? That's a gif, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's not oh, a random geez. gif that's painted in someone's random The money, room. money, <laughs> money. Where are we at with the money? Uh, I'm looking up some stuff here in my... Uh, in my... <laughs> 
cell phone here. Uh, Benny and June, how much did it make box office? Ooh. Where are we at? Let's start with uh, Liam. Uh, how much was it to make? Uh, there's no budget, really. Oh, okay. You said this made... It's hard. Not much, 500 I would miles say. a hit. So I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm dead. I don't know what has to do with the box office. <laughs> well, I must have got some exposure. Yeah, I, I suppose it, so. If I made it a hit. Yeah. You know, Xanadu was a great soundtrack. Sure. Xanadu. I'm just saying. People say it's a shit film. It might be, but okay. I still love it. Um, I'll take your word for that. I'm going to say... Ooh, uh, <laughs> $1.4 million. One point four million. Um, Max. Um, One point four million. Yeah. Okay, Max. <laughs> um, I had n- I had not heard of this film before you said big. it to me. Um, I thought I was well versed in Johnny Depp films. But obviously, I wasn't well versed in Johnny Depp films because so? I did not. <laughs> this one. So um, you thought it was one point four. Million. Million. Um, 750,000. Wow, you're both like ridiculously low. <laughs> <laughs> it's 30 million. Oh, really? Oh, really? 30 million. Oh okay. oh, okay. The awards. Only one Golden Globe nomination. Okay. What do you think it went for? Golden Globe for Acting. Best Actress for Her. No. Oh, uh, it is acting related. It is acting related. Johnny Depp. Yeah, really. Johnny Depp, comedic actor. Yeah. Has he? Has Johnny Depp ever won? What has he won for acting credits? Uh, I don't know specifically. I know he's nominated for an Oscar for Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl. Has he ever? He's not won. He's won. The first one's fantastic. He's not won an an Oscar for acting, though, has he? No, not that. No, no, not an Oscar. No. Has he won anything else for acting? Uh, I'm looking here. Let me take a look. I'm just curious. He won a Razzie. Curiouser and curiouser. <laughs> he has won a Golden Globe. For? I think it's for the tourist. The really? Tourist. Which is... Is that... Are they going around Japan in that? or have I? Uh, no, sorry. That? He won the Golden Globe for Sweeney Todd, the Demon oh, Barber of Fleet Street. I did which I do Sweeney enjoy, Todd. but yeah. yes, it's not the best. They cut out all the chorus singing in Sweeney Todd. They cut out all the throats. Oh, yes. that's right, yes. They cut out all the interesting <laughs> bits in that film. He was good in that. I, I do love Tim Burton, and I do love like Johnny Depp from Tim Burton films because I love the gothic kind of I actually thought that, of, um, that uh, Sasha Bowen Cohen that. was better Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah, no, no, he in was what? good in that in as well. Dim Fleet Street in, uh, Demon. <laughs> Is he in that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do love a bit of Tim Burton and, and Johnny Depp, but... Be sure you know, you're talking to the mic. That's I, it. Am. I am. Not beside the, the mic. I am, the mic. I am talking to the mic. I love a bit I, of Tim Burton. And oh, when I was younger, because like, I wanted to do Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd was on Sweeney my list. Sweeney Todd. Well, we might have you it did. locally soon. Yeah, but I won't be able to play Sweeney Todd. I'd be able to play the Alan Rickman part. Well, that's not bad, though. It's not bad, but it's not... It's a, I, I'll join so it's you. A, <sighs> I have range, apparently. Says who? Hey. <laughs> Says you. Can I mean that? Sweeney Todd. There you go. Can I mean that? Did I really? Yeah, well, you said that in a previous thing. Oh, did I? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, I did mean it. You're very good. <laughs> 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 who would you cast as who? Oh, no. 
Um, <laughs> you would be. I'll let you go Benny. first. I'd probably cash as Ruthie, Max. I'll yeah. be Ruthie. Probably, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll go for that. I'm the actress that's got some experience in some horror movies. I'm yeah. like, I'm kind of still cool, but I'm not quite that cool to have a relationship with you or your sister. Are, 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 you, are, are you a suit? Who am I playing? I'll be Ruthie. Am I Mr. Am I Mr. Blue Eyes? Is that what just happened there? Blue Eyes, yeah. Well, there you go. You're more Johnny Depp than I am. Yeah. I'll give you that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could be Johnny Depp. I'm more. I'm more Aiden Quinn, which you know he's not a very interesting part. Well, let me phrase that. No, he's he's not a very interesting actor, but the I, part's not bad. You know what? Yeah. Though yeah. I think he's got more acting to do than Johnny Depp has to do. Because Johnny Depp's Johnny an idea. Depp, all Johnny Depp has to do is a bit of a vacant kind of mimic. I'm a vacant kind of mimic. As you said, he's got... <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just got a bit of a... Captain Jack Sparrow going on. To be fair, all your visual pantomime is really hard on audio <laughs> format. You look my, like Captain Jack Sparrow my, as my a zombie. Right now, I'm looking very Jack Sparrow. Anyway, he's, he's just got more of a, a vacant look as opposed to the actual acting. You don't see him cry. You don't see him get... Um, no. Uh, too upset. Whereas Johnny Depp, I, I love Johnny Depp. I love Tim Burton films. I love gothic films. You'd love The Crow. Oh, flippity dippity. <laughs> I've seen The Crow. That's like episode 13 or something <laughs> like that. I've seen that. The that great romantic it's comedy. Romantic comedy. Uh, <laughs> it's such an old joke. It's a deep cut. I only, I only <laughs> love Johnny Depp, though, when he's actually properly acting a part. And if he's just doing a vacant... You don't think he's acting here? But how much is it? Seriously, if I'm acting a very vacant kind of yeah. innocent kind of, yeah, he's not acting much, is he? He's just basically doing uh, Buster I'm, Keaton. I'm acting an innocent part. It's not right. to me. It doesn't seem that much of an acting role. But I don't know if that's because I'm a bit older and I'm acting. He's acting, but part. he's not. There's not range. There's no range of no. acting in it. No. No. You know how you see Leo in um well, not Leo. I, I like Leo. Leo. I love Leo. How me too. Yeah. When you see him in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, you see a range of he, Leo. Agreed. I would where you don't see Johnny agree. Depp as or a Shutter range Island. I'm like, Shutter I have, Island, yeah, yeah. Yes, I have seen Shutter Island and I have seen Gilbert Grape. And I think Gilbert Grape is probably the best acting I've seen Leo do. He's brilliant. I'm trying to remember what in won our number world. one spot because we, we did a whole real roundtable on Leo. Mm. We did a whole real round, not on Shutter Island, but we did a real roundtable where we rate all of Leo DiCaprio's films. Yeah. Basketball Diaries, never good news. I want to think that what won was. Ooh, I don't know what did win, come to think of it. Because Gilbert website. Grape, he, does, he plays a disabled character. He does. But he does it in such a way that you're like. Wow, I believed I've never, him. I've when never I first watched that, him. I didn't really know him. I believed him. I've That's seen the problem. Him never do that before. Betty and, and you're June like, wow. happens in the middle of a stream of yeah. actors playing roles with people and with mental difficulties. Johnny Depp, Rain Man, yeah, Rain Man. All, all yeah. Johnny Depp has to do is play Radio. a character that's kind of a Horse bit. Jump. Yep. Charlie Chaplin esque. Yeah, you're not wrong. He's got to do the physical comedy. I am Sam. It's oh, a good film. He doesn't oh. have much to say. Oh. You love Pfeiffer. Do you know, I do. Do you know what I mean, though? Johnny what? Depp, actually, in that film, although some people would probably say it's his, one of his best acting films, I don't think he's got much to do in it. Which one? In the one we were just talking about. Ben and June? Ben and June. Oh, okay. No, he, he, you're right. He hasn't got much to do because in Because... He's, he's playing the same he level. Does, he does the physical comedy bits, but if you're... 
you know, he doesn't have much of he doesn't have much of an arc. A chaplain, ch- as in, as as, uh, as you Shomily, would say, you know, if you're going to go to a comedy bit to that degree with the hat and stuff, you're going to do it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. It's. I don't think it's his best acting. Point. Well, we had a we had a we had a conversation point on that in a bit. Well, you get onto that anyway. Yeah, yeah as as Megan does, she gets uh, ahead. Sorry, <laughs> she jumped ahead. Everything. Imagine that. I'm obviously yeah. Mystic Meg. Does this film have a villain Ooh. problem? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who are you really? Because I thought they tried to create the the Doctor Harvey or whatever her name was, CCH yeah. Pounder, as the villain in the last like five I, minutes of the film. I think yeah. she I'm like, was chill. I think she, in a way, she was just realistic. No, no, agreed. But when they're like, it's a really hard film because it it does hit. Because Dan Hedia goes like, "Oh, we gotta be careful because uh, you know Harvey's gonna be watching this wing." And I'm like, <laughs> "Is she the villain? Is that what we're doing with five minutes left in the film?" Yeah, it just seems a bit lame. It's hard because it hits so many like themes of. What does he do if his sister is too ill for him to look after? Does he send her to a, a group home? Well, he leaves the flowers he, on the stairs, which yeah. would have made more sense if they'd done the dried flowers a bit earlier yeah. in the film. It would. Yeah. Does he take it on himself, or does he send it to a group home, or does he? What does he do? It's I don't know. It's, it's very difficult for him. It is very difficult for him. And you can relate to that in any situation, can't you? If you had a yep. brother or a sister. And you didn't have any parents around to help you with that. Like, Certainly. what would you do? Would you be the prime carer for your brother or sister? Or would you take your life as your primary thing? It's, it is tricky. But he obviously does look after his sister. So that's where the film is heading, isn't it? With his relationships in the future. I think he's looked after his sister quite well in the last 12 years. And mm. he's done his very best. And she... In- for what she she's capable of at that time in that movie at that point she's doing okay. Yes, she's she has not really given any him anything back though. But I she? think he's not. He could still go on doing that. Yeah. yeah. But I think this is a moment in his life and her mm-hmm. life where they could, like Oliver Platt says, start living yeah. your life. Yep. Yeah. And they're both living their life better. It's, it's tricky, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Is a very being tricky on situation. Yeah. It depends on two people coming together and making an agreement based on what their life situations are. But we don't get this in films. Right. So. What should this woman be called? Oh. June left Benny. Called? <laughs> Sam uh, and June? Not nearly as tra- that Where has Sam come from? <laughs> Sam and June versus uh, Benny and June. Yeah. Sam um, in June. Sam in June. <laughs> I don't think so. Bouncing on my sofa. There you go. <laughs> I watch you sleep. Uh, <laughs> what do we got here? Um, whose story is it? I oh. think it's more. Um, it I think it's more June's Benny's. Story? It's one million percent Benny's story. Yeah. Do you think it's Benny's? Story? It finishes with him seeing them together and leaving the flowers. Yeah, and yeah. Going back to his life. Now the last shot lingers on them as five hundred miles comes back on. Mm. It's totally his story because yeah. he's got to let go. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he hard has. Like but him. that's good for him though, because he can live and, his own life. And it's weird because he leaves, but we get to watch them. But the whole yeah. theory of the movie is about us le- letting them go as well. Like mm-hmm. they'll be okay if we're not watching them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, what is the story here? I think we just said that a musical inspiration. Besides the excellent five hundred miles. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, hundred more to be one thousand miles. 
Oh, the, the, the original ending of the movie was supposed to be June burns the house down. I thought that might be that. Because when she's with the, with the yeah, photograph yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, but she kind of does I can that, use my favorite she... somebody call now. Burn, baby, burn. Shorty got burn, a fire baby, on the dance floor. Further, burn, um, baby, burn. Bust up, she say love grows under oh, my umbrella. gracious. Great balls of fire. Are there songs about buses? Sorry? Songs about buses? Yeah. What? I missed the bus. No, it's not there because they got the bus. <laughs> uh, Leaving home on a greyhound bus Cast out by the ones he loved so, so, so. What's that? That's called uh, The Killing of Georgie, part one Is it? Oh. Yeah, by Rod Stewart It's a brilliant song My headphones have fallen off for that Based on a true story Songs about hats, hats. You can leave your, your hat on. on You can leave Wherever I lay my hat That's my home <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm use, uh, We do the gambler for... Uh, when he wins him in the in the poker game, silence you gotta is know. golden. What was that one? You gotta know I'll when to hold him. It's great, great song. No when I moved to fold when I moved to Canada, Kenny Rogers is my favorite. Like, because like every Brit who moved to Canada, like we didn't know what country music was in the late 1980s. Oh, oh. And so Kenny Rogers, I'm like, this is my guy. Poker, oh, poker's my jam. Speaking of which, the next Friends of the Podcast, our Friends Retrospective series, will be on the one with all the poker. The one with all the poker. Poker. Not a euphemism. Poker. They play poker. Drip poker. No, you nope, oh, special. <laughs> um, we did that. Roll of women. Roll of women. Megs, what do we got? Oh, oh um, okay. There's a couple of women in this. So I don't know how I feel about Ruby because... She kind of had the role of women because she obviously had a film career and... Not a very successful one. Not a successful one, but she was still kind of like, oh, you can come around for a beer if you like, but if you're not interested, I'm not interested. Even oh, though she, she knew good. that his sister was going through some stuff. Yeah, so that part. that's a bit tricky. Although that, she was standing up for herself, so that's good. I think she was just hurt. That was all. I think... I, it, she put herself out there. She got turned down. And I, she think, got but, I think that's what it was. But I would have, I would have hoped she would have had the perspective to go. Uh, Let's look at this. It took well, a bit too long, didn't the it? Film, the film doesn't like, lead to that. Like he kissed her. It? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. You, you don't do that if you're not wanting to go inside. No. You know what I mean? No. no. It kind of led that they would be getting together, but it was, it was just a bit slow in the uptake. Yeah. And especially the bit when she was like, I'm inviting him for a beer. And he was like, well, I can't do that right now. And she turned him down straight away. You would think he would have, as we said before, advertised the fact that he couldn't maybe go that night because of his sister. He had to check in on her because of her mental problems. I mean, she could have set fire to the house or whatever happened because we know that could happen. Um, I don't know. She was... She was a little bit problematic for me, but it was nice that he had the woman to go to who already had the established career, who he could go to and, you know, potentially have that affection with. She kind think, of brings stability, doesn't she? Yeah, to, to she them. had that stability. I think she was just a bit wary of where he was. She represents the chance to move on and have a normal yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah. For so, both of them. She had that chance for him, and he could still take it. And even after he had established his problems with his sister, 
it did look like she was still offering that, right. you know, that romance still. They still had that potential there. So that was still really nice um, between both of them. So I quite liked that. So that was that was nice on the woman's side of things. And how did you feel about June? June. I think... I mean, she was still very intelligent, like the card game and the little things like that where she knew she was what she was talking about and i know she had her you know her issues and i think it was a sensory overload from what i can gather from what i could see from the film that she struggled with but she was still trying her best with you know what she could deal with and that was the sensory overload so even when she was with johnny depp she still went for the bus. She mm-hmm. could have said, no, I know I can't deal with that. But she was like, no, I want to try a new life with you. She was still up for that with him, which is quite nice in a way. She and was even still more willing. so after, yeah. after the trauma. She was still willing to try that new life, even though she knew for her it was going to be a really difficult situation with the sens- sensory overload and whatever was going on, you know, whatever she found difficult and the police coming in and the deer patrol or whatever it was that came in and stopped them, you know, she still went for it after he'd been and spoken to her. So it was lovely to see that she was overcoming her obstacles, which is, you know, you know, it's not everyone can do that. So, so being June, she's quite a strong woman in herself. Yeah, exactly. And by living independently at the end, she's showing that she has showed... And she has her own apartment at the end. They get their own apartment. They're grilling their toast together at the end, which is lovely. Even if they're not travelling on a bus together, which is sensory overload, you know, they're still doing what they can do together, which is lovely. They're taking their small little steps that they can achieve as a couple and... That was, I say, that was nice to see. So, Roll of Women, you think that was a good, good film for Roll of Women? I think it's a difficult one in that we don't know, we're not given the actual technical terminology of what no. everyone is experiencing, but what, what clues we are given we can kind of make up our own minds and we can say with what we're given, they have overcome those achievements and they have made their lives the best they can make. So, yes, I think in that case we can. Because I also think that the role of women in this was quite good. Yeah. Fair. I thought um, June was uh, a good character, a bit fast and loose with the script every now and again where she's going. But I think, you know... She's very artistic. She's yeah. She can do. She can do her art. She can talk about the films. Yep. But we're not specifically told what her her issues or her problems are, are we? No. We've just got to guess through the film. Yep. Which I would guess is a sensory sound and unpredictable overload, which you can kind of predict. Um. And in that case, she is, you know, she is a good role model in that respect because she overcomes that. She still has a man. They overcome it and they still have their own apartment and live their own lives. I think the biggest hurdle that she got over was the fact that she moved out 
Yes. Yeah. And she got she her got own out place. of her brother. That was a big, big thing. And for him yeah. too. And um, yeah. But we're talking about women. So best character, best character. Let's go ahead and start pounding these through. Liam, start off soft there, please. Um I'm I quite it's difficult because the person that stands out to me visually was Johnny Depp because he is so quirky and different in this mm-hmm. film. It He's the new ingredient too. He yeah. Yeah. That brings it in and shakes it up a little. Uh but I think she, June, is the better character only because she deals with more and she goes through more and you see her go through the emotions and different ranges of, you know, one minute she's fiery and she can't deal with stuff and she's smashing things and then she's in love and she's being, you know, uh, very tender towards Sam. Yep. so yeah, she goes through different motions and ranges. So I think for me, I think Mary Stewart, Mas- what's her name, Mary Masterson. Stewart Masterson, Masterson. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she was. I think it's probably. Her if first. I were to say Daniel Craig, you got to say Masterson. Masterson. <laughs> Mary Stewart Masterson. Masterson. <laughs> Masterson. <laughs> okay. For me, June. Megs, uh, you were nodding. So tell me why you also agree it's Mary I, Stewart Masterson. No, I would agree with that because through most of the film, I mean, she is the pivotal role. She is what most of the plot is centered around. It is. Yep. If you know what I mean. And you mean that's what she, most of the plot is centered around? Well, it is. Yeah. And it. It's intriguing because, as I said before, she starts off her role and you're like, well, she's not that different to everybody else, but you 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 do sort of see into what she finds difficult. Certainly. And I think that's what is difficult in everyday life is that people don't realise that the everyday person might look normal, but actually they have insecurities and they might find sensory things difficult and people might appear different to what you think they're going to appear and people don't think that so from a film perspective you might see that somebody you know covers their ears or has ear defenders on for certain things um but in real life they might not need those and it's just interesting to see how they portray that in a film and especially with somebody like johnny depp who we know who goes on to you know, portray quite a popular kind of character in Cassetti. Yeah, in in, in <laughs> film roles. Do you know what I mean? Because usually when Where's you say Johnny Depp, you can picture somebody either a Tim Burton or uh, I don't know, Pirates of the Caribbean or something. That's right on. That <laughs> Twenty one Jump Street. Always when you say Johnny Depp, you can picture somebody a tourist. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody although uh, looking at him, he had uh, this is my skeptical version. He had kind of a very vacant look through most of the movie. Which kind of fitted his kind of Charlie Chaplin character. I think I need to see some more acting films that he's done where he's not Pirates of the Caribbean, but he's a little bit more than that. How often Mm. do you see Johnny Depp do acting with his physical self of just his own face, 
his own like um this was his acting face so it was like Ed Wood Oh, Edward is he was but the he's playing director. a character of, of a <laughs> most guy. films he's playing no, characters. No, 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 <laughs> But I mean, he's kind of got um, he's doing caricatures of people. He's okay, not he's enough. not acting as in like Pirates of the Caribbean. He's not creating car- something. No, no, yeah. So if you just stripped him down as just Johnny Depp and said, right now, how would you react in this scene? Yeah, you don't see that much of him doing that. Okay, fair enough. You see him as a character. I thought in this where Mary film. Stewart. Masterson. Masterson. Yep. You see her. Yeah. I thought Benny had more it. acting chops in this film than uh, Johnny Depp did. Yeah. Because uh, he had to do the whole accepting of his sister and well, the whole, I'm not happy with your relationship and then I'm in the hospital and I am accepting of your relationship. And do you know what I mean? I think he had a bit more to do acting chop-wise. How... Would you, uh, Ian, uh, yeah, your turn. My answer for this? Your answer for this. <laughs> Meg's took about 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, my, my answer is, character. I'm going to go with Aiden Quinn. Um, okay. I'm going to go with Aiden Quinn because I think it is his story. And we have to interpret, I probably don't know what it's like to have a schizophrenic sister. Uh, probably. <laughs> um, but... Um, this allowed me through Aiden Quinn, who seems like the world's greatest guy. He, he he does come across really strong. He just does, sort of challenged this. I love him this. to be my brother. Yeah, and then I, and then at the yeah. last minute he kind of goes, "Yeah, I made a mistake when I yeah. kind of threw you out." Whoops! And I'm like, actually, there was more there. I would have actually liked to like to unpack a bit. But so when, so, when, so when he forgives when he forgives Johnny Depp, we forgive Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's the way the movie works, right? And so uh, I liked him for that because I saw him as being limited by what was going on. Therefore. When he's freed up, uh, I, I, I rejoice in that. I'm like, good for you. You get to sort of have a chance at a regular life, whatever that might be. And you can attend your poker nights without worrying and stressing. With Rufy. Indeed. With Rufy. And you can With bounce Rufy. up and on yeah. her bed, bouncing down. Well, you can bounce yeah. up and down <laughs> on her bed. <laughs> Maybe bed. not by yourself this time. <laughs> jump no, up, I jump up, bounce around. I, jump did, around. I, did, I did appreciate that part of him. And I think he was very good to support his sister throughout all those years because that does take a sacrifice. So let's do best moment, best uh, element. Meg, start with you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, it has to be the family element. Um I don't think you're going to feel this movie if you don't have anything that you can relate to in terms of family, whether that's giving up something for your family or whether you've had a bad relationship that hasn't worked out with somebody or that sort of thing. Um, I think in this movie, it is the brother relationship with the sister that does take the the the, the nice moment between them. Yeah. Between June and and Benny, um, and even Sam, Sam and June have their little relationship, and they've got to introduce it to the brother, who of course is new to that relationship at the time. So, I think all the relationships between the characters are really d- well done. So, yeah, just. That's that's my highlight for this film. It's just the relationships between the characters. Liam, mine's probably the cinematography in this because, like that little short film you put on um, the group chat. Yeah, um, except, except for Megs. For Megs, yeah. <laughs> I have not seen this, so I'm just making um, this up. <laughs> you realise how much the the 
they steal from Buster Keaton with the whole um, visual yeah. visual effects from the early days when he runs towards the camera or runs across the camera or runs away from the camera. Even the bit outside the bus, you see her running up and down the bus and you see it from an outsider's point of view. Mm-hmm. All these all these things um, I appreciated a lot more. And this film could have been just a normal everyday film about somebody, one particular character, but the quirkiness... <laughs> Thanks, Megan. It's all right. <laughs> She's mimicking my hands. <laughs> um, but the quirkiness of Johnny Depp brings a different... Um, surrealness to it mm-hmm. and that makes the the film what would be an ordinary film pop a little bit more so for me the cinema photography good shout good shout uh i'm gonna go i was gonna go something similar i was gonna go the idea of johnny depp and the buster keatonness of him adds a an, an enigma a special ingredient yeah. into the ordinary and i think you know if you look at how many lines that Sam actually speaks in this film, it's it's, it's actually not that many. Nope. It's all visual. He sounds more than uh, Johnny Depp, though. He's, what, what do you mean? Surely Sam has more lines. Oh, no, Sam is Johnny Depp. Yes, that's why I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what deep point are you trying to bring to us? Oh, no. <laughs> <She's not. laughs> you missed up Sam Benny and Sam, Johnny I think. Is it, okay, Benny, yeah. ha- Benny, sorry, I'll say that again. Benny has more lines than Johnny Depp. I'm not going to challenge you on that. No. Um, so as a result, I think Sam's um, sort of perspective is really interesting. Uh, I think uh, he's uh, his limited number of lines allows him to have this enigmatic sort of energy around him. And I think as we try to figure him out, so does uh, June. And as we fall in love with him, so does June. And I think that is the win. Didn't you, that, that short, actually, sorry to cut you off, um, the, the short film that you sent, didn't um, Buster Keaton go on record saying um, when they did silent movies, there was a lot of cue cards. There was like 400 and some odd cue cards to explain what was going on. I don't he, know. I was never sent this movie. He wanted to explain <laughs> in less, didn't he? Like yeah, 72 so cue cards. It was, and this is the same with Johnny Depp. The, the argument was that in traditional films, um, Buster Keaton hated uh cards that would explain dialogue or explain the story and so as a result he would uh try and have the action tell the story rather than the other way around which is what johnny depp did in this movie yeah i agree yeah, so, I think less, so. Yeah. so instead of talking uh sorry instead of cue cards it was talking yeah so he had less talking but showed visually how, he, how he was certainly yeah. um where are we at next we are at grumbles grumbles should we start with Liam? <laughs> First of all, this is only a small grumble. What are you doing? Go ahead. <laughs> William H. Macy? Yeah. Why? His character didn't really do anything or was not needed. You could have took him out of it. and I think William H. Macy isn't who we think William H. Macy is now. So I think that's why it's hitting you right now. Which uh, character is he? He's the guy who wanted to put the showcase on for who said he could get him booked in LA in, in Chicago. In the job at yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, the car bit. That's not my big yeah. rumble. My big okay. rumble is Ruthie is working as a waitress, but she's also a manager of a building that she's not there for. And the whole point <laughs> of her, and the whole point of June moving into this building is like, but you're supposed to help. You're supposed to manage at uh, some point, but you're not there. So it it didn't really sort of marry up for me. Sure. 
Uh, Megs? <laughs> um, I'm going, uh, Grumbles. Yes, this is what I'm going okay. Yeah, what did um, you like about the film? I quite liked the film. I think it was more realistic to other films that you would watch because people do suffer from mental health issues and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And it was lovely to see the brother was putting himself in that position where he would have to look after his sister and sacrifice a bit of his own personal relationship with his potential relationships moving forward with Rufy and that sort of thing. And you would kind of think, if I was in that situation, I hope my sibling would put themselves out for me for that sort of thing. Um, Is that a grumble, though? No. Because that sounds more of a positive rather than No, it was just... As I say, a few bits where I think Johnny Depp came across as too charming. Um, Because you're like, oh, it's Johnny Depp. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, he'll, you know, he means no harm, sort of, you know, that sort of thing. And it was just a few issues with the relationship between them. And that, not that there was any issues with consent, but because i'm sure she she did seem that she wanted the relationship with him mm-hmm. because she was the one to initiate the kisses and stuff like that but it's just a little bit problematic in that she's the one with more of the mental health history and you want to see a bit more from his side about how he is approaching it as a relationship in that in that partnership, if that makes any sense. Huh? So, you know, what what was her consent to him and what was he looking for and what were they looking for together? And it just looked very fairy tale in the fact that they suddenly, I don't know, had an apartment together and they could live together with these problems and I know there is support out there for people like that, but it just seemed very, I don't know, it seemed very simple and fairy tale, and, you know, overlook all of that and it so doesn't matter. So your grumble and, is the fact that um, they didn't show enough of the mental health. It'll be more clar- yeah. clarified in what's going because on. My grumble. Ian, what's your grumble? My grumble is, <laughs> similar to Meg's grumble, I want to know the specifics of what's wrong with her and what's wrong with him. Yes. There's not enough I detail. think we need to know that no. in order to make a um, con- informed decision about... Because um, the film goes, hey, don't judge him for this. Mm. And I'm going, I kind of do judge him for this. Yeah. You can't, you don't know because you don't know if he's autistic or if he's. Or I don't know um, what specific about whatever. her. Is, is it schizophrenia? Yeah. Is it more? Is it autism? What is it? No, does she you have. Don't. You don't. Does she have what we think legal capacity of an adult is? Or does no. she not have it? Because if she no. doesn't have it, oh my God. So there's that. They, I mean, in the sex, in the sexual scene, they look like they are sure. consenting to each yep. other, but you just, it's, it's very know. tricky. Because you just don't did, know. Did you find in the early parts of the film, like when she had the helmet on, right? Like and, that's way. That's just, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the music and the being out in the yeah. in the traffic. It didn't make much sense. No, the, 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 the same girl with the snorkel and the ping pong paddle is not is not no. a consenting adult for sexual activity. No. no. 
Anybody's it's very tricky. Anybody's best role ever? I don't think so. Maybe Aiden Quinn, but Mary Stewart. What else has Masterson? he been in? Uh, Legends of the Fall, Commandments. I don't think it's Johnny Depp's. I don't no, know. It's not what? Johnny Depp's. No I haven't way. seen her in enough stuff. Isn't she in the Hand that Rocks the Cradle, or is that someone else? That's Rebecca Demorne. Oh, it was Rebecca Demorne. You're right. I don't know what Johnny Depp has done. That is his absolute best film. Yeah. To be fair, Johnny though, Depp. Yeah, Secret Window. Um, Secret Window, I oh, do like. Probably Pirates of the Caribbean 1. Oh, really? He's so First good that. brilliant. I mean, he's good as Jack Sparrow, but is that his don't, defining don't, acting yes. moment? Don't, 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 link, really? don't relate him to what he does in 2, 3, 4, and 5. No, exactly. Number 1's fantastic. One is I, I phenomenal. Do, I do prefer number 1's the rest, yes. because I do enjoy number 1 more if than the rest. If they just said a one-off but, movie... Brilliant. But I'm kind of hoping somewhere yeah. along his career he has something else. I have something else. I never want to hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Age game, age game. Let's all play the age game. Um, let's have a go with this. I got four on the docket today. Four. Cool. Uh, Johnny Depp. In this film... Yes, that's the game we're playing. <laughs> oh, crikey. He looks really young in this. I don't like Johnny, Johnny Depp in this film. Um, 25. Liam. 26. 29 is the correct wow. answer. 29. Oh, what? Let's go with... I'm trying to read my writing here. Mary Stuart Masterson. Mary Stuart Masterson. Liam. 24. And Megs. 20. Five. You're rubbing your eye on the microphone around and speaking into it. <laughs> it is 26. It's Mary Stewart. Oh, well one apiece. One apiece. One apiece. Aiden Quinn. Aiden Quinn. Ooh, Let's start with Megs. 26. 26. Yeah. 33. Yeah, 34. Oh. <laughs> He's still in 26. No. And let's go. Let's go Julianne Moore. Wise. Ruthie. Julianne Moore. Um, 30. 30. And Megs. 35. Win goes to Liam, 32, Woo! 32. Oh. Liam wins this week. Oh, I know who um, this one. The critics, the critics, it was something like a 75% on it's, Rotten Tomatoes. It's not an offensive film. It's nice, but it just doesn't do anything special, if that makes any sense. 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, let's get the good, the bad, and the ebs if I can find it. Ebs. Uh, thank you. Uh, the good, we've got... Uh, Peter Rainer from the Los Angeles Times says the sentimental stew is not about its flavors and the cast tries hard to be winsome and adorably distraught. They are adorable. Patricia Bibby from the Associated Press says there's something vaguely unsettling about it, Benny and June. A film that's billed innocuously as a charming offbeat comedy but is actually about a woman suffering from mental illness. Mm, yes. Yeah, as we've discussed, that's the only weird bit. It's- it is? I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one because you kind of want them to be together, but you're also a bit like, oh, this is a bit weird. It's because the film tells you they want, I know. You want them to be together. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But Johnny Depp's character is a bit weird as well. So is it okay if both weird characters get together? Mm, exactly. Uh, you ask yourself that question, didn't you? Well, yeah. Maybe. Roger Ebert says, Betty and June is a film that approaches its subject so gingerly it almost seems afraid to touch them. The story wants to be about love, but it's also about madness, and somehow it weaves the two together with a charm that would probably not be quite so easy in real life. Yeah, and gives it three that, stars it out difficult. of four. <laughs> so, uh, if in real you, life, it's difficult. I put this out to our... Uh, to the... Uh, well, to our listeners and said, this is a great okay. film, good film, okay film or poor film. It ties. 
It's, it's great, strange. Great and okay tie. Yeah. Oh, okay. At thirty-one percent apiece. Okay. Then good film at twenty-three percent. Yeah. An okay film at sixteen percent. Okay. Uh, I'll spoil the fledgling fandom early on. I think the only message we have is never seen it by Carlo. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's go to our friends of the podcast. Our friends of the podcast. Uh, you can get a hold and join in with something like this if you go to patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. So uh, I've got one here from Richard who says, I really relate to this movie because I, too, am a piece of shit that turns 30 this year and have also aged terribly. Didn't actually hate it. It's just kind of insipid and lame. Having a severe Johnny Depp allergy probably didn't help. And he's giving his rating. So... Um, who was that, Richard? That was Richard. Yeah. God Wh- bless him. Which Richard? Not Richard, who Rich- we know down the street. Okay, Different Richard. I know that Richard. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, because I don't know which um, Richard that is. So, if you like this film or episode, you'll like, oh, I don't know. What's like this? The Other Sister? You ever see that? What no, is next week's that. one? Uh, that comes later. Again, <laughs> jumping <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I keep jumping We are getting close so to four hours. Four this hour. is a, without Hermes. This I mean, is the Megan effect. Megan has a couple I'm of sorry. gins, and off we go. Um, They're all four hours. It's my fault. I do apologize. Uh, so there we go. So uh, let's talk about our ratings. Our ratings. Uh, Liam, do you want to start us off? Okay. Um, I don't think this is a great film at all. Um, it's a likable film. Um, like Richard said, it's, it's an okay film. I, you know, Johnny Depp gives a little bit of a quirk to it. It, it gives it something different to um, what else is out there at the time. Um, I think the cast works really well together. It would have been an interesting scene with Nona Ryder. Yeah. Playoffs at Johnny I Depp. I think it would have been better. It had probably more chemistry. There didn't feel much chemistry between the two. I oh, want okay. to know what happens next. The chemistry was them. good. It just didn't seem... Benny and June 2 or Benny and June Boogaloo. <laughs> but you know I mean? They just get together and then they get their own apartment and that's not the end of the movie and you're like, oh. But yeah. Um, the end. It's a likeable film. I'll watch it again. Um, probably won't, I'll probably leave it for another 10 years before I watch it again. Uh, so with that, I'll probably give it a mediocre five and a half. Wow. Paint, finger paintings out of ten. Really? Five and a half? I was going to give a six, but it didn't move me like it should do. Uh, um, Megs? I I quite enjoyed it in the fact that... I changed my mind. Give it six. Six? Six. Oh, always changed his mind already. Sorry, yeah. Um, it was kind of real people just giving a real perspective of, of life, which you don't often get. Um, I related to the fact that the brother was looking after his family and his sister mm. and, you know, he was putting her first even though he was, in a way, sacrificing his own life because he had, you know, his date who was wanting to spend time with him. Obviously, I can't relate to that fully in my own life, but I can relate to little tiny bits of it. Um... I just thought it's a very whimsical, charming, charismatic kind of film that you could watch on a Sunday and kind of get that, oh, that's lovely kind of feeling. Whereas some other films, maybe you couldn't get that and still get the family connection, if that makes any kind of sense at all. 
Um, so what did you give it, Liam? Six. Finger gonna, paintings out of ten. I'm going to give it a 7.5 um, of toasties <laughs> with an iron. Okay. <laughs> Just because... I thought, I say, it's very whimsical and it's more realistic. And I enjoyed. Gem, uh, <laughs> do I want to enjoy his performance? I suppose I did enjoy his performance. Um, yeah. Is Johnny Depp? We're Johnny about? Depp. Yeah, okay. I'm. Sp- yeah, I'm thinking about it. If you're thinking about it, you probably didn't enjoy it that much. Well. <laughs> Johnny Depp. I Did you like the quirkiness that, that he brought? I like it. his quirkiness, and I enjoyed his kind of Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keatonness about it all. So I'll go for that. I think so I'll go for that. That's fine. What about you, Ian? Hey, uh, I'm. I like this. I like this, and so I had a couple numbers. I was sort of debating between. I'm going to go for the lower side of the two numbers as we've gone through it. Um, Johnny Depp is really whimsical. Mm-hmm. As was a word said by Megs about 95,000 times. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I think that Aiden Quinn is a poor man's Woody Harrelson, but it was a good job. Yep. I, I like him. Mary Stuart Masterson. I don't really know where she's going with this. I don't think she knew where she was going with this. She doesn't remember the bus scene. Probably a few more scenes. She doesn't remember how she did on that one either. Um, you would, though, because that's an iconic yeah. scene. Ambiguous mental illness, yeah. um, as it was, and... That's the crux of this. I mean, how I feel about a romantic comedy, which is weird because it, it's probably the closest of any genre it fits, but it's not a really good fit into anything. No, really. Um, but regardless, I'm going to give it that. So I'm going to give it seven and a half bus trips ruined because <laughs> we had to pull ruined. over the bus. We didn't get the full bus 10. trip. No. Out of 10. <laughs> the Patreon is closer to Liam, but I took a whole bunch more off than that. Four out of 10 Richard oh, gave it. Wow. Not a good film in his mind. So wow. sorry you didn't appreciate it. I hope you uh, at least enjoyed it ironically I in spite enjoy- of that. I enjoyed it for what it was. For what was, it was. But it, yeah. it was a weird one because we treaded put it- that mental illness a bit. This will put it just over yeah. 6.25. This will come out in the watch. Wow, that's quite So low. it's going to be one of the lower ones for yeah, the yeah, yeah. I imagine. So all that's left to do is talk about what we're going to do next week, as Megs was asking for earlier. Oh, so yes. What's what we're next doing week? for next week is we're going to be joined by BFF the BFE, Julian de Guzman. Ooh. Oh, cool. Who is bringing a film he wanted to bring the first time around. And I went, we don't actually let you do that the first time around because he wanted to give a wild card. And I'm like, you kind of got to do a normal one before you do a wild card. Okay, one. cool. He's bringing his wild card, a film shot, a film shot on the streets of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, which I appreciate. That's right. A film about dealing with the romantic backgrounds of your new partners and going, we have to deal with the fact that they've been with other people before they've been with us. Okay. And that's okay. And it frames it in the capacity of a video game, of a video game. Next week, we are doing Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Scott Pilgrim. I have never Boiling seen this. Barbarian the, the leader. Are they making a new, a new TV series out of that? They, I don't or know. Or have I made that up? I'll look into that before next week. I think Amazon have announced they're making a new film of that. Have they? Yeah. Okay. I could be wrong. So we'll look into that. Yeah. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world with our BFF of the BFE, Julian de Guzman. Looking very forward to Absolutely. that. Absolutely. 
to hear about all things and he really loves this film so I'm looking forward to talking this film it's it's very cool that so uh, please go ahead check out we got coming out this week we got our Super Mario Brothers talk about a video game movie we got one coming out there too see it or skip it we got our friends of the podcast uh, friends retrospective we're doing the one with all the poker poker there we are and we want to thank, on face. that note, our Patreon backers. They're talking about Julene, Hermes, James de Guzman, Leon Oboholzer, Ensign Ian Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall Silva, Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith, the Yeetmeister, Reverend Bruce, Nate the Great, Andy Dixon, happy birthday, brother. Yeah. Uh, Holly Callan, Cheesy. With a fish on a bike. Richard and the cool cat himself. Ryan Kukets. So there we go. That is, if you want to know how you can be involved, if you're like, hey, how can I help support this podcast? First off, just tell someone about it. Mm-hmm. let someone know that there's a podcast you enjoy if if if, if that is what you, what you do here. <laughs> yeah. I have. if you don't enjoy the podcast then you can keep that to yourself but if you do enjoy it <laughs> feel have. free to spread that along like 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 meg's has and meg's did share yeah. the first time she was on it she put I it on did. her she put it on her social media when i want a podcast go. I don't so have much be, social media, be like meg in that capacity there you go maybe, not, me maybe not in your alcohol consumption but be like Megs in this capacity giving compliments <laughs> um, so do that uh, I've never seen him yeah, challenge yeah. his mic before <laughs> if, 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 you, if you want to find out uh, how if you want to know way you can help support the podcast check out the options we give you at patreon.com slash bfe we kept it simple for you all sorts of ways you can help ensure that we stay providing content for you twice a week for as little as three pounds a month that's British uh, American I imagine it's closer to just under five dollars a month so go ahead and check out all the ways which, which you can help keep this lovely little independent podcast coming into your ears yeah just saying so outside of that it's just time to talk about what we're doing next week which we have so let's just put a bow on it i suppose (laughs) i'm a bit all over the place you are what are you doing next we're doing scott pilgrim versus the world (laughs) please please join us next week when we tackle the edgar wright film scott i know that one i thought it's gonna be a different surprise (laughs) Please join us next week when we tackle the Edgar Wright film, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. For best film ever, I've been Ian. I've been Liam. I've been Megan. All right. And closing this one up, I'd say it felt like in this podcast we walked 500 miles. No, we it did. feels like we walked 500 <laughs> we more. Yeah, we Before we're done, miles. we'll probably walk 500 <laughs> miles and be the pod that falls miles, down please. at your door. door. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop.